All right, well, we've got something really exciting to talk to you guys about um, in conjunction with the fundraising that's going on right now for RFGeneration.com uh, that we've been talking about. And we've kind of alluded to this a little bit in the past, but we're going to um, we're going to be having an auction. So um, the top bidder can win a spot on the show. We'll do a little interview with them in an upcoming episode. So are you guys, um, what do you guys, you think excited to hear some other people coming in and, and talk to us? Absolutely. I've I've loved the guests we had on, and I'm looking forward to uh, to having someone kind of that we're not as prepared for. It's going to be uh, going to be a blast, I think. Bill, can you be nice? Do you think to a foreign person? I think I am always nice. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You should hear the off-air stuff he says to us. <laughs> yeah, and especially if you if you listen to this episode, you'll get to hear uh, Bill and I kind of tear Krabby apart and psychoanalyze him a little bit. Yeah, but. so you can you know. I, I had his, I had his back, <laughs> way back. <laughs> yeah, I was way back here while you were yelling at him. But you guys check out, go to um, the front page of RF Generation. There'll be a little post about that. The auction is going to be going on over at GameGavel.com, so you can check it out over there. We encourage you guys to bid, uh, bid often and bid heavy. Uh, we'll be glad to have the winner on, and um, it'd be good also to help push that money in. Um, to help rfgeneration.com. So how long is that uh, auction going for? The auction will be ending on February 1st and the end of the normal RFGen uh, fundraising drive. So um, by the time the show comes out, make sure you check it pretty quick. You don't want to miss the end of the, sh- of the, um, of the auction. Well, welcome everybody to another action-packed episode of the RF Generation Collector Cast. Um, I am always your host, uh, Mr. Duke Togo, and joining me, um, the place where I guess people ride um, snow machines just blithely in the streets, <laughs> dis- disregarding the law. We've got Mr. Crabmaster. How are you doing, Crabby? I'm doing awesome, and that was actually quite accurate. Yeah, I, you know, just you guys are scofflaws. Up yeah, there in Canada. We, we don't care about nothing up here. I'm going to guess probably because those machines probably go a lot faster than the Mounties on their horses, right? Exactly. Especially, they can't catch. Yeah. They can't catch you. Especially in the winter season. The <laughs> horses on snowshoes just don't move very fast. <laughs> do they get? Do they wear like those big like look like tennis racket snowshoes oh, yeah. on the horses? Is there any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then joining me from the uh, ever-exciting smallest state in the Union, Mr... Mr. Wild, Bill, how you doing, Bill? Hey, our people like snow machines as well, but uh, it's just sad because we don't get as much snow. So everyone's got their snowmobiles out in their front yard, like kind of like, come on, can we get <laughs> some more snow, please? And it's, nope, we got nothing. No, can't happen. So I'm curious, so like uh, snow machines, snowmobiles, which one is it? Uh, snowmobiles. Snowmobiles. Crabby, you said snowmobiles, yeah. right? Um, yeah, that's what they're called, but most people up here just call them sleds. You want to go sledding? Okay. Now, yeah. I always heard thought oh, those things were called never, snow I, machines. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I wonder if that's like a local thing or something. I and, think... Well, no, because remember that PlayStation game, Sledstorm? Mmm. That was a snow, though. I thought it was uh, I thought it was snowmobiles. Was it? I'm thinking of a different game, then, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's uh, 
just a little thing. When I, I grew up in southern Manitoba and I didn't hear it, like sledding meant going tobogganing. And then when I moved up to northern BC, uh, sledding meant going snowmobiling. Okay, well. Hey, Krabby, do you, have you heard of mudding? Um, isn't that just like driving your truck around in the mud? Yeah, I just yeah. didn't know if you guys had that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was your uh, official off-roading podcast for this month. <laughs> Join us next month when we'll talk about some other crap you don't care about. <laughs> Water skiing. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I did just look up sled storm, and it's totally uh, snowmobiles. Okay. Then what so, am I thinking of? So I guess it's regularly called sledding. <laughs> what was the one, like the game that, like an early like PlayStation game that looked like the Tron tanks? What was that one? Uh, Battle Zone? What no. Was that? I Do you know what I'm talking about? Rarely. They look like the Tron tanks, like really early. Well, that's uh, that'll be the challenge. It'll be the RF Gen <laughs> uh, Collector Cast challenge. So, so the first person to answer what game that was in the uh, episode thread will get something. <laughs> you'll you'll get my heartfelt uh, thanks for putting that into my brain again. What you will not get is all your small scores written next time. <laughs> Are you trying to say that's uh, like a lot, Krabby? Yeah, it was uh, a bit more of a pain than I think we anticipated. Yeah, we're going to maybe come up with some different prizes next year for the, <laughs> the fundraiser, but um, that's okay. We appreciate you guys kicking in. So a couple things while we get started. You can find us a couple different places. So, Bill, where where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter, at, at CollectorCast. We're on Twitter? Yep. Do well, we, 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 we try to be. <laughs> to uh, two of the I'm, three I'm, of us tweet, right? Yeah, <laughs> regularly. Yeah, I'm, do we I'm do like, a, oh, do, we do a lot of twittering. I do. I do some twittering. I usually tweet though while I'm twittering. Oh, um, okay. I'm I'm lucky enough where I get to be uh, sitting at a computer for most of my work day. So if that something hasn't blown up that I have to go fix at work, I'm usually <laughs> sitting uh, uh, on the Twitter feed. Um, I'm gonna try to get better at uh, posting pictures uh, of things that I score on the Collector Cast Twitter feed. We'd love uh, some pictures to come in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Right, right now we get most of the small scores through the uh, small scores thread on RF Generation, but uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, Collector Cast. Uh, collectorcast.com is uh, where you can find all of the uh, episodes as well as uh, on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Smart Radio. Uh, RF Generation uh, promo code helps us uh, get some more traffic and uh, on their, uh, what do they call it, a leaderboard? Yeah, it just uh, helps us. I don't know exactly the details. I know they tell us to do it and we've got a partner page where it ranks us. So nice. they tell us it's supposed to help our ranking. Yep, so if you want to be uh, like... If you want to be awesome, you can do that. Like the other cool kids. Sure. Yeah. They're all and, doing it. And we're on, I think, 100% more YouTube channels than we were on a month ago. Oh, yeah. I think that's statistically correct. <laughs> yeah. So so normally, uh, Duke's got his own uh, 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 YouTube page that he posts uh, the show on. But Krabby, the completionist of uh, NES games up there, uh, has, uh, uh, has shared our show on his feed as well. So you can find us any number of places on YouTube. Yeah, I thought I'd, I'd bring the show to my legions and legions of, of uh, subscribers. <laughs> and all I can say is uh, apologies, Krabby, because I'm sure the amount of subscribers you have has, has dropped off a cliff since I started loading the shows on there. <laughs> Got half well, no, for some reason. I can't figure out what. <laughs> is there a connection yeah, it, there? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not your your uh, completion video of Othello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a lot of work. <laughs> and and I, I like the comment you made in there that you hate that game. Tell Tell me why you hate it. Because it's the the only NES game that my wife can consistently beat me at. 
That was, that, was surpri- that was a surprise to me because uh, and, and you have to, you said a hundred percent of the time she beats you. I've never beat her at a game of Othello. Ever. <laughs> I would uh, encourage you to, to challenge her for twenty six hundred Othello. Maybe you could beat her then. I don't know if it if it's like a, a stationary game like that. She's really good at them. If it has like moving things, like she gets sick and then just can't play. <laughs> oh, so All right, so I want you to put the TV. She's good. I need like put a the TV on a cart and then roll it around while you're playing Othello. Is there like a, a CDI version of Othello where they have like horribly <laughs> moving like waterfall backgrounds and stuff? I could totally cream there's, her there's backgammon. You can play backgammon with her on that. Yeah, maybe. And <laughs> uh, now, um, the RF generation uh, fund drive's been going on, right, guys? So uh, we had a few donors that kicked in some money. Yeah, I was surprised. Pretty yeah, decent very, turnout very so generous, far. Yeah. So at the $5 level, what did we promise everybody at the $5 level? We promised them that we would try to say their name on the show. We would try. Incorrectly, right, so. if possible. <laughs> so Krabby, can you tell me who our $5 donors were this month? I actually can't. Do you have a list? <laughs> yes, it's right up under intro. Yeah, ah, it says me, donations I'm and then $5 level. I'm still looking at small scores. Here we go. <laughs> Professional help, folks. You, you can't, can't find it. <laughs> All right, so um, we've got three people that post pretty regularly on the forums. You'll probably recognize Fleech, PWP Cody, and Monkeys19 if you hang around the forums. Um, but also got a $5 donation from Fat Ken 53 who I can honestly say I've never heard before. All I can think of is like Ken from Street Fighter, like he's been eating way too much ice cream. Yep. He just like Yeah, like, the, like the, turn, the tournament's over. He's just let himself go. I, I think can't, Seth can't probably made like a, anymore. a Ken slash Honda hybrid fighter. <laughs> he's trying to tie the gi. won't fit. <laughs> Cool, and then uh, the $20 level, right? That was our next bump, and what did we say if people hit the $20 level? Just a name shout-out, right? That was it? Oh, yeah, the $20 level? Yeah, Yeah. that was it. Sure. Uh Yep, Yep. and the show's over, folks. That's all. (laughs) No, seriously, we we promised them some hard work, and what what was that? They will get every one of their scores uh, uh, discussed in detail, which uh, uh, I'm happy to do. But with the number of uh, donors we have, I sure hope that uh, we can speak quickly this episode. And um, we'll probably have to apologize to everybody else that we don't spend much time <laughs> talking about yourself. But you should have gave money. What can I do? I mean, I'm not in control of your wallet. <laughs> so no. who, who did we get at the $20 level? I'll let you pronounce that first one, Bill. I'm going for it. You ready? Eriski Kapadza. <laughs> really? Er, 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 Eric? E Eric Escapade? Hey, that's what I thought. Eric Escapade. Eric Escapade. Or it could be a Rice Capade. Or it could be Eric Escapada. Like Ooh, maybe he's Eric like, Escapada. I like that. <laughs> Spanish. Mexican, whatever. Yeah. Right? So yeah, Spain, I can't Mexico can't say I'm too familiar with uh with that member on the forums, but thank you very much and uh we'll uh we'll see you in uh the small scores. And and who's up next? Uh Mr. Ryan Flucas. Are you sure? Are you sure it's, are you I'm sure quite it's sure that's Flucas? how you say it. Yes. Maybe it's Ryan F. Lucas. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Unless it's maybe like Ryan it's... F. Lucas. <laughs> maybe it's Ryan Flu. Cass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then we have our favorite person from last episode, which we've had a correct correction on how to pronounce that. So it's um what Souza. No, 12, right? No, he loves that tequila. Souza. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I think Bill nailed that said, last time. Sousa December. Or, or, or like Sousa. <laughs> Ooh, Sousa, commemorativo tequila. <laughs> yeah, well, you know it. I'll let you have it. <laughs> yeah, and those then, uh, those Presidente Margaritas at Chili's? Mm-hmm. Got that Sousa in them. You know from experience, right? Absolutely. I, I, I love... I'm not like a huge uh, drinker, but I love the Presidente Margarita at Chili's. And they didn't pay me to say that or anything. I just think it's great. <laughs> and at least you're not drinking now, right, Bill? No. no okay. Not, not anymore. I uh, had some beers earlier for watching some football, but that's it. You should probably start. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, close to midnight here, so it's it's, uh, it's the right time. It's time to start because the very last $20 level vote... Ugh. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I've not been drinking. Maybe I should start. The last $20 level donor was um, Mr. Zagnorge. So Zignatch. He, you know, you could use a few drinks to talk about all of his stuff that's in here. Yeah, it's going to take a bit to get through that. I might start. I can't wait to get to Krabby's uh, special uh, score from Zag. <laughs> and then we had the, the creme de la creme level, right? The $30 level. The elite, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if you managed to somehow make it into the top tier, the $30 level, what do they get as their prize? A super secret, only heard by one other member before, recording of our trial run for the podcast, episode zero. And it's live, folks. It's out there. Um, I've I've sent the link out, so you guys should have that. Feel free to go waste a hour of your life <laughs> <laughs> and, and check it out. So there was there was three guys that ponied up that much money, right? Mm-hmm. Three very cool guys, very like regulars on the uh, on the forum. So real cool to see them uh, uh, interested enough in the two of you to uh, to hear that uh, <laughs> episode zero. I don't That's know right. if they, I don't know if they thought that I was on it, and now they're upset that I'm not. But <laughs> probably right. next not. You have to offer up some refunds, the... you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> I doubt next it. Next year's fun drive. You're gonna have the secret episode of just Bill. Yep, just me, just me on Skype when no one else is on the call. Just hello, you guys said you'd be here at this time. I'm just gonna be here for a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, so Razor Knuckles is uh, uh, first uh, alphabetically on this list, uh, and uh, so obviously big, uh, big Sonic dude, but uh, also in my corner, the correct corner as far as hockey goes. Happy for it to oh, be yeah. back, and we'll talk more about that later. I'm sure. We got Slacker. Who in this case was not a slacker, but um, <laughs> and uh, former um, head of the previous RF Generation podcast, right? RF Generation Nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, if you guys listen to that show, you might know Slacker. And then uh, lastly, we had um, Techie, right? Techie four thirteen. Yep. Real, real good guy, good dude. We're we're always we're actually working on another uh, exchange right now. So uh, yeah, he, and he has a lot of scores. So. Uh, he always has a lot of scores, so and thank he's, you very he's much the for reason for the the little snowmobile rant at the start there too. Well, yeah, it's his avatar, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say he was the reason for the season, but uh, <laughs> that's somebody else, right? <laughs> that's Striper. <laughs> So I think we. So I think what we decided was to go through the small, the regular small scores first, and we'll try to be uh, uh, not you know super brief, but we'll try to get through those so we can get to the uh, 
the plethora of members that we have to detail their scores. And uh, so, yeah. And we, we should apologize because there's a lot of scores we would have mentioned on a typical show, but because of how much we have to run through with the donors, um, we, we probably breezed over some pretty cool things. Now, wait, 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 Krabby. Why are we apologizing? They had the ability. They could have donated. <laughs> they could donate. Could have done it. You could have been here just like all the rest of the cool kids. You have no one to blame but yourself. 20 bucks. I <laughs> like, come on, it's like, it's like a pizza, right? Yeah. So it's you do have... You'll yeah. skip a meal and then you can get on the show. <laughs> yeah, I would say, you know, you got a slight chance left because the fundraising drive, I think, runs until the beginning of February, right? So you got a little bit more time. show. You might be able to squeeze in for the next one if you're lucky. And... um and let's go ahead and get started. So, uh, Mr. Bomba Tomba, right? Or is it Boomba Toomba? I would go with Bomba Tomba. Well, t- tomato, tomato. I like Bomba, too. <laughs> he he picked something free out of the garbage, right? Again, isn't he the one who picked out of the garbage last time, or was that Sir Psycho? Sir, Sir, Psycho. Yeah, okay. Sir Psycho had the... Because Sir Psycho just had that uh, top five video he posted with his dumpster right. dive was number one. Thank you. Yeah, it's number so one. We, we have no shortage of dumpster diving members. Apparently <laughs> not. That's why I was dis- disappointed. Krabby, you did your video, like your top five pickups, and there was no, like, number five. <laughs> five, 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 five. <laughs> I, will, I was waiting I will keep for that it. In mind. You, just, you let it go. Just, I need an audio it. expert like yourself to, to point these kind of things out to me. Expert, expert, expert. <laughs> so, so Boomba Tomba? <laughs> something, something like that. So, what did he get out of the trash? iMac. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, Super. A, like a whole iMac. Yeah, two, uh, a 2008 model, so a little bit older, but uh, it, it, I guess it, you know, they it wasn't supposed to be working, and he did some uh, magic on it, reseated the board, power supply, put some memory in it. Uh, he's got to replace the glass panel for less than a hundred bucks, but it's a hundred percent working now. So that's uh, that's that's a tough thing to beat for, uh, for like a pretty much free iMac. And congratulations on on coming over to the correct side of computing, and leaving those other people behind. So uh, I I straddle the Mac PC. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, well, I don't know what the word is. That sounds painful. No, it's actually it's quite comfortable. You mean the the Vic twenty <laughs> I'm recording on doesn't? Uh, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> Did you press play and record on the cassette tape before you started? Yeah, but I've only got like twenty minutes before I got to <laughs> flip the tape. <laughs> You make sure you scotch tape the top of the cassette so that it will record. I'm, re- I'm recording over Michael Jackson's Thriller right now. <laughs> oh, no! Classic. Oh, Next up, we've got Bum Man, right? Bum Man. Yeah, uh, he doesn't post too often, um, but he, he finally found something cool to, to talk about, and he's got that big uh, Atari lot that he scored for 20 bucks. Yeah, that that's the that's the reason I don't have a twenty six hundred yet is because this is the kind of lot I'm waiting for. Yeah, like between between twenty and forty bucks system, bunch of controllers. He's even got the one of the wireless controllers, which is uh, really cool, uh, and then just a whole bunch of carts, uh, some paper to go with it. Like that's that's the reason I don't have one yet. It's like the perfect starter lot for any type of system. It really is. So am I the only one that just wants to sing like the Batman theme, but with Bum Man in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Sounds like more fun. <laughs> All right, Bill, who we got next? We got the Grr. <laughs> the Grr. I think somebody actually tried to imitate that in a post. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, might, I might have missed that. You might have missed that one. Yeah, they supposed it like G R E W. 
whole bunch yeah. of exclamation marks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's it's uh, now we just need a like a cartoon character to go along with. It. Actually, his uh, his avatar is. Uh, I'm not sure if he drew that Pac-Man or not. But it's very nice. Yeah. Is it like is it Kirby? You think? I thought it was like a Pac-Man kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of pu- it's kind of puffy. We're gonna have to ask the grrr. <laughs> so he picked up a Monaco Grand Prix, uh, and that was uh, uh, to complete the N64 collection. That yeah. was uh, right to- right before Christmas, and I think I can't remember if he was the first or the second one to post. But we had two complete N64 sets, uh, it, like it very close like to each other. It was like two days after PWP Cody did his set. Right, and, right, and that's a weird game to finish the set off with. It's a really easy game to track down really cheap yeah, so yeah when, when i when i saw that that was it like because i'm not an n64 guy i was kind of like oh i didn't realize that was rare but then i guess it's not no he must have taken care of the the really tough stuff a little earlier smart yeah. guy so well, now they can move on to the real sets and start collecting for the nes completely right i don't know he might uh, join the dark side that many of our other members have lately and start going odyssey 2 yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, we'll so real quick real quick before we get off the grr um, he didn't uh, post this as a scorer this month, but he did post uh, a picture of some uh, 32x games that I feel need commenting on. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> so besides, so it, he pointed. I'm out sorry, cool... everyone. I tried to leave it off the list. <laughs> nope, nope. Here it comes. So uh, uh, with his, you know, with the, with the Doom, you know, printing uh, sideways. But the interesting thing is uh, the, his picture kind of a. Uh, uh, Inconspicuously showed his uh, complete uh, Spider-Man Web of Fire. Yeah, I saw and that. I just wanted to put, and I just wanted to put it out there. If you ever want hundreds of my dollars, <laughs> As or in hundreds like of dollars of worth of my stuff, <laughs> that's always that's always not. I'm only a PM away, so we can keep going. <laughs> Up next, um, we, I don't know if we heard from him the last episode. We got Mr. Burning Toys. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I I was contemplating picking one up myself. I know, Krabby, you were, like, really excited about this one. What did he get? He got a Neo Geo X Gold system. Ooh. Very cool. Uh, but he did. He does have a YouTube channel also under the same name, Burning Toys, where he's uh, showing some uh, videos um, on his Neo Geo X Gold. So if you're kind of curious about it, um, you can check out his videos, or Slacker's even got a nice little uh, blog post on the site about it. Definitely not every day that we get new hardware, right? No, especially something so uniquely bizarre that like really fits into the like kind of collector retro world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, totally. How can we get a new Neo Geo and I still can't get like a new NES? What kind of world do I live in? <laughs> yeah, but you the yeah, but there is a oh you well you're talking officially done by a company yeah, yeah. and not and not done by a guy on Nintendo Age? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I I hear you. I mean, it's uh I know you didn't want the conversation going this way, but with At Games making those uh, classic Sega oh, Genesis oh, models, no. oh, yeah. I, those I'm, aren't I'm, real. I'm wondering why uh, they don't uh, just like do the same deal with Sega and get that Neptune working. <laughs> Always a dreamer. Yeah, Bill. but you're right. I mean, it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know if uh, it's been you know brought up in Nintendo board meetings or not. Like, I kind of feel like they board meetings. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it has or not. I can imagine someone saying, "Well, what if we do this?" What if we go and back to everyone... carts? Yeah. <laughs> Can we just go back to carts? But, $100 uh, yeah. games, man. Uh, you heard it right I don't, here. Think, I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Um, and now up next, uh, Invader G2. He didn't even know how to pronounce his own username. I love that makes me the feel story better. for the second. I love the story for the second part of his username. Did you read what he what he how he said uh, where that came from? No. He said that's that's how he uh, uh, he was typing his name. He was trying to type his name 
uh, like in like a like a high score thing or something with a power glove, and that's what he <laughs> typed. So he just kept it. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was awesome. Like he tries to write something, and it's like e r capital G <laughs> i i. Okay, you know what? Screw this power glove thing. That's I love that. That's great. Well, he picked up a hard to find NES card, right? Yeah, one of those this obscure one... sports ones. You don't have this one, do you, Krabby? I don't. I no. I really want it. I I played through all of the bases loaded games last year, so I was really hoping to grab this one by the end of last year, but didn't quite make it. Yeah, bases loaded four. Yeah, right? yeah. Never seen that cart. Um, yeah, I've got that one, but um, I'm just shocked that you've played through all the other ones. You know, That's you don't like nutty. spending fifty hours running through baseball seasons. I know those were those are the hardest no. YouTube videos of yours to watch. Did I had you to, watch all fifty hours? <laughs> I, I didn't. I did. I, I. To be honest, I didn't. But I, I play. <laughs> I, I played all fifty hours. But I just kind of had it like in a separate window, like next to what I was doing. So it was just going on like while I was doing other stuff. So I wasn't really focused on what was happening. I like that. Like like Bill feels kind of bad that he didn't watch the whole. 50 yeah. Hours. <laughs> what a jerk! Like, no, I tried. I really I tried. <laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> Can I can I unsubscribe people from my channel? Is that <laughs> Kick them off. You block him. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Mr. Nine Tail Demon Fox. Did Mr. Nine Tail Demon Fox come up with um, any any um, any of his usual fare? Yeah, he, he stuck to his you know nine year old girl uh, kind of <laughs> genre he likes. Yeah. So, um, well, no, I, but at the same time, he kind of he strayed into nine-year-old boy territory with that baseball uh, handheld game. And now, let's be started. honest. Maybe he is a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> How would we know, right? I he, guess there's he that. did say he's got some kids of his own, though. <laughs> oh, I did not read that yeah. part. But maybe he, he has a nine-year-old mean, kid. Yeah, he probably means his Sonic uh, like stuffed animals. Like those are his kids. <laughs> Um, but the cool things I thought he got this month were, were actually gifts, not things he bought for himself. Those are great. Yeah. Um, I forget who sent him that, that lunchbox, but someone sent was him like Zag a... Zag wasn't it? It might have been. Uh, Zag. Or it might have been Razor Knuckles, too, or Retro Rage. They've all been sending each other stuff. Um, but he got a, a, like a hot pink Princess Peach <laughs> lunchbox with his Naruto avatar's face like posted over her. It looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Retro Rage sent him a copy of Barbie Detective for the PlayStation. Oh, yes. Nice. That crime will never get solved. Gotta solve that mystery. <laughs> she can't even bend her knees, folks. And then and... Um, another... <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, cute, cute, you got something else to add in about Barbie there? there? No. I, I, I don't, but I feel like a certain member might, but we'll leave that to the, the, the thread. Um, so, Fleech, another exciting Canadian... He um he picked up something cool, right? Yeah, he, they're all exciting. He uh he's been asking me about old Wii games, so I sent him a bunch of role playing games to watch out for, and he grabbed Arcrise Fantasia for the Wii, which is a pretty cool little hidden gem, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he picked up uh possibly one of my favorite PS3 games, which was 3D Dot Game Heroes. Have you guys played that one? You yeah. have you have suggested it to me, and it's and it's on that that list that I made that I started making. You're you're definitely getting unsubscribed now. <laughs> yeah, like I, said, I think I never couldn't make it past like whatever, like the fire dungeon or whatever. Oh man, I played through that thing like ten times. I got all the trophies. It was the first game I ever got a platinum trophy on. It. I love it. It is a really good game. Mm-hmm. I just um, I don't know. I think something else caught my attention, and I, I never went back. 
Yeah, that happens to me a lot. So I've I don't buy any games when I'm working on a game anymore, even if I really want it, unless it's like a collector edition or something that I think I'll miss out on, just because I've I've started and stopped too many games. So I'm trying to get through stuff before I pick up new stuff now. Now, my favorite thing from Fleech from this month was he, he somehow found a picture of Krabby. How did, how did that happen? I don't know. I thought it burned all those. <laughs> Along with my silk kimono. <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was some way to like put the picture in the podcast. There, there were three uh, but, heads. Maybe that can be the art for the next uh, one. Oh, you've, <laughs> you've, you've, done, you've done given me bad ideas. But it was like this picture from of the band Rush. Early picture, like, yeah. From like the 70s. And yeah, they're like in these what white silk kimonos, Wicked. super long hair, wicked mustache on him. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that was pretty funny to find that one. And then Love, um, Love Rush, Bernard's right. Yeah, he doesn't post too often. Yeah, but well, he just he needed to defend uh, Skies of Arcadia and tell Krabby what he's really missing out on. Yep, defend it. For, and actually, they, I, I'm they, not missing the, out on. I played through it. <laughs> And the, and the pic and the pictures like a lot of times like CD cases you know they can get scuffed or anything like that the way he took these pictures it makes it look like these cases are like pristine. Mm -hmm. And he grabbed so another taxi another Dreamcast guys. game that I I've been looking for forever is uh, Record of Lotus War. And what's that one about? I don't is it RPG? I take it. I have no idea, but I used to watch the anime all the time when I was a kid, and I just want to check out the game because I loved this anime. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it wasn't based on and it. And I think it's kind of an uncommon game, but I, I really don't know much about it other than that. I got you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. And then um, Mr. Isret, right? Yeah, he his posts are usually, you know, I bought 10 iPhone games instead of that. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to see him joining the physical world again and picking up something he's quite passionate about. Now, wait, I think they're usually Windows phone games, aren't they? Yeah, I, I I meant to say. Yeah, that. okay. <laughs> he's got to get the achievements. You got to get in, the man. achievements. Yeah, you're right. But he's um for people that are not on the boards, right? He's a huge Mortal Kombat guy. Oh yeah, he he's had me pick up like Canadian variants for games, like just and like exclusive steel box cases for Mortal Kombat games up here. Like just loves Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so he picked up um a couple Mortal Kombat items this month, right? Two of them, yeah. He picked up those. They came out a little while ago just when they, they rebooted that new game, right? The, yeah, the I remember Mortal seeing Kombat. those yeah. in the stores. They're like classic style. They look like the old arcade top control sticks. And yeah, what, what they what they did was uh, uh, the, the the one you're talking about, the, like when the when Mortal Kombat 9 came out, they had one that would kind of have the artwork of, from Mortal Kombat 9. But the classic one, that was when the, the Mortal Kombat arcade collection came out. And it actually, it has like a uh, like an XBLA or a PSN code for the game in it as well. Oh, okay, so I'm getting my sticks confused. It only, you said it's the classic ones, right? Yeah, it's he got, got like, the, the two original artwork. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Each one of those uh, comes with uh, uh, they're they're USB for your uh, uh, for your 360 or PS3, and they come with a code for the arcade collection. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're really cool. My my buddy's got one, and just like the the redos for the Mortal Kombat Nine, they've got like a like a memory foam uh, bottom to them, so you can play with it on your lap, and it's not going to be like a big heavy piece of wood on there. It's actually got like some foam to it, so they okay. they put some thought into it. Nice, very nice. You guys ever have you guys used those sticks? No, I've got an X arcade. I've not used those. No, I've yeah, used they're cool. I've used a few different Street Fighter sticks, but never the Mortal Kombat one. 
Yeah, they're actually pretty, pretty nice. I, I wish that I could find one like on clearance someplace because I love that classic artwork, uh, but uh, nothing yet. You better talk to Izzard. He's got two. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah, like he's going <laughs> to... <laughs> He'll send them over, no problem. Yeah, no, I'm sure. That, I mean, yeah, oh, Mortal Kombat stuff? I got so much of that here. Just take this. <laughs> and um, up next is person... I don't recognize this name. Is this a, a newer user yeah, to the site? Yeah, he, he said he heard uh, the podcast and joined, and this is one of his first posts here. Uh, well, my apologies to you for hearing the show, but... <laughs> Uh, obviously, you didn't hate it enough, and you came over anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm not even. He, he somebody was else quite take a eager for someone to to give a go at his name too. Fergoji San. <laughs> nice. You nailed it. That's, That's pretty it. good. You got it. Yeah. That's got to be it. Or okay. I, like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to stereotype and and think it was Asian off the bat, but it could be Fergoji San. I was thinking maybe like um, maybe like Norwegian or something like Fergojisan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the name ends at the I, and then the S-A-N is just, you know, like Daniel-san? Oh, I <laughs> yeah. see. So, Fergoji-san. I see. Well, maybe we'll get to find sure out. That. Yeah, um, we'll find yeah out. I, don't, I don't know if he's going to make a lot of friends, though. He's kind of, uh, you know, doing something I don't think a lot of collectors would do. What, what is that? He's opening Ancient Sealed Games. No! <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, a- ancient like for the original Wii? <laughs> like not the, the Wii U? I uh, know like early 80s, late 70s games. Well, uh, maybe he doesn't like money. It's painful. Uh, I don't think they're particularly rare or valuable. They're just oh, okay. you know, kind of cool. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute, Bill. Didn't you just open a sealed game last month? Which one? The, didn't you just open a sealed game that I sent you last month? <laughs> and a pretty, yeah, but pretty it cool wasn't, obscure one too yeah but it wasn't sealed on the outside ah, it was just the jewel case on the inside of the sealed it on the outside you cheat no I just I opened it up and uh, <laughs> uh, I need someone to translate the all French manual for me well ask Fergo Yeezen Fergo Yeezen French okay so it's French Swedish Norwegian or Japanese <laughs> those people in Europe they speak all the languages they of just course. know <laughs> So, um, so what did he get? I mean, you know, he got more than he's just gonna. Sure, he's gonna violate a couple games, but what else did he get? Space jockey. Space jockey. Space jockey. How, how do you ride a horse in space? <laughs> <laughs> uh, super, super challenge baseball, air sea battle, uh, carnival combat. Uh, I, I haven't seen this tax scan game with where the name with Ooh, Sega yeah. is the biggest word on the front of that box. I've got tax scan, it's, and that kind of looks, good. and that looks like. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars ripoffs, but that's a Star Destroyer. Taxcan is like this game where you have like this little like fleet of ships, and you fly mm-hmm. and shoot, and like as you get the different sh- fleets of ships like hit, you lose them, but then you can like earn them back. Okay. So, uh, and it's hard to explain, but if you go watch it, it's actually pretty good. You should check it out. As soon as I have a 2600, I'll put it on the 2600 list. All right, Bill. You know, I might have a twenty six hundred and some games around here. If you really want one, just talk to me. I've got a bunch of bunch of them. All right, I will take a twenty six hundred, like ten controllers, and like forty games for twenty dollars. I don't know if I can go quite like that. <laughs> I can probably take care of the quantity you had, you just asked for. Um, all right, well, welcome Fergo Eason. Eason, that's what I'm going with, and uh, you can correct me later. <laughs> And then uh, the ever-lovable Sir Psycho is up next. 
Um, the original dumpster but, diver. That's right. So he got some things that were not the, from trash. The ODD. The next right. step up, though, like the flea market, right? I also like that he routinely picks up uh, books. He doesn't neglect that whole area. Boo, boo. Gets those books. What? <laughs> Reading? Gerst Berms. <laughs> I love it. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me, you know, a million years ago, I actually used to work, I was like an assistant manager at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And that's when Goosebumps were so popular. <laughs> that's I, uh, when I was yeah, in like it takes me back. five through seven. <laughs> I, I never read them. I was aware of them. But uh, uh, my wife uh, read them when she was younger, so I, uh, I don't make fun of her for it, but we do uh, have the occasional uh, Gersperms uh, conversation. <laughs> we literally had a ban against Goosebumps uh, being turned in as book reports for a while in my classes. R.L. <laughs> <laughs> Stein. Dude made a fortune doing that. Oh, yeah. That's, he doesn't have to work anymore. So he, he picked up, besides a couple of R.A. Salvatore books, uh, I love the, the box design of the original Game Boy. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's cool. awesome. Like, like the cyber hands. Yeah, it's just a cool like it. Uh, it's just a cool box. Like whether you like the system or not, it looks and the price tag is fifteen bucks. Um, not sure if that's what he got it for or not. That's probably what he paid for it. Maybe he got it. You know, like a lot of those places uh, do like uh, you know, uh, you know, buy two get one free or multi, you know like something like that. But uh, got a, a, the original Game Boy in the box. Got a bunch of GameCube games. Uh, 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 what do we got there? Rain of Fire. With uh, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. I saw that in the theater. Uh, Yeah, I watched it the other night at AMC. Nice. You know what I I like about that game? That that box always takes me back. I remember I got that for Christmas, like when it came out. That was my big Christmas present that year with like the Mm -hmm. power charger thingy and all whatever it was. And just seeing that box again just takes me back to like whatever that was, like 89, 90. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. So I like seeing those things. That's kind yeah, of fun. I, yeah, I really do like that box. And uh, and real quick, uh, we got a. Uh, I don't think he actually picked these up, but uh, he did post that uh, there's a whole bunch of cool boxed uh, Super Nintendo games. Uh, if anybody was interested, but it looks like most of them are crossed off the list. He said he picked he up Lufia. Right? Yeah, he picked yeah. up Lufia, and then he saw all the rest of those. Yeah, smart man. Lufia's good. Play it. And then a couple things that I like that he got snuck in there a little bit later. Okay, um, so he got Fantasy Star 2 um, in the box and everything. Missing the hint book, though, which is, that's the thing that dogged me for eternity. So good luck on finding that hint book. Yeah, I think he said he doesn't look forward to that search. No, what a nightmare. You know, I actually, like, a few years back, there was a guy on Craigslist, and he's selling it. And, I, and I, I'm i like, okay, hey, do you have, and do you have the hint book? And he literally sends the message back, goes, yeah, I'm selling the game, I'm not selling the hint book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you jerk. No, thanks. That's when you, got, you ask him to meet you in that dark alley to go pick it up. <laughs> That's right. And uh, then he uh, also picked up Time Soldiers, and Time Soldiers was um, the cover art for one of our episodes a couple couple b- right. back. So. That's a fun little one. Check that out. Uh, I think that's an awesome cover. They're like dudes with bazookas fighting like a tank and <laughs> a dinosaur coming out of a time tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they, they really just use the cover of a Rush album. <laughs> I don't know about you. If a time tunnel opens up and a tank and a Tyrannosaurus Rex come out at the same time, I'm running. Towards the putt tunnel or away? <laughs> Towards that time portal? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so um, up next we had Buildstar. And Buildstar is uh, Germany? Or where is Buildstar from? 
Uh, the Netherlands. There's a Netherlands flag on his. Uh, Netherlands. Netherlands. I, I'm 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 ignorant <laughs> as far as. Uh, I'm I'm, what, no, I'm probably just making that up. Yeah. No. no is it Netherlands? I yeah. It's the I think Netherlands. And what do they speak in the Netherlands? Um, do they Netherish? speak Dutch? I think. That's right. Dutch. There you go. So in the Deutsch, uh, so in Deutsch, so he's from Deutschland. No, that's that's German. But you just said he Deutsch. speaks Dutch. Dutch is different than Deutsch. Ah, um, I don't live there. Don't ask me. Yeah, but very cool. I've never. I don't know. If, was this uh, uh, exclusive to Europe? This Resident Evil Four GameCube bundle. I don't think I don't it came out one. in the U.S. No, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I don't think it did. And it's because yeah. it's got that Resident Evil Four uh, kind of etched onto the top of the uh, yeah. GameCube jewel. That's really cool. And I, oh, we got we it's got my these... least favorite Resident Evil, but that's still a cool bundle. I think the packaging looks awesome on it. Yeah, yeah, we got the chainsaw controller over here, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're cooler. We got a chainsaw. <laughs> well, I don't know. I kind of feel like we think that's cool, and the rest of the world is like, oh, America with their chainsaws. Yeah. They're such savages. <laughs> Guns Remember and that? chainsaws. Remember... Remember that comment that uh, what's his face uh, Kojima made that he couldn't have an American company make the next Gears of War because he would give them like a samurai sword and he'd come back and like the Americans would turn it into a chainsaw by the time <laughs> the game was over. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah, he's probably thinking specifically like Gears of War, but uh, you know we did that, so hey, you know it's cooler with chainsaws. So uh, congrats, Build Star. Um, yeah. And then up next, we have Addicted, right? Yeah, he picked up probably the, the coolest thing this month, I think. Yeah, I, something I've never seen before, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, he got that, that um, test PS2, right? Like the the debug unit? Yeah, that's really odd, and I love it. Yeah, it was like even cool how like they like spell out test on the front. In that PlayStation people. text, that's really neat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize that these things were out and about for people to pick up, but I would yeah, be curious I, yeah, I don't, to hear I don't the think story. They, I don't think they regularly are. I think this is just one of those, like, you know, well, that you know that crazy thing that you just happen to come across. Yeah, did he, he didn't really mention, like, a story about how he get it. He got it. He said he found, like, some last piece for it. Wasn't that what he put in, actually? Like, he said it had some final something well, no, to go with yeah it. he said he said he had the test ps2 but yeah. now it's complete and he said Isret helped him complete it yeah so i mean there was some part that must but he don't think he really said what it was or where this whole thing came from but right now he's got this full complete test ps2 cool so if you guys haven't seen it go check out the thread it looks kind of neat I, yeah. I mean it looks like a stock fat ps2 but i mean with the yeah. with the font on there's pretty cool and then oh boy yeah he got um uh, Walking Dead Collector's Edition, right? Yeah, that's yes. a really cool box. Oh, man. that's uh, I just finished that game a little bit ago. It's really fantastic. You guys need to get it and play it. Working on it. So yeah. good. I'm going to sound like Bill here. It's on my list. Oh, now. Yeah, well, it's on my list, but I do own it and have started it. So, oh, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really actually, being I'm the Bill here then. <laughs> <laughs> Take down your list, crabby. So that's pretty cool, because I think that came with not only just, like, the game disc, but also came with, like, some of the graphic novels, like, compendiums or whatever they yeah, call those things. Yeah, it came with, like, a trade paperback, didn't it? Hardcover. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. Um, and then uh, I helped him out. He kind of wanted a couple of Famicom games that um, I had when I got my big lot a couple months back. But he kind of, I guess he was tied over one. I just, like, asked me if I could put them away for him and hold them, and I said, yeah, sure, no problem. So he finally got those from me. Um 
nothing too exciting. I mean, like Draga, Challenger, and um, hmm, I think it was a Ninja Jajamaru Kun was the other one, but they're fun games. They're pretty cool. So enjoy. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> next, who's next? Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure it was Jajamaru and not Jamanan? I'm <laughs> probably sure it's Ninja Jajamaru Kun. Thank no, you no, Jajamanunu was actually Jajamaru 2 in Japan, but then when they brought it over here, it was 6. You see the or kind four. of things I got to I can never remember people. all the Jujimaru. See, I mean, you know, I'm trying to be informative here, and then I got to deal with people like this. I'm trying to run a class act over here. Block. <laughs> Fine, you take the next one. I'm, I'm, I'm off go the podcast. The I'm off the Jujimaru. <laughs> So, I bet uh, the next one did not get ninja <laughs> So uh so Retro Rage uh on uh uh, uh picked up a, a very nice uh, uh Toys R Us has, has had a whole bunch of limited edition colors uh with Nintendo uh throughout the years on their systems. Um he picked up a uh, a box N64 with an awesome ugly like clear kind of Gatorade type uh, <laughs> color uh, controller. Is um, Gatorade? Is that a <laughs> Yeah, ga- Gatorade. It's a technical <laughs> term for it. Ga- Gatorade. And uh, uh, I actually, it's it's weird. I haven't really noticed this before. Do you guys remember the the tagline for the Nintendo sixty four being the fun machine? Yeah, no, I think it was later in life, right? I've never. Yeah, I, I don't know if they added that later. If I just never noticed it, but looking at the box now, it says the fun machine, and I've literally never seen that before. So, but yeah, the system inside it looks uh, pretty good. It's actually got like all the baggies for the individual system pieces and the controller. Uh, but uh, yeah, and for twenty bucks at a, a local thrift shop, I have to say, so out of very... all the different colored N sixty four controllers, that one has to be like just the worst looking. It's just horrible. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say my favorite. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 always really liked the Donkey Kong, uh, like the combination of like the yellow and the green. Uh, that's probably my favorite uh, N sixty four color scheme combo. But this one. Uh, is definitely a unique one to have on the shelf. So very nicely done. And twenty bucks. I mean, for for about what you'd spend for an N sixty four, you get a box N sixty four with the ugliest controller. Now notice the people are saying that. I think the Gatorade one looks fine. <laughs> That's so near. G- Gatorade. <laughs> and uh, so that rounds it up for for everybody. And now we're going to get into our donors, right? So this is the meat and potatoes. Yep, and this is where we're talking about. Actually, it's more like everything. the just the big, huge pot of potatoes. There's no meat in here. <laughs> no meat in this. <laughs> hey, all all taters sure all couple, the time. There's a couple good things in here somewhere. A few tots mixed in with the potatoes there. Yeah, I think we'll find some good, some chunky goodness. So we mentioned it earlier in the show, but remember, these are our donors. These are the people that um, gave enough. So we're going to talk about all their pickups. Um, all since the last of them. show, yeah, all of them, whether you like it or not, all of them. If you unless don't, I can't, unless I can't read the the name of the game, in which I'll make a game up. <laughs> and um, if you don't like it, you can always skip ahead to the time code for the regular <laughs> topic. <laughs> um, so for the but, three listeners that are left here, yeah, that's right. You can stick it through. So first off, we have the um, ever lovable Zagnorch, right? Yup, and the uh, Zagcast. So let's let's dig in. I see right off the bat he got Super Mario World. He didn't have Super Mario World. I, I don't uh, I'm think sure he, he did, picks up games he doesn't have. I think he just picks up games. Ex- ah. Exactly. Zag buys cheap, and he ha- he do- he does what every collector should do. He buys stuff cheap, and he either sells it or it's trade bait. 
If I, like I, I or he has world, annual yearly gifts. And and the the best part is he lists it as a loose NES cart <laughs> in the thread. So I'm 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 sure that he just missed the S key. <laughs> yeah. Or but, he's uh, really uh, confused why that cartridge won't yeah. jam into the slot. Yeah, if he so he's after he's broken the first four games and he doesn't know what is the problem right now. All right, now there yeah, was a Super Mario World pirate for the Famicom, so he's got a picture of it though. It's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. So, so, so Mario World, uh, Wild Snake, Lord of the Rings, uh, Brain uh, Des- Lord, Brain Lord. Isn't that an like awesome saying name? That. Brain Lord, <laughs> Brain Lord, uh, Miss Pac Man, Desert Strike. So a bunch of loose uh, SNES games. Uh, oh, what did you say? Yeah, don't say that. SNES. Oh. Uh, I gotcha. Uh, tra- did, didn't you? Hey, well, you didn't you, you read that interview with uh, with uh, Howard Phillips over on Nintendo Age? There, you don't. He's you, not the boss of me. You don't say that. <laughs> he's the, he was the boss of Nintendo. You don't say that. He's, the he's boss not the boss of, of me. I don't work there. <laughs> you 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 keep thirty two X stuff out of the show. I'm saying SNES. Yeah, I I, oh. I think we need a. Uh, we need uh, NES rules to throw a ban down on uh, Bill here till he learns his lesson. See, Bill forgets who edits. So what I can do er, is like every time yeah. he says SNES, I'm going to edit in Super Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. You should. <laughs> I would love to give you that work. He also has Stuntman for the Jiba. <laughs> the Jiba Jiba? The Jiba. Yeah, so it looks uh, like a complete uh, Stuntman. Boombatastic. Boomtastic. <laughs> Uh, or it's bombastic. Bombastic, that yeah, that's what I thought. Bombastic. Yeah, by Shaggy. <laughs> and then some Game Informer mags. He got that. <laughs> One of many lots he will have over the next little while we'll be mentioning. Yeah. Um, and then, like, what's some... What? The next... What? Pack and what? Pack and roll for the DS and Pokemon Ranger for the DS. Hmm. And then he picked up a PAL PSP game, God of War, Chains of Olympus. I didn't even realize there was... PAL PSPs? <laughs> are they just European Didn't models, know right? They're not really PAL. Anywhere. Or are they PAL? They may be. I don't know. Um, and then next, he, he's going to amp up your Skylanders bid. You were trying to keep up a little bit with him, Krabby, right? But he's uh, pulling ahead I, here. I can't. No, I'm, I'm not in the same league. <laughs> he's got all the variants. He's offered me, like, variants and things. I just can't even keep up with what he's offering to send me in the mail. <laughs> So he got the Skylanders Giants Wii U Starter Kit. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of curious how many starter kits that is from, because those aren't cheap. Those are the no? ones that come with the portal and the game and the three guys to get you going. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty Don't sure they, like, he's got a few Between different like 60 and 100 bucks? Yeah. They're like uh, he probably had it all normally. I'm sure he found it for a little cheaper, but he's still 50, 60, 70 bucks for each one. I don't know. And then he got five more of the Skylander Giants figures. Yeah, uh, got a three pack. Um, one of the ones that had like an extra dungeon or extra item or something in it, and then uh, just a couple single guys. So I'm curious on the Wii U since it has like a, um, a near field communications reader in the controller. Nope. Do you still have a portal of power? Yep. For the Wii U. A- and the sad thing is, the portal of power plugs into the system with a USB cord, and my uh, PS3 one is wireless. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I, I well, it's, well, it's a lot like uh, don't the uh, uh, didn't the drum set for the I know no one played it or bought it, but didn't the drum set for Rock Band for the Wii wasn't it USB even though everything else was wireless? I don't know. Maybe. Well, he also got um, 
uh, 3-in-1 converter, so we can use PlayStation 2 controls on Xbox, GameCube, or PC. Yeah, very cool. I, and, I would um, like one of those for my Xbox. There you go. Not, Maybe not next Christmas play it. he'll give it to you. And then he got a $20 gift card from Razor Knuckles, huh? Yeah. Spreading, the, cool. spreading the holiday joy I did, I, there. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that that bromance was as deep as it seems to be. <laughs> Well, I think all those little up. Sonic oddities that Zagnorch picks up kind of go to Razor Knuckles, so he's probably just yeah. kind of a thank you there. There you go. Now, he also got a sealed game up next, right? Monster Rancher for what, mm. the Game Boy Color? Uh, I think so. Or is it just a regular Game Boy Color? That's got to be Color in that Monster uh, Rancher. Game Boy, yeah, Game Boy Color, Monster Rancher, Battle Card. Yeah, it's mm. for a Game Boy Color. And then I've never heard of this at all. Felony 1179. What is that? Me neither. And the, and uh, the company that makes it, I only knew them from making uh uh like joysticks. Yeah, for PlayStation. What is it? Yeah. Uh it's what is it's looks like some sort of game where a car is coming out of the screen at you. <laughs> oh, I I same thing. I've literally never heard of it. Like there's a billion racing games out there, but you know, like you know, like the the Ford, like the Mustang game, the Ferrari game. You've heard of most of them. I've never heard of this game. I think it's felony eleven seventy nine because it turns it all the way up to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be it. And what's the seventy nine for that year of the car? Uh, uh, that's how much sure. the game costs. Dollar <laughs> seventy nine. He got it for a buck twenty five, so he got a good deal. And then we had Donkey Kong Land two for the Game Boy for two bucks. Yep, he's rolling in it. And then you get some uh, regular Xbox games coming up, right? Yeah, actually not two bad ones either. Freedom Fighters. Yeah, I could do without that one, but the other two, good. Um, Silent Hill 2. Yeah. And yeah, Silent, I think I'm not a huge Silent Hill fan, but most people I know who are cite that as their favorite one. Um, the first one kind of creeped me out too much. I never played the other ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, the first one, yeah. You got, you got to play uh, Shattered Memories then the, for the Wii. They they like remade the first one. They completely reimagined it. It's extra creepy. It's awesome. Yeah, that's oh, all right. Cool. I think I've had enough. You you never get a weapon in the entire game. You have no way to defend yourself. That's awesome. Um, and then so have that creepy like radio thing where like it gets like more staticky when stuff gets near you. Yeah, and it comes out of the Wii Remote controller. Um, it's that awesome. was the creepiest thing for me. So yeah, so Silent Hill two, very good. Uh, Metal Slug Collection, kind of a, a not so common one to come across. And they're awesome games. Who doesn't love Metal Slug? I don't know anyone who doesn't love Metal Slug. And he's got the NES Advantage, so now all he needs is an NES to Xbox adapter so he can play <laughs> Metal Slug with his NES Advantage. Ta-da. And he also got uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, the lamest of Resident Evils. Whatever. No tank I, controls. I, yeah. I, I haven't finished, I haven't played all of it, so I can't I can't comment. I can but, honestly uh, say I've played more Resident Evil Outbreak than I have played Resident Evil 4. Now, wait a minute. So neither of you finished Resident Evil 4? Oh, yeah, I finished it. I just played way more Resident Evil Outbreak. It's it's not my kind of game. I played a couple hours of it, and it didn't really hook me. I know it's awesome, and I know I'm in the minority on this, but uh, it just didn't click with me, so I didn't finish it. Tisk, tisk. Yeah. And then next he got, uh, oh, boy. I'm sorry. You picked up Super Mario Sunshine. I like that game. <laughs> oh, this is one of the rare times You're where the I'm, I'm in agreement with uh, Duke. Oh, man. Like, that game's a stinker. I like that game. I didn't think it was a what? stinker, but it's definitely one of my least favorite Marios. The Flood. Oh, man. That was so bad. Oh, that was great. Didn't even make any sense. 
Oh, and that's why you play Mario games because <laughs> flying through galaxies on on bits of stars At least makes that's sense. That's usually pretty cool. Well, I mean, who would want to do that? I don't want a hey. big water tank strapped to my back and have to clean hey. everything. Clean it. You gotta have a clean society to have Mario Sunshine. My problem was Mario's a platformer, and when you give him a thing that makes it so he can like float and doesn't need to platform. It's just not any yeah. fun. So, so you get you gave him Princess uh, Peach power yeah, from Mario 2. Pretty much. I think like Miyamoto's like half-brother must have needed a job or something. And he's like, okay, fine. Here we go. <laughs> he also got the Adventures of Batman and Robin on Sega CD. Nice. Ta-da! That's a good game. And cool spot for the Genesis. Yep. And then Mario 64 and uh, a gray uh, Ocarina of Time or Ocarina, depending on where you come from. Can you do the little <laughs> ocarina songs? Do you know them? I, I actually, there's a, uh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I recognize that one. When, when <laughs> that the, game was out, did you guys uh, try and figure out actual songs and, like, play them on your ocarina? What? There, you I you could, like, the, go I online, way. and people actually, like, had tablature for oh, ocarina yeah, songs. Yeah, like, you could play, like, yeah, the Simpsons man. theme and stuff on your ocarina. I, there, there's an iOS app called Monsters. And it's just like 10 monsters kind of like lined up and each one of them is kind of like the key on a keyboard. But like when you touch one of the monsters, they kind of they're like, la, like in whatever the thing is. And I just open up this app and play Zelda stuff on it all the time. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I did the other way I did because I play piano. Um, Uh So when I played Ocarina, I would like finish playing and I would go to the piano and I play all the songs that were in Ocarina. Nice. And did you record Navi so she would just hey, hey, nope. hey. <laughs> no that no that's that's because my mom it was like you gotta go, you gotta go hey what are you doing do your homework hey listen I don't hang out with that many people with cell phones but like four of the five of them have that as their like notification for a, a text message oh the hey yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's actually that's a pretty funny one you know what every single person. Uh, who's like kind of like into video games that I know has is uh, one of their uh, phone tones is the uh, Metal Gear Solid codec beat. Oh yeah, I've got a friend and, that's got that too. Yeah, and like I I know it's I know it was clever at first, but like I just feel like everyone has it. It's played so if out. You, yeah, so if you have that, I'm sure you're really still a cool person, but please change that thing. <laughs> unless you have like wanna... a, a cardboard box sleeve to put your phone in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unless unless an exclamation point pops out of your head when someone <laughs> hears your phone. Or if you Change creep it. around underneath a cardboard box. <laughs> An orange box. All right, back to Zagnorch. He got him a Kingdom Hearts guide. So, Bill, that should Woo! make you happy. I think it was Kingdom yep. Hearts 2, though. It was. It's Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2. It's, there was actually, I think, four uh, special edition guides that were available for the game. I was working at Best Buy at the time they came out. So, uh, um, And they were kind of like uh, in a sleeve. So I knew which one I wanted. There's like four like ultimate forms or like uh, like limit break type forms that you can have in the game. So you can kind of like peel back a little bit of the plastic and you could see one was yellow, one was red, one was white, one was blue. And the white is like the ultimate form. So I went through and like I kind of cut the plastic a little bit to make sure I got the ultimate form. Because uh, the package came with the guide and then like a journal, which was uh, uh, filled with stickers that you could like put stickers like on your progress as you collected stuff. So yeah, he got one of the uh, collector edition uh, Kingdom Hearts two guides. So very nice. So do we know if he got the ultimate one then? He did not. Well, he did not. The form that he got, it's the yellow one. The uh, ultimate form was like a silvery white. So uh, he got the yellow. So he should take it back. No, it's still it's still a good guide. <laughs> and he also got um, a copy of Game Pro. Yeah, Halo three Game Pro. Uh, it looks like uh, a GBA, like the original crystal, like that bluish purpley crystal color. 
So rest in peace, Game Pro. We kn- we knew you well. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know them and, that well. <laughs> I used to read it like way back when they started, and like Scary Larry, and like the reviews. Like if it was really good, it was like a dude's head exploding. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So next you got Sonic and the Black Knight. So that should make like um, Razor Knuckles happy, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up uh, in Razor Knuckles' hands. Maybe, maybe. Um, and then uh, a GBA system. Oh yeah, we, we mentioned yeah. GBA, but the Pocket Boy number eight. That LCD. I'm thing. not familiar with it, this, said it, and it looks a Japanese Chinese like knockoff thing. Yeah, you can see like on the packaging. If you look close, you can see the characters uh, on it. So it's definitely uh, from that side, uh, from the far east. Oh yeah. <laughs> so very cool. Not sure where he where he picked it up. I think he said he got it. Uh, I don't remember if he said where he got it or not. Well, I don't know. Yeah, and then um, picked up a couple more pieces of reading material, right? So what else? Uh, another another magazine that starts with game, a third different kind now, is it? Yeah, like Game Informer, Game Pro, and now Game Center. Never heard of that one. Me neither. Well, it's Walmart's gaming magazine. Walmart has a gaming magazine, yeah. and it's free. Oh, oh. Th- my wife picked me up one of those the other day. I haven't even touched it. She like she brought it home. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like I, I, ads. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's. I think it's kind of like uh, uh, coming. You know, soon GameStop used to have that thing. That's it's like a twenty-page, uh, like it's it's just like a single staple type magazine. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a, like yeah. a full-size yeah. thing. So like a flyer. Uh, yeah, like like a, a glorified flyer, but it's got like you know news and previews and stuff. He's got a how to draw Sonic book in there. Ooh. I don't know how he comes across all this weird Sonic stuff. I don't know. I think he's just on the lookout for his bro. I think so. I think he buys yeah. them online and then like hides them in small scores he found in town just so he can brag to Razor Knuckles. <laughs> yep. And um, he did get a really good. I mean, you know, it's some people say good, some people not as much, but he paid up a Chrono Cross, right? Not bad. I like that bad. game. Yeah, I love the one of my favorite Square songs of all time is "Scar of Time," the song that opens up uh, that game. Mm-hmm. If you can just find that long enough to hear that song and then you know trade the game away <laughs> i bought that when it was new and hated it and brought it back to the guy and traded it for lunar 2 which i loved mm, good call and then uh I, I played it again like 10 years later and i and i like it now it grows yeah. on you like fungus. It, it, it is it is weird it, it is not we we won't get too deep into it but it's not my favorite combat system all right now you picked up a little gba accessory pack right yeah, you know. All yeah, those it looks like it's looks like it's faded. You get cases and extra styluses and headphones and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. But does I guess but doesn't he have one of the DS. pieces you're looking for there, Crab? Uh, the charger. Yeah, it looks like that's the 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 backplate uh, charging piece. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for an official Nintendo charger. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah. Goes goes with my official Nintendo cabinet. <laughs> there you go. And then. Um, he got the the game case yeah, thing I think, that you've been uh, raving about. I think about, Bill right? started a little uh, trend there. Yep, I'm the first domino in the row. And then there was and like what you, four uh, of them after that. Yeah, a, a, a bunch of people, uh, you know, looked like they were uh, they took they took the lead and uh, and grabbed it. It's actually really really nice little uh, case with uh, the G, it's the Club Nintendo. So if you're not already on Club Nintendo, just jump on there. It's free. Put in uh, your codes when you buy. Or uh, just give all the codes to me. That's okay. Or just give the codes away. Yeah, sure. people are always looking for the codes. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, so it can hold 18 uh, DS or 3DS cartridges inside, and they have four reversible 
uh, inserts in there so you can choose the design you want. Um, I, I myself chose the uh, Zelda, the correct one to choose. <laughs> the Zelda one it's, drives uh, me all... nuts because inside you've got like 8-bit items and then like 3D rendered items and they just look so bizarre next to each other. The, the reason I don't mind that is because it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a chronological museum of Zelda. You get to see kind of the whole evolution. The only reason that wouldn't bother me is because I can put games in front of the ones I don't like. <laughs> the only thing that bothers me is you already have 3DS cases. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have any that can hold 18 carts. You and you know how now. smart it is to put all your eggs in one basket. That's right. So smart. We talked about so, this before. I remember some deja yeah. vu. So if anybody uh, uh, wants uh, any of the three inserts besides the Zelda one, uh, I have them. They're available. Just let me know. All right. And um, up next, we have a couple Xbox items, right? If you say so. <laughs> Big Mother Truckers. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think Big that, I think that actually sold too. fairly well up here because when I worked at the rental store, we had a lot of shelf space for those kind of games. People like driving the big rigs, man. It's pretty common up here. Yeah, there's lots of oil and, and logging, so there's lots of big rig drivers around the area. But but here's the thing, like if you're if you like drive a big rig, like when you get home and you turn on the TV and you're <laughs> ready to relax, do you want to turn on like big mother truckers or eighteen wheeler American pro like trucker? Like, do you want to do that in your off time? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always thought it was more of the people who dreamed of being a trucker <laughs> that could go home and play the game. <laughs> All I can say is there's a funny song I heard one time. It's 18 Wheels on the Big Rig. Go look it up. You'll have a good laugh. Okay. All right. And then he also got um, one I heard is not so good. Toe Jam and Earl 3. Yeah, I haven't, I played, hear good I haven't played the Xbox one yet. Um, the old ones were so good. So it's probably not going to be as good as those, but I, I don't know how it is. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't hear good things. Neverwinter Nights 2, guys. Is that a PC game? Yeah. Yes, it Baldur's is. Baldur's Gate, right? Uh, uh, correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no? sorry. Uh, Neverwinter... I think Baldur's Gate was its own thing in Neverwinter... I know it's PC, but I didn't play Neverwinter Nights. I thought it was uh, under the Baldur's Gate like, realm. I could be wrong, though. It's my. I used to have a friend who played that one a lot in that Neverwinter. That's our crack research staff, folks. Yeah. We do our homework. <laughs> no, you know what it was? It was a Bioware game. And it was, uh, uh, oh, it wasn't in the D&D universe, was it? It didn't all that stuff Forgotten Realms. That's the R.E. Salvatore Maybe stuff. that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's new. No, I think it's Baldur's Gate, isn't it? I don't know. Someone will correct me. I don't know. Uh, Forgotten Realms never Forgotten went nice. I don't think yeah. it's... Not Baldur's Gate, yeah. then. It's Forgotten Realms. Bam! Yeah, and it is a Dungeons and Dragons uh, product as well. <laughs> there, we both got and Bioware up. and Atari was also involved. So. Makes sense. We couldn't it, have been as it more turns out, wrong. everybody made this game. <laughs> All right, except Down Baldur's now. Gate. <laughs> yeah, Baldur's Gate is the only series that is not involved <laughs> with that game. Uh, Next up, you had some stuff for the GBA, right? Mm. So what do you lots of yeah, lots of cool uh, loose uh, GBA cards. Including uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mario. Super Mario. Super Mario Advance. Super Mario uh, Advance 2, it looks like. And Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival. <laughs> could they stack something how, else on there, maybe? How, oh, yeah, how does that play on the GBA? <laughs> I would probably think bad. <laughs> with, your, with, your, with your two face buttons. Poorly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, mm, man, how, how did Nine-Tailed Demon Fox not get this next one? Disney, Disney Princess. Princess Royal Adventure. 
And he actually he actually did make the comment, bet you can't guess who's getting this. So uh, <laughs> I think we'll see that in a future small scores. Maybe. Uh, and a so, bootleg uh, up next? Uh, yeah, uh, Minish Cap or Minish Cap. Minish, However I you think, say yeah. That. Minish. But yeah, he's it's, it's got a bootleg uh, uh, Minish Cap. Um, I think that uh, 360 Atari-looking controller is just about the coolest thing I've seen. Oh, yeah, you're talking about... That's the one everybody wants. That, yeah. like, retro arcade stick thing, whatever it is. Yeah. Pretty cool. And it's got this, like, it's weird. It's got, like, the analog stick kind of on the bottom right uh, quadrant of it. Like, it's it's just a really weird, quirky-looking thing. So he, he got a boxed one, so... Did you guys even I notice know. I was gone? You were gone? I was Kevin? gone. Man. Oh. <laughs> you were missing out all the good stuff. I, I mean, know, I heard. You, uh, you couldn't hear us talking about Disney Princess Royal Adventure. Oh, I heard everything. I kept the headphones on. Breath of Fire, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dungeon Dice Monsters. Anybody like Yu-Gi-Oh? No, not really. Okay, I mean, like, I no, I, I was asked because I don't know. I'm not into the whole, uh, you know, the whole uh, uh, that any any of those scenes. So I don't know if Yu-Gi-Oh is still something that people are into or not. I would probably play the card game if I had someone to play with. Okay, I'll allow it. And up next, I think probably one of the best scores he got is Streets of Rage on the Game Gear. Love me some Streets of Rage. Is it good on the Very Game good, Gear? Yeah. It's not bad. Hmm. I mean, I don't think it's it's not as good as the Genesis, but I don't think it's bad. And then a couple other, uh, you got Sonic Drift 2 for Game Gear. Um, and then uh, Second Sight for the GameCube. I'm not familiar with that one at all. Looks awesome. It looks like the cover of Max Payne 3. Yeah, I don't know that one. And Samurai Warriors for the PlayStation 2. I'm not usually into those kind of games a whole lot, but it's kind of cool. Summoner? I don't know that one either. I remember the title, but I've never played I it. I played the second one. It's kind of boring. <laughs> we should no. Well, we probably shouldn't say that because uh, he mentions that he picked it up <laughs> for, for someone because someone it was on there. Keep an uh, eye out it's for great. him. So, oh my God, it's so good. The you second get to one summon. is bad. You get to summon all sorts of things because <laughs> you're the summoner. And uh, he picked up, uh, along with a lot of other people, find, got their final issue of Nintendo Power, right? Yeah, there was lots of those floating around, more than 3DS cases, thankfully. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Waiting patiently. Haven't got it yet. Um, and then he got a little GameCube lot. This, so... was, this is my favorite pickup of his all month. Yeah, so what all he get in that? Uh, cheap. One of my favorite, one of my probably top three, um, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on the GameCube. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Resident Evil 4 being your favorite. Right? Come on, man. I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say least favorite. Did you miss that? <laughs> um, yeah, Fire Emblem, amazing. So happy you picked that up for five bucks. And then Resident and Evil then, 4, picked up that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wind Waker, uh, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness, and Crystal Chronicles, still sealed. Nice. I remember probably want to keep it that way. Way too much money, so we could play Crystal Chronicles with all the GBAs and the cords, and we spent a lot of money. Played it for one afternoon. That was it. <laughs> I would like to see somebody do that, but use instead of GBAs, Game Cubes with Game Cube Game Boy players and like five TVs, uh, like all stuff. Yeah, up. they had a, a thing on Racket Boy a long time ago about uh, someone doing that with four swords. It looked awesome. That is pretty cool. And um, he got uh, Final Fantasy Tactics for the PlayStation 1. So that's a good yeah, one. It's, 
the the more we read what Zag picked up this month, the more depressed it makes me. <laughs> what is about, that? About my current, uh, uh, my recent, uh, uh, you know, hunts or searches. He gets, I don't know, he must live where, on like the island of misfit video games. (laughs) Where they all, like everyone just throws them out and the video games just land in his backyard. Not only is he getting like With a $2 price uh, sticker on them? Yeah, everything, everything is like two bucks. (laughs) He must live near the best Goodwill. And and, uh, how many Wii U games has he found? Like 37? (laughs) Seems like it, yeah. Seems like it. What a guy. Um, now he also got Turok for the N64. I'm sorry. I love that game. I love how, uh, I, well, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I don't love the game. I love when I first played it and then like you shoot like a dude and then blood shoots out of his throat like 30 feet, like in this (laughs) big arc. I remember thinking that was cool. And then I didn't play it past the first level. I remember like, was it like Turok two or three or something like that? But they started getting like the really crazy special weapons. And they had like this one that, like thing burrowed called... into someone's head, didn't it? Yeah, the cerebral bore. Yeah, where it would like you shot this thing and it would like just just drill into their head. Yeah, I never played I, it. Yeah, one of my friends growing up was huge into Turok. Loved them. It was really. Fun. I didn't know there were any closet Turok fans. Oh, he wasn't closet. That was literally like <laughs> the only games he owned for his system were Turok One, Two, Three, and Zelda. So he did, like, cosplay for Turok? What did he do for a living? Was he actually a dinosaur hunter, and that's why he loved going home and playing dinosaur hunter games? I think he was a trucker, actually. (laughs) Uh, He wasn't a Final Fantasy tactician? (laughs) And then um, he also got Twin Cobra for the Sega Genesis. That's a fun little shooter. Not too bad. And then what else did he get? Some more GBAs, of course. (laughs) Yep. This man, like, he could build, like, a castle out of Game Boy Advance. I'm telling you. And then all, all the, like, furniture inside would be made out of Pokemon cards, too. <laughs> <laughs> and and random Sonic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we got um, uh, a GTA Vice City codebook? Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Ultimate Codes. I don't think it's a book. I think it's, like, one of those those uh, code, like, disc with memory card combo. Oh. Like, you would put it in and, like, like a tell cheat it. thing. Yeah, like a cheat thing, but just for that game, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing those in stores. I never used them, but I think that's how they work. Oh, cool. And he got The Thing for PS2. I didn't know they made a, a game about Is it about the movie, The Thing? Yes. I heard it's yeah. actually not too bad. Really? Yeah, the, the movies are actually uh, uh, pretty cool. If uh, any of, uh, anyone out there hasn't seen them, and uh, the brand new one they just remade, it's kind of a weird prequel to the one that was made... You know, the, to the original, but they're both pretty interesting. Hmm. And of course, well, he came across another Wii U game. Yeah, of course, his twelve right? copy of yeah. Nintendo Land. <laughs> I, I feel bad because it took him so long to find this one. He's, he hasn't found a Target Salvage game since like a week before Christmas. It's almost three weeks. He went almost three Withdrawals, weeks without finding man. a twelve dollar yeah, Wii U game. Yeah, to make up so. for it, it was thirteen bucks though instead of twenty this time. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the Redneck Rampage trilogy. <laughs> That's a winner right there. Well, it, it's it's as far as he's concerned, greatest FPS series this side of Quake. <laughs> Nobody, nothing says excitement like shooting hillbillies. I'd play it. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Though. <laughs> and um, so it looks like he got something that was a little non-video game related, right? I I have to yeah Warhammer. I don't what the what Warhammer yeah, 40K? the Warhammer uh, novel. I I don't know what that is. Really. Uh, yeah, I think that's a Warhammer novel, yeah. the uh, uh, Ultramarines. Yeah, 
You yeah. said it's like an omnibus, like a collection of a couple of different uh, the Warhammer stories, I think, and it had like short stories yep. and stuff in it. Nope, don't know anything. Do you, you know the Duke? Are you familiar? Are, are you familiar with Warhammer 40k? Nope. You know those little figures that people like paint and then roll dice and they attack each other. Oh, you mean no? I don't. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Just go into like we a will, hobby we'll shop have, and yeah. yeah, you'll see some stinky guys playing. Well, it. Yeah. Any place you go, it's like where any one of those gaming shops where they have kind of like uh, like terrain set up, where it kind of looks like a like a big kind of like mini like battleground uh, setup. No, wait That's, a minute, uh, Krabby, did you say stinky guys? Oh yeah, every single one of them stinks like crap. Well, then why would I want to go play a game <laughs> with people that stink? I didn't say you'd want to play because, it. I said you you would oh, well, be quite well, aware of it. The, the training regiment to play involves becoming stinky so that you don't notice the stink <laughs> of others. You just. Is that like part of the initiation as they rub their stink on you? No, that's that's the initiation is you have to gain your own stink if you earn it. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about this. So, I thought they um, just couldn't shower well, until they'd painted their entire army. <laughs> I play games where you plug them in and sit on a couch. I don't have to leave my house. I, I'm going to link this episode to my coworker. He plays these games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, so it's okay. To yeah, he, so he's come over them. here and played them with me. He wants me to get into them. So. So we, we'll sorry, know uh, when Krabby doesn't show up for the next episode, he's he's probably like out out in the woods, dead somewhere. <laughs> we know who to blame. I'm being uh, made into terrain pieces, <laughs> bone trees, and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome! Now, next is the game you were talking, Krabby, a minute ago about Baldur's Gate. So he did get a Baldur's yeah, Gate, yeah, and he got a really awesome one. I, I love the Dark Alliance games. Uh, both of them are really good. Second one's cool. much better, but he got the first one, which is still an awesome game. And he also picked up a Quick Shot Python 2 for the NES. You're an accessory guy. Do you have one of those? I have two of them. Nice. So they were recently given to me. So I think it was Grey Ghost, if I remember correctly, gave them to me. So He's going crazy right now that we mentioned his name. (laughs) Crazy. He's checked out. He went, no, this is the Zagnorch hour and a half. I've checked out. Oh, that's right. We'll have to remember to mention his name again when the regular people come (laughs) back. That's right. And then um, Zag finally got in on this other craziness. What is the deal with Odyssey? I don't know. There's little trends over here at RF Gen. Like, first it was like 32X everyone was into, and then... uh, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's, That's not a trend. That's the future. No, but not everybody. It'll it'll be gone in a month. Come on. And then there was like, oh god, I hope so. That'd be great. Of course, it'll be it'll be done in a month because there's only like ten games to get. I mean, (laughs) then there was like the uh, the complete your N64 trend for a little while there. Yeah, Yeah, for like a week, two guys pick up your your 3DS case trend. (laughs) So I see. This is one that you actually start build. The the sell your web of fire trend (laughs) for fifty bucks. Yeah. There you go. Boy, that thing just kicked up fast. But Zag wanted to get in with cool kids and get him an Odyssey too. Yeah. So um, and so he picked up a system? Yeah, right? and he did get up with the cool kids because he picked up not just an Odyssey 2, but he got the, the Quest for the Rings complete in box with all the Quest little... Quest for the Rings. Most of the little doodads. I think he was missing one thing he said. Now, do you think that's a ripoff of something? No. Dragons, Couldn't Quest be. for the Rings. Sort no. of Shannara? <laughs> no sure if you say so um but yeah and, that's uh, a really awesome complete box um very cool item you know one thing i've not seen from all these odyssey two nuts or odyssey squared or how do you say that i don't o2 odyssey o2. two let's go with o2 um you know they had like a voice synthesizer for that thing 
Did they? That plugged in the front. I've not seen anybody put pictures of that one up. So all you Odyssey 2 nuts, go search. It's just called The Voice. So go find that and post some pictures. So uh, the, they should be getting royalties off that television show? The Voice. The Voice. I was going to say, no one's, yeah, no one's Googling The Voice and not coming up with uh, <laughs> Odyssey with 2 accessories. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Magnavox should turn around and sue, you know, NBC or whatever. Yeah. So, wow. I, it's, it's done. Um, that's it? Yay, that's Zag. So one more thing I wanted to mention was his uh, his holiday giveaway that he did again this year for the second year. He did. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, he's very generous. He, you know, he, obviously, this is just over the last month he's picked up all this stuff. And uh, over the year, he, he accumulates some things that he just gives away for free. He even covers the shipping costs to members who just say, you know, I want that. Whoever says it first gets it. And it's got to spend him, put him back a couple hundred bucks worth of shipping. And he, he does it anyway. Now, Krabby, you got something from him, right? Yeah, something quite special. Mine was a little late because he was putting together uh, my own little game. I, uh, yeah, what, yeah, what did you get? Um, this is hilarious. I'm sorry, I love this one. <laughs> a little while ago, uh, over Canadian Thanksgiving, not the weird one you guys have, I had to go in and get my appendix torn from my body. And so uh, he sent me this little game that's got a, 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 a nice glossy Hagar printout, <laughs> and he's like scarred him with this little appendix <laughs> scar on the side and then he's made me these little handmade appendixes to like pin the appendix back on Hagar. <laughs> that would be appendices, right? That's the plural of appendix. That, why would, why <laughs> would you I, want a plural? I love <laughs> I love the uh the the official rule book that he gave yep. you. <laughs> so they give Krabby new appendix party game, so he gives all the instructions and then I love that at the bottom of the page in a smaller font he's got all the copyrights for <laughs> involved on that poster. <laughs> oh, so great. That is oh my gosh. I don't know how you come up with this stuff, so, but yeah. thank you for, really for spending the time and making such a personalized gift. It was delightful and I wish I would have taken a picture of my wife's face while I was opening it and getting her to read it as well. <laughs> That's funny. I wish I wish I could have seen the customs guy who opened it up <laughs> before it got to you. What the hell are these kids playing these days? And um, he sent me a little goodie. He sent me an Optimus Prime mask. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. had so much fun laughing at that one picture that he had. So he he sent me like a little one. It's like a little kid's mask. He doesn't fit quite right, but he's he basically put a note in that says, "Here's your starter mask." You know, once you've got this master, then you can move up to the big boy mask. Now you have to get like some little dinky uh, Nerf guns to go with it too. There you go. Like a a straw with Optimus Prime. Every 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 time I see Nerf guns out and about, I'm like, oh, I should grab this for him. Then I'm like, oh, he's got to have this. Like it's like this. Yeah. So if I ever find like a a weird Connecticut variant (laughs) Nerf gun, I'll grab it for him. Yeah. Not the weird part is that in this giant list of stuff we just read, there was not one Nerf item. That's got to be the first month of ever. I'm kind of surprised that he, that he stuck to all gaming stuff, too. I, I was expecting yeah. some some little more bizarre items from, from Zag Norch in there. Yeah, especially knowing that it was going to get talked about. Maybe he was trying to be nice to everybody, right? Well, he wasn't because there was way too much stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a few more to go. Yeah, these a uh, couple of them a little less, though. So, Mr. Souza. Salsa. Salsa. <laughs> he um he donated, so um, he didn't get very much. 
this month, though. So he got two things. What a, one of them is very disturbing to me. He got more than two things. He got quite a few oh, there. Like, oh, okay. He got, well, he got, a few. He got oh, two okay. things in one day, and then the next oh, day. He got okay. two things. Yeah. The first day he got stuff, he got two yeah, things. Yeah, okay. I was just, I was still horrified by the first one on the list. So. Oh, I love that thing. I would, I would sit it. Yeah. Have you guys ever played uh, Cooking Mama? Yes, I love it. I thought for a minute so you were going to say Cocaine Mama. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't played that either. <laughs> so, uh, so Cooking Mama uh, is a, a, a Wii game that's actually, like, I don't play it, but I've watched my wife play it. She loves it. Uh, or sorry, no, Wii game. it's a, a DS game. It's a Wii game, too. Um. Oh, is yeah. it really? So yeah, she she plays it on DS. So um, from the same uh, universe, uh, Salza picked up uh, a babysitting mama uh, doll with the Wii game included. Yeah, I was yeah. so close to buying that like two days before he posted that, and then I kind of forgot <laughs> about it. And then he posted, it. I'm like, oh, I should have went and bought it. No, no, I'm the guy <laughs> the without disturbing, it. The disturbing part though is you have to put like the Wii inside in the, the baby, baby yeah. right? Yep, because when you have to like you're you're when you're playing, you're, it's with the baby, and the and the motion sensor kind of picks up on it. So if you have to like you know kind of shake like, uh, shake like the bounce baby, the baby yeah. on your knee, or like or shake the baby, <laughs> or uh, burp the baby. So the very first thing you have to do with this game is violate a child, and then <laughs> the yeah. first Wiimote. interactive baby and Wii game together. At and last. then you do the thing that all the posters at the hospital tell you not to do, and <laughs> shake the baby repeatedly. Yep, yep, never shake a baby. That's a great way to start off. And he also got a cheap U-Draw tablet. It, it, at least if you drop your baby, your Wii Remote's pretty safe in there. That's right. <laughs> that baby. <Yeah. laughs> Who cares about the baby, but your Wii Remote's fine. So we got the U-Draw. He got Rocksmith for 360. That's a cool one. To learn how to play guitar. I'm really curious to Rocksmith try that one is, out. It's, it's awesome. I played it about uh, six months before it came out at a Ubisoft event, and I was a little skeptical going in, and I loved it. I can't tell you how cool it is, and it works exactly the way that you would hope it does, and uh, uh, it's so cool. If if you're at all into guitar, not even learning, even if you play guitar, it's still awesome. Uh, there's all these cool little mini games in there, like like a Space Invaders Galaga you type heard there's thing. There's like a Tetris where, one to help you with like your chord changes yeah. too. Yeah, and like uh, uh, and like your your finger uh, your fingering scales. So if you need to go like you know quickly from five seven nine eleven seven nine, you know, it so it helps you with the. Uh, so there's like enemies coming at you and they all have numbers on, <laughs> and you have to hit the correct like, uh, uh, string. Typing so, tutor, that's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Before you know it, you're playing the scale and you're like, oh, I just thought I was fighting aliens. So it's like Mr. Miyagi fooled you into learning guitar. <laughs> so it's like Guitar of the Dead. It's really good. It really is. I've heard War in the North is good, but I haven't played it. Yeah, that was a really uh, bad segue there. <laughs> well, no, they're in the same post. Yeah, I should have. I should have. I should have separated the, the enthusiasm. Rocksmith is awesome, <laughs> and more than this sucks. Okay, next. Rock Rocksmith. Oh my god, it's so great. More than the North might be alright. <laughs> next. He did get a couple Lego games for the PC. I, mean, I was talking to Krabby about these earlier. I I don't really care for these. You guys like the Lego games? They're fun, but when you played, played one, you played them all. Yeah, exactly. Like the Star Wars ones were decent. I played Lego Indiana Jones uh, to you know to the ma- like max out all the achievements and everything, and it's cool and everything. But but yeah, it's same thing. Like they're cool, but like I'm not gonna go out of my way to uh, to play them. And they're they're more fun with another person. They're kind of boring by yourself. Totally. Yeah. If you had a couple like a like a, a they're probably excellent for kids. Oh yeah, my my brother or not my brother, my uh, son. I get those two confused all the time. 
Uh, his, his cousins uh, have literally like every single one of them and they have like three copies of them because they have them on different systems they just eat <laughs> these things up like crazy they love them yeah he got Batman and Harry Potter so kind of interesting yeah he got an old PC game right that Bill's Woo! excited about I guess yep. I love the seventh guest it's so cool and Shadow even commented uh, uh, that he had played it as well uh Back when it first came out, there was a glitch in it that made it so you couldn't complete the game, and he didn't know about that, so he just spent like an entire summer like, trying <laughs> oh, to beat the no. game. But yeah, seventh guest, uh, a big box of PC game. That's um, one of the it, like uh, one of the PC games I can like count on my my fingers that I actually played when it was current too. Yeah, r- really really cool game. Eleventh uh, Hour was the one that came out after that, and the company actually. Just a few years ago, Trilobite Games that made those uh, old those uh, two games, they actually kind of like reestablished with one of the original owners, and they're making all their old games on the uh, iPhone now. Hmm. So you can get Seventh Guest on the iPhone. They're, they say they're working on Eleventh Hour, but it's been a while since any news came out. Um, so so pause. Now he also got Quantum <laughs> Redshift on the Xbox, which I actually remember looking forward to this game because I was a big like Extreme G. Uh, a fan at the time. You were surprised was there really was into... Turok fans, and you were a big Extreme G fan. <laughs> oh yeah, Extreme G two when you could break the sound barrier when you like exploded into it and then exploded back out of it when you came out was so cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, well, there's Wipeout fans out there. You can't make fun of us. They're out. I'm there. not making fun of the Wipeout fans. Yeah. I'm making fun of the Extreme G fans. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with Extreme G two and Extreme I'd, G three on the PS2. I didn't mind the Extreme G games. It's just I didn't know there was like a cult fan base of them. Oh, is that, hey, you said cult. I didn't say cult. I was just, I just said, I remember looking forward to Quantum Redshift because I liked <laughs> high-speed futuristic racers. And then for, and then I was a huge Shark Tale fan, so I couldn't wait for the Shark Tale game to come out. And Salza picked that up too, as well as a Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid two, get it right. Dose. Keeping the old Dose. under the sea theme there, hey. That's right, yeah, where she magically from, grows a fishtail again for some reason. Now, and that's where THQ probably started going wrong with their bankruptcy deal, because that was a THQ <laughs> maybe, game. Maybe that's the uh, the prequel, Duke, where they explain everything you wanted to know that was unanswered in the movie. No, which was nothing. <laughs> so can someone tell me what a Zap-It is? Because I'm, I'm unfamiliar. Uh, it's a game um, wave. Game um, wave system. Yeah, it looks like a, just like trivia games on disc there. It looks okay, like so you a, bought this little. It looks like a you know fairly inexpensive plastic you know little cheapy system, but it just played Game Wave discs and that's it. I, I don't so. know to be honest. It's got like some little remotes, I, and the games can like like crazy looks like these little like trivia games or something. Yeah, it, it almost just looks like a DVD player with four remotes. Kind of like maybe like the Nuon, right? That played DVDs yeah, like, and games. I really wonder if you had a DVD player and like three <laughs> remotes, if you could play <laughs> those games on it. Maybe you need the game wave so you have the special remotes. Well, the remotes just look like they have a number pad on them. Yep. Look, I'm trying here. I'm trying, Bill. Cut me some <laughs> slack. Well, we'll have to check out Sal's uh, YouTube page when he posts a uh, a multiplayer session with that thing. There you go. Somebody go do their homework and find out what a game wave <laughs> is. Um, And then he picked up, uh, oh, man. All right. The next is another PC game. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I've got that on the Wii. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan. No. Yeah. Stuart Little too. On the PS One. Nah. No. Not really doing it for me. Game Day '99. Bill only loves yeah. the original. Yes. Stuart Little. That's, 
This was like that was when they're like nine, eight, nine studios, yeah. right? Yeah. You, well, you you guys know who wrote the original Stuart Little? I do like not. the movie. I feel like it's, I should. It's one of those weird pieces of trivia. It's M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> nope, didn't know that. That is, I'm not joking. <laughs> Dude, what really? Yeah, he wrote the the uh, screenplay or the uh, for Stuart Little one. So you get at the end of Stuart Little and he realizes he's dead. Wow! 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 <laughs> Shocker. Um, but yeah, it's so yeah. Uh, Stuart Little two. Uh, yeah, I I remember nine eight nine studios. That uh, I think it, it nine, was like a breakaway eight, from Sony. Nine. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Sony made thing, yeah. and they just like made a the nine eight nine studios from Sony? Yeah, it was our in house. Yeah, I love Bad Hair Day. It's pretty decent. Bad Hair Day is a great album. I like Weird Al. Yeah, that's next. That's next again. Great segue, <laughs> uh, Bill. It's like hey, hey I'm just going day, down nine eight nine studios. I love Bad Hair Day. <laughs> nine eight nine studios, Bad Hair Day. <laughs> uh, well, I can say that. I know nothing about the next one. Masters Clive of Clive Barker? What? You, you never heard of Clive Barker? I don't know. I don't read fiction. Hellraiser? Oh, really? I, I don't read fiction, really. Wow, Clive Barker. It's. I, I mean, wow, there's a few, I but know. I don't read a lot of fiction. Well, you watch movies, well, yeah, Clive, though, right? Well, Clive... um, I don't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> well, Clive Barker oh, is like... Bob Barker's brother. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Come on down <laughs> to the horror. That's not how he sounds, but, <laughs> <laughs> but nice. No, that's how Bob Barker's brother sounds, Clive Barker. Oh, gotcha. He's not good at it, or he would be on The Price is Right. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> he got a guide for Resident Evil 6. I hear Resident Evil 6 is lousy, so. Yeah, that's a shame. Like, it looked maybe. like it might have some potential, and I haven't heard a single good thing about it since it came out. <laughs> I hear bad news. Uh, maybe it's like real life survival horror. You have to survive the weren't game. There, weren't there a couple sites that refused to give it a rating because they didn't feel like it was like it deserved a rating? Is that like one of those like if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything <laughs> at all? Yeah, I can't remember if that was it or not. But I recently I saw like the like the review had no score at the bottom. It was like we've decided not to give it a score because it doesn't even deserve no, it. You know what that means? We've decided not to give them a score because Capcom um, advertises here and help, helps pay the bills. <laughs> if uh, if we dug their Metacritic, they? yeah, they'll they'll pull some advertisement. Yup. Yep. Do you guys think the International Winter Sports 2002 has a hockey game in it? <sighs> Why is it always going to go back? No. Why is it always going to go back? Just asking the question. Definitely Why is it always going to go back? <laughs> they, they, no so one would release on a game list. with that kind of crap on it. <laughs> Nobody wants it. We'll wait till we get to my scores. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, he did get a good game in there. God of War two. I thought you were going to say MC Grooves because uh, I'd rather play that over God of War. What? I don't like God of War. Man. Boring. MC Grooves. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll do the dance craze. <laughs> I, okay. And then Star Wars Force Unleashed. That was okay. It was all right. It was all right. He had a couple of Madden games in there. Um, they were free, so I can't be mad at him. Madden 2003. Yeah, but that's 2003. that's about what they're worth. <laughs> yep. I don't know. You guys skipped over a <laughs> Fatal Fury game. there. That's a fun one. Fatal Fury? Yeah. yeah Battle Archives. Not the best fighter, but it's decent. Right. And then a whole bunch of paper. Game Informer. <laughs> Which is like yep, just... A, hand, a handful of strategy guides and then a whole bunch of Game Informer. Now he did get Demon Sword. That's quality, right there. 
Oh, for the NES cards? Yeah, and the short order explode uh, combo. Uh, Pipe Dream, Snake Rattle and Roll. It's mm-hmm. a good, uh, good mix of games there. Good stuff. And then one of those magazines you picked up had some signatures on it, right? Yeah, and I guess Hungry Moose did some Googling and found out that it's most likely some of the uh, the staff from Game Informer. Oh, okay. So does that increase or decrease its value? I don't know. It's kind of a cool um, oddity. But... Yeah, yeah. I feel like staff is just kind of like a cool thing to have. Like if you're like a fan of their of the magazine or fan of the writing. But, you know, I would imagine that it's you're not going to, you know, skyrocket the value of that thing. No, and it was a Star Trek cover. I was kind of hoping it was going to be like Star Trek signatures on there yeah. or something. Yeah, that yeah, that would definitely. Uh, I mean, just with that crowd, that would definitely make it a uh, a collector item. Yeah, and then he picked up a couple more PC games, right? So, have you ever heard of these, Bill? Uh, Dead Man's Hand. I have not. I've seen it at uh, my Jack- Walmart for like five bucks a lot of times. Rock and roll. Yeah, and then uh, Jack the Ripper slash Real Crimes <laughs> two pack. Tupac, so man, think, that's like Tupac. So Tupac represent. Yeah, so so uh, so these are uh, obviously these are newer. It's a, they're small box and like ones like a jewel case size game. So yeah, I'm not familiar with them, but uh, uh, yeah, picked them up for a thrift store for four bucks. Cool. And thank you, Salza or Souza or Salza, <laughs> for your donation. And um, there's some interesting things you got there. Very nice, especially Rocksmith. Go jam that out and play as much Rush as you want. Razor Knuckles. Yes, he is a man. He's my favorite man this month. You know why? Why is that? Because he donated 20 bucks and only had one post worth of stuff for us to talk about. Rock and roll. One post with four items. So let's spend like a half an hour just on his four items, right? Yeah, let's drag it out because he, yeah, he, I'm not even joking. (laughs) He's my favorite, my favorite member this month. More more than you guys. I'm going to dissect dissect each thing so he got a blue dreamcast pad so tell me about the blue one with with a red a button (laughs) a blue b button one of them's green yellow x button and a green y button also there's a cord that the controller will plug into the system with it's wrapped it looks like 15 times with ancient technology has the has a five-inch rubber band. All right. Any it any of the people that were still listening up to this point have already checked out. So <laughs> yeah, they're done. But it's kind of translucent, right? Can like blue translucent plastic? Yeah, and you, you got the the VMU re- to, yeah. to match it. Yeah, pretty. Cool. I really hope he was going. He was literally going for a Sonic uh, uh, motif there. Yeah, maybe. And then he got a third-party Rumble pack. Is it like what, like the Tremor pack, or what is it? Uh, performance. Yeah, it was uh, one of the uh, the third-party Rumblers. Cool. That's cool. And I, then, I never actually. Uh, had any rumble on the dreamcast before oh, i had it on i was i was nuts on on 9999 i bought four i had four controllers four rumbles uh two vmus like 10 games it's my favorite system launch wow that must have set you That's back pretty a lot big, of time. Yeah. yeah well the system was only 200 bucks and the games were like 40 bucks a piece and you know how sometimes we talk about like uh you know you can tell some collectors at, at some of the posts they have that like they probably don't have to pay rent at this point yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the time of my life that i didn't have any bills except for you know my spending money sure. and a little bit of savings for college that was coming up so that was like my one big like it probably was like between like you know i don't know six and eight hundred bucks like something like that at the time which you know when you know when you're not paying rent it's really not awful but yeah the dreamcast launch was my favorite uh, system so you didn't launch. try and, and recreate uh, that when the ps3 launched and just got a system with nothing else <laughs> nope <laughs> did not do that yeah I, I got mine at launch too but i didn't go nearly that crazy so 
Yeah, a lot of great games. Uh, NFL 2K, Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, Golds, uh, Ready to Rumble, uh, Soul Calibur. Uh, so much great stuff that day, on day one. Sonic Adventure. And unfortunately, Razor Knuckles, the game he had is not very good. It's Sonic, though. You don't, you don't like, like Sonic, Sonic Adventure 2? Sonic Adventure 2 is not very good. I don't wow. like any Sonic Adventure. The first one's not bad, that. but the second one's not very good. What don't you like about it? And don't tell me that it's not realistic. <laughs> no, I just, I just can't. I didn't, I didn't buy the plot. The plot yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't think Sonic Adventure One was incredibly strong, but as a launch game, it was pretty good. By the time Sonic Adventure Two ran around, it was kind of like okay, really. You know what I find the biggest problem with those games is going back. I went back and I played Sonic Adventure One like a month ago, and uh, not having twin sticks for the camera is like a foreign concept to me now because like having twin sticks on the current gen systems you just assume that right stick is going to be if you're right-handed is going to be to adjust the camera not having a camera adjust on that dreamcast controller on a 3d game it makes such a big difference yeah but um thank you razor knuckles for donating very much and um taking it easy on us yeah no doubt because the next guy's not taking it easy on us at all Nope, he's our least favorite awesome donor of the month. <laughs> hey, now. Um, he's going to make us sing for our supper, though, I think is the idea. I, I love the first item that we get to talk about. Techie 413. So what did he do first? All right, so so yeah, so Techie uh, 413, our good buddy from uh, the uh, Northwest over there, uh, started off his uh, scores with this new and uh, revised and expanded Skyrim guide, which he will need for Dawn Guard and... Uh, uh, Hearthfire. Um, also grabbed uh, Saints Row, Duke Nukem Forever, and Brutal Legend uh, for the Xbox. Uh, Brutal Legend's I awesome. I love it. Yeah. You guys play it? I'm a big no, fan I, of it. Uh, I didn't really get Jack Black in that one, right? But yeah, yes. but more importantly, yeah, it's, it's got Lemmy in it and uh, Rob Halford. <laughs> Ozzy's in there. Lita Ford. Now, can you understand anything that Ozzy's saying in that one? He, he's not a main character. You don't need to. He's like the the shop owner. Every, the other three, the other three have main roles in the story. To just shoot, come and buy something. <laughs> I think they actually do have him say Sharon at some point. <laughs> if I remember. That's funny. But to me, it's actually really cool. There's a uh, there's at one point the game kind of takes this weird RTS turn that some people weren't crazy about. But you can probably find this game for like two or three dollars, and it's really yeah. Cool. I I didn't hear about it when it came out, and then after the fact, I heard about it, and it literally sounds like my dream game. So I had I went yeah. out and bought a copy on 360. Cause that's all I had at the time. Played it, beat it, loved it. Then I got a PS3, I, pl- I bought it on there, played it, beat it, loved it again. Nice. Hmm. Nice, yeah. So Brutal Legend, if you haven't played it, a couple of bucks. It's uh, it's definitely worth uh, worth a playthrough. Um, also, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, so COD Blops. COD Blops. And he also grabbed the strategy guide for all the in-depth strategy to, <laughs> you can, to make it you through. You can pwn some noobs. <laughs> yup. Actually, uh, that's actually Chapter 12. <laughs> I literally, literally heard a 10-year-old say that in the last week while playing that game on Xbox Live. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to pwn me some noobs. <laughs> Ponin. Oh, man. So uh, also Fable 2, which there's like 80% less poning <laughs> in Fable 2 than, uh, than Cod Blops. Uh, Contra 3, which is all poning, but it's aliens instead of noobs. And um, one of one of his little uh, little hidden uh, treasures in his uh, uh, first pickup there, no pun intended, Midway Arcade Treasures Three for the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of just real like a lot of really good little Midway games in there. San Francisco Rush, Hydro Thunder, 
Um, uh, definitely a really cool uh, little uh, little gem for the original Xbox. And to keep the Xbox theme going, um, he also grabbed you know Halo and Halo Two. Every, everyone's got to have those in their Xbox, right? Even if you don't play them. Oh, just, I <laughs> yeah, hear the monks yeah, I mean, every they're, time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're. I mean, I think when you buy an Xbox and you don't buy them, they just show up in the mail. I don't yeah. have Halo. Really? I don't have Halo. I did. Or Halo Two. Have you ever? Uh, I didn't have Halo it 3. for years, and then I, I got it in a lot, and I still have it sitting around here. I think. Yeah, I didn't like Halo Two. I like Halo One and Three. Everybody always said Two was the good one. No, I didn't like to the. Well, I don't play for multiplayer. The multiplayer in two is much more robust. But uh, I play for the campaign, and I didn't think the campaign in two was good at all. I tried playing a little bit. Not my thing. Yeah, the only Halo I've got yeah, interest in everybody. is Halo Wars. I want to try. Yes, that, that was actually really cool. I've got Reach just because it was free. Yeah, I've, I've got Reach ODST because it was like a buck. I think I do have ODST also. I think somebody must have gave it to me. Anyway, on with the show. Anyway, yeah, back to uh, regular yeah, you Xbox. Yeah, you guys didn't donate 20 bucks. Yeah, I know. Well, I can't <laughs> talk about my stuff. <laughs> Grabbed uh, WWF Raw 1 and 2. It's Raw. It's Raw. I thought it was WWE. Is it E? Did I write the wrong initial down in my notes here? I think it used to be. Now it, 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 yeah, it depends I'm, on I'm what year school. those games came out in. I only talk about the WWF. E doesn't exist. Oh, so we picked up the so got, uh, wildlife. Uh, yeah, World Wildlife yeah, the, Federal the, Fund. Uh, the pandas Raw. on it there. <laughs> um, Ninja Gaiden Black. Uh, oh yeah. Star Wars Jedi Outcast, which I've, I've heard is kind of neat. That's one, a good yeah. game. Um, grabbed by Ghoulies. Mm. You guys play that? Mm-mm. Not yet. I like that game a lot. That was the rare game on the original Xbox. Right? Yeah. That, that yep. Didn't it was do one well. of the first. Yeah, it was one of the first Rare games that came out uh, when they after Microsoft acquired Rare, which seemed like such an awesome move at the time, wah, and wah. they just didn't make any more good <laughs> games. Um, but I thought Grab by the Ghoulies was fun. I've heard it's pretty decent. And uh, tanks, we mentioned right. the thing earlier, someone else grabbed it on PS2, but uh, Techie grabbed it on Xbox here. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It's Ultimate. Very, very fun game, especially if you can find it. Yeah, few I was going to say it's with fun you. with some buddies. I found it really monotonous by myself, though. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's imagine like like a superhero dungeon crawler, but it's yeah. It's if you can find a couple of people, it's actually really yeah. fun. So let me ask: Does the Marvel Ultimate Alliance go and fight the MK Deadly Alliance? No, that would be a crossover that uh, Israel would pay for in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> only DC does that, not Marvel. Oh my fault. Um, Silent Hill Two we grabbed. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two Battle Nexus. Nexus. Ooh. Do you have that one, Crab? No. I do not. Does it have the theme song? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. They, no. they keep messing around with that. I watched the new cartoon and it's like a rap song now. It's weird. Uh, but but, the, but yeah. they've still got parts from the original in it to make it like semi-recognizable. So it sounds like Heroes oh, wow. in the Half That's Show. weird. Yeah, they do that part. But then everything after that is like rap and then they do that part again. And it's. How do you feel about the, the, Mario, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show theme rap? Oh, man. Awesome. Do the Mario. Yeah. Yep. Swing your arm from side to side. <laughs> Come on, it's time to go do the Mario. Oh, I forgot about That's that. Great. That's great. Lou Albano like can't even be bothered to move. Yeah. He's just got like twists and spin in place. Oh man. This little plunger. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm gonna have Lou Albano dancing in my head all night. Lucky. Do the Mario. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's, just, it's, it's not even a dance. Swing your yeah. Arm. It's just so him it's like, like standing in front of a green screen while they flash <laughs> Mario images behind him. <laughs> so good. It's 
It's so good. All right. Where were we? Um, Turtles? Um, you got Doom yep. 3. Doom 3. Um, now, Blackstone, have you guys played that one? Mm-mm. I've, I've not. I haven't either, but the, the cover art looks really cool and really not Xboxy to me. It looks more like a weird PlayStation role-playing game. I kind of want to look into that, see what it is. Sounds creepy. Yeah. And speaking of creepy, you got Evil Dead and mm. Curse of Isis. I've never heard of that one. Me neither. Curse of Isis. It, and it definitely looks like some kind of horror game. Interesting. So... He um he picked up some stuff for some other systems too though right so what did he get uh, after the Xbox stuff yeah something more around uh, Duke's era no yeah thanks uh, I don't think there was any pigs and rocks in his <laughs> small scores thread <laughs> are you guys still there I'm still laughing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the twenty so was the twenty six hundred uh, uh, the main system when you were growing up Duke. When I was little, yes, we had a twenty six hundred, and that was the main game we played. Yes, was Donkey Kong one of the games? Yes, you played? Donkey Kong was. Um, but it was like I had the original Donkey Kong release, not that re-release cart that he's got. Gotcha. <laughs> Mine garbage. was the official like Coleco. Oh, so so you're saying you're you so you like Donkey Kong before it went? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Completely old school. Yeah, Donkey Kong on the twenty six hundred is horrible. Really, but it's um, I played it to death. Don't get me wrong; it's all I had, but it was it's not good. But like Donkey Kong is purple, so so similar to Pac Man, like where the game is actually broken or it plays, but it's just not fun. No, now if you played it, you would go, okay, this is Donkey Kong. It's just the graphics are just not very good. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's got like two screens. I mean, you got like the regular one, then you have like the girder screen, and then they just repeat. Yeah. Oh, so 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 you beat the game? <laughs> you don't. I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you you solved it. Yeah. Now, what do you think you need two Game Boy Game Sharks for? You can stack them. Yup, that's the correct answer. Twice as many cheats. <laughs> yep. If, what happens if you do unlimited lives on two stacked Game Boys? Du- Does double, it like fry the system? I think the mode. universe uh, the universe implodes <laughs> if you try that. So don't. Now, what about the Atari 800? I've never had one. I've seen the carts, but I've never seen the actual uh, system uh, out in my hunting. That is a Atari computer where it's um, it's got like one of those membrane keyboards that you can use, and then it's got like a thing that flips up and you can put cartridges into it. Now, was Pac-Man any better on that system, or was it still pretty bad? Can't say. I didn't have an Atari 800. I had a Texas Instruments way back when, so uh, that was my first computer. Text instruments, which Techie got some cards for, which we'll talk about later. But um, it was weird days. You know, everybody thought PCs were the new thing, right? The crash happened. Everybody was going to get computers. Nobody was going to play consoles anymore. So, like, there was just all these different kinds of systems out there. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about more on another day. But I didn't have an Atari 800. And to jump back into the, the modern world again, um, he grabbed some more 360 stuff. Um, Blazing Angels. You like that one, Bill? You were like in the flying games. I, you know what, I was, and I, I don't remember ever getting into Blazing. Like, it's it's kind of a similar thing to what happened to me with with the uh, you know as far back as Dreamcast with Air Force Delta. I really tend to lean towards air combat, where, and it sounds really silly to say it this way, but where where the ships are not as fast moving as like you know like Harrier jets or like F-14s or something like that, because I feel like the ships are so fast that 
that when you're like coming towards each other, when you're trying to like chase somebody, I really like that kind of slow paced, uh, like Crimson Skies, like biplane uh, type combat. Uh, so Blazing Angels is kind of like, I think like World War II era. I think so. So, um, uh, but yeah, I never got into any of the World War II fighters. It's it's probably a good game. I know a lot of people who so like it. you played Snoopy versus Red Baron? I've heard that's a really good one. Yes, yeah. I have. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do you have? Star Wars Force Unleashed. Battlefield, yep. Bad Company. I've heard good things, and I still haven't My played it. My brother loves that game. Yeah, I've heard from, like, everyone who's played it tells me, like, it's a lot better than you would think that it is. And why do you think you would buy this next game? Just Cause 2? Just two? Cause 2? Just Cause. <laughs> uh-huh. Wah, wah. We, we totally <laughs> missed that one. Yeah, you set us up. And... <laughs> Sorry, foul ball. And no one got it. Yeah. That's all right. Nobody's <laughs> listening at this point. In the show anyway. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, at this point, it's just for the next uh, $30 donor. <laughs> it's more WWF, I'm going to call it again. Uh, SmackDown versus mm-hmm. Raw. 2008. 2008, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, rest, rest, rest in peace, Randy. Everybody, everybody misses you, Macho Man. <laughs> Whatever happened to Elizabeth? Remember Sweet Elizabeth? I think he was married to her. Yeah, I mean, like Macho Man and Sweet yeah. Elizabeth. No, I mean, like I think he was married to her oh, in real when life. He when he passed. Yeah, I think oh. I could I could be wrong, but uh, let's have our crack investigative team <laughs> figure that one out too. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, okay, now it just sounds like you're doing the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there is a difference. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard it. There's the difference. You're right. That's right. You're, there is a difference. And I'm not... I'm going to bust through a wall now. Now, now what, whatever happened with the Canaan Lynch movie? Did that ever happen? Oh, they were making a movie? I wasn't even aware. You didn't You didn't nope. hear about this? Mm-mm. Dude, and you know who's going to be Kane Lynch? It was going to be uh, Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, it's not oh. the worst casting ever. Right. I remember the... the cause, yeah, because one of them was like a tough guy and one's like the skinny, you know. Uh, but I remember news for this for a while... And then the last thing I heard was that it was that Jamie Foxx was going to be in it. Oh no! And then like, and then it disappeared. Then I never saw anything again. Oh. But uh, the Canon Lynch games, uh, I've never played them. You guys ever play them? No, no. But I, I think I would watch Bruce Willis and Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah, I would. Hey, there's a new Die Hard good. coming out. Yeah, I'm yeah. still like two Diehards behind. I need to start watching them again. I'm gonna take your man. You haven't card. seen you haven't seen three or four. No. They're both good. Oh man, what are you doing? Oh yeah, they're good. I think that was required. The man, like, fights on a jet. <laughs> doesn't matter. No, he doesn't. Come on. let Just stop Stop breaking the whole ru- movie for him. <laughs> okay. I won't ruin it. They're really good. We should totally watch them, like, over Skype. All right. So he gets then Dynasty Warriors 6, right? Have you played any of these Dynasty Warrior games? Yep. I watched a friend play one for a little while, and I feel like I understand the concept of the game and why it's appealing. Um, again, just not something that personally clicks with me, but I totally get why people like it. It's like it. a dungeon crawler, except for instead of uh, like you kill little bad guys and uh, grab your loot, it's just like endless hordes of bad guys. It's, it's fun if yep. you play like a lot of other games we mentioned with another person. Hey, Bill. Yep. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Home run on that one. See? Hey. That's what happens. We can do a segue. you paying attention to the setup. <laughs> Hit that one out of the park. And then there's Red Dead Redemption. I love this game. Love. Never played. Not a fan. Love. I heard it was Cowboy love. GTA, right? <laughs> nope. Love. 
And everyone, there's, I always hear the same complaints about it. Oh, it's too boring in Mexico. You stay in Mexico too long. I don't care. Love this game from front to back. I'll take your word for it. Love. So then they, they, he got Red Dead Redemption's cousin, right? Grand Theft Auto yes. 4. Yes, uh, grandfather, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Grand Theft uh, 4. I did not like You guys like any one. of the GTAs? I did not like that game at all. I liked I, liked I hated one GTA two. 4. Those are the only ones I like. Yep. I'm, I, I'm, 3 was uh, fun. God, this... That's a theme for this for this month. Like, there's a lot of games that I know are popular, but don't click with me. I, I Grand Theft Auto and me are are not a match. Like, I don't like any of the Grand Theft Auto games. Three and Vice City were kind of fun. Um, but, ooh, four. Ooh, yeah, four is. I don't want to have to like babysit my girlfriend in a game. That's not fun. <laughs> God, like, I, yeah, and I, I can't like. Ugh, I don't want to get into it, but I, I could not believe the first review I read for that was a ten. The thing I can't I, figure out is. How on earth by now they haven't figured out how to make checkpoints in missions? Yeah, Every time tough. you die, oh, all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> no thanks, I'm done. That's old school. So yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. I, I'd be curious to know if uh, uh, if Techie's a fan. I'd love to hear uh, comments on anybody who does like the game and what they like about it. Um, being kind of you know the the staple that it is in so many collections, but uh, also grabbed uh, Resident Evil Five. Mm, I like that one. Did you? I, did. I like that one. I heard it was. I heard it was very good co-op. Yeah, it is. That's the way to play it. Don't play it by yourself. Play co-op. Seems to be a theme here. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Des- uh, what about destroy all humans? You play no that? Blue. It's I played the the older ones, not the three sixty one. Uh, same thing. Like I played like the older in the series. I haven't played the three sixty one. Like reverse space invaders, to- right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about uh, two human? I have it, but never, I've never put it in. Yeah, Too Human, I remember playing a demo, and I don't know, it just didn't click with me. I heard everybody just dog on it so badly, I just <laughs> have never, I've never tried it. Do you ever get that where everyone like is so down on a game, you're like, whatever everyone, I'm trying this game. <laughs> I did that with one game recently, Two Worlds, yeah, everyone was right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, you, you will run into the every, everyone's right, but it's, I, I feel like, I feel like obligated to try a game before I pass judgment on it. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I like sometimes if a game, if I tell a game's really bad, I won't bother with it. But there's certain times that I'm like, uh, I feel like maybe everyone's just not seeing the magic that I can see. Yeah. Hey, Bill, why don't you go see if you can find the magic in Superman 64 for me? There is no magic. <laughs> the magic is the rings. Because <laughs> that's what Superman does, flies through rings. Yep. Now he also um, picked up uh, Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2, right? Love Assassin's Creed 2. Um, and then the Duke Nukem Balls of Steel guidebook. <laughs> that goes with Duke I Nukem didn't know, I, did, I didn't know there was a Balls of Steel edition to that guide. There was like a whole... I think that was the collector's edition was the Balls of Steel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, came like in a big box, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense if it's Balls of Steel, but... Yeah. Should have come on a big ball. There you go. Not easy to put on <laughs> or, shelves. Or two big balls. And now we can finally turn away from the 360 for a minute, right? Woo-hoo. Let's get back some cartridges. Yeah. So some GBA, right? Yeah, I guess so. We'll settle for so. GBA. You get some complete GBA games. You get some complete GBA games. Yeah, complete's right. always nice. They look great. Yeah, backyard baseball. Yeah. Never played it, but I'm sure it's baseball. I'm sure that it is baseball. <laughs> I'm sure that it's not a racing game. 
Some Tony Hawk's That's all I got uh, to say about that. American Wasteland. I love yeah, the Tony sure. Hawk games, uh, but I'm not sure how well they translate to the Game Boy. I've never tried any of the portable versions. I I, I think they're isometric, so they play slightly similar to like the yeah, and uh, screens of them when you're in like a. So park. does it say? Yeah. Does it have that other being skate or die? Did I ever tell you guys that I work with the uh, the skater die yes, shop you owner? Did. Yes, you did. We never saw you the pic. Yet, like, we never saw the picture. Oh, I gotta ask him. The green mohawk. He, he shaved his mohawk off to apply for jobs, but he he's grown his hair back and dyed it again. It's just not a mohawk at the moment. But I'll bet you he'll let me take mm-hmm. a picture. And this is the same guy that I was same place at Warhammer and uh, and made stinky comments about. So every every time you see him, you just <laughs> skate or die. <laughs> Is he always trying to sell you, like, trucks and wheels? <laughs> no, he just does, hits me with those joust sticks in the face every time I try and say anything. <laughs> uh, he also got Super Mario 3 for the GBA, right? Always good. Midnight Club. That's a driving game, right? Yeah. You drive? Yeah, no, I think, no it's baseball. <laughs> oh, okay. Works for it's a man. It's a baseball game. And then uh, we got an, a, com- a complete and box GBA SP. Mm-hmm. And a whole stack of manuals, sir. Big bunch. All the GBA. And then, yeah. Um, and then I'm kind of curious, Krabby, how would you spell magnifier? Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> what idiot would write it like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got a, a GBA case and a, a magnifier. <laughs> right. Well, just just so we're not laughing at something no one else can see. Whoever wrote <laughs> Magnifier in the show notes spelled it M A G N I F Y R or Y E R. That's funny. Magnifier. Who would do that? Ah, that's funny. I'm gonna have a laugh. It was like two hours of yeah. writing out small scores. Give me a break. I made one spelling error. <laughs> so far. Wait till we get to Barker Bill's trick shotting. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of NES games. Oh, I did write that too. Man, I thought he was NES joking. Games. <laughs> nope, that's reality. Oh, boy. So, yeah, in any, so, world, so wait, is that, uh, did he get a stadium events? Next best he got, thing. He got the alternate cover version. <laughs> he had the stadium events variant. Yes. The world class track meet uh, co- uh, uh, title screen nice version. Nice score. Now, Carn, it's funny. Uh, a friend of mine, I was at, uh, I was showing him that NES uh, music uh, app that you showed me, oh, dude. Oh, great! Yeah. And uh, and I, I was showing it to him, and I said, I said, look how cool it says. Name an NES game. And of all the NES games anybody <laughs> can name, he says Karnov. <laughs> so I downloaded the Karnov uh, soundtrack, and we listened to it. And he's like, "Yep, that's Karnov." Now, after like Karnov. after Techie posted this too, there was like three people that were like, "Karnov rocks. Karnov's a hidden gem." And I'm like, "When did this happen?" <laughs> yeah. I like Carnal. I, I don't mind it, but when did it become like this thing that people, you know, like? There's a little following for it. There's probably like an yeah. angry video game nerd movie or something about it. <laughs> Rut row. And then he got Batman. People Would, do like Batman's Batman. Batman's awesome. Yeah. That's, That's a good, a good soundtrack, That's a good too. Game. You should have downloaded that one. Mm-hmm. Already had it. I was trying to show him, like, how to download oh, okay. a new game. Understandable, then. And he got Zelda 2. The magical Zelda. gold awesome soundtrack, and yeah, gold round seal. Yeah, Rampage. I like Rampage. Rampage is fun. fun. Very fun game. Mm-hmm. Little Nemo, the Dream Master. That's an awesome game. Love it. 
Love it. Um, Paperboy. I like Paperboy. Paperboy's fun. fun. Kind I of like classic Paperboy. game. Contra. Nothing much to really say there, right? <laughs> if you, so if you don't play Contra, yeah. you're not alive. Yeah. NES. That's how, that's, how they, that's how they figure out if you're like an illegal alien. Is that it? They put a cop... They put a copy and they have, they sit and watch you play it. And if like you die within the first five or ten seconds, they're like, "This person's never lived." <laughs> Just imagine them taking notes. Oh, didn't put in the Konami code. That's a strike <laughs> against. <laughs> yeah, the customs guy has the whole uh, uh, checklist of yeah. things you do. He didn't even go after the spread shot. No, <laughs> jail. Si habla contra, <laughs> señor. Si. <laughs> um, he also got NES Open Golf. What's your favorite NES golf game? Open golf. Is I think it, really? it might be, yeah. I've played it about half a dozen other ones, and they're really bad. They're all bad. Golf. This one's at least playable. I would just go with golf. I would just go with golf. I think I think golf is I cool. Like NES okay. Open. Okay. No love for Jack Nicholas. No, I tried to play that a couple of days ago. It's horrible. So <laughs> is Bandai Golf and Atlas Golf. I guess it's not called Atlas Golf. Golf Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Well, he also got Supercars. Man, if you're gonna if you're gonna name a game, that's just a good name, and it's Supercars. I don't have that one yeah, yet either. No, no mistaking what that is. How do you? You can't really like. How do you get better than that? Ultra Cars, man. Come I don't know on. if you can. Ultra, yeah, oh, exactly. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. Set me up. For <laughs> he also uh, he also got tennis, right? Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With nothing else With to say. With the manual. With the manual. He got Tecmo Baseball. Yes. With the manual. With the man, and he got with legendary wings. Yes, with the manual, with with the manual, but that manual might not be staying with him too long. Spoiler Uh-oh. alert! And then hoops, with the manual, and Jack Nicholas golf. Oh, boo, boo! With the manual, Wrath of the Black Manta. Ooh, Ninja with the manual, <laughs> King's Knight. No ah, manual. <laughs> Adventure Island. Good cart. No manual. Ooh, Millen's Secret Castle. My brother loves this game. I always called it Mylon, like, it. like a pylon. I always did too. Really? Yeah, it sounds like you're saying melon. Well, yeah, because like, you know, melon. Because like there's not because there's castle. not two L's. It's it's uh it's like vowel consonant vowels. So Mylon. Oh, you think it's Mylons? I think so. I always just said Millons. I I don't hold it against you. <laughs> I like Millon better than Mylon. Sounds like Melon. <laughs> it sounds like a moron. Well, I like Mylon. You can like Millon. Okay. He's the Millon man. It's Millen time. <laughs> Daydream and Davey is next, right? Yep. Yeah, and no Stinger. Manual. manual again. That right. St- yeah, Stinger's a good one. Uh, and especially, uh, it's it's one of the it's one of the NES games that's not terribly uh, hard to find the cart, but you don't seem to see the box very often. So the fact that all he needs is the box is kind of cool. Yeah. And he got Barker Bill's trick shotting. Right? <laughs> trick shotting. He did. <laughs> He's a shot putter. <laughs> and uh, and uh, skull and crossbones. Nothing to do with George W. Bush at all in that game. No, nope. I totally Zero. didn't get that reference. Am I missing something? Oh. Yeah. He was in the skull and bones. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he was in that uh, the movie. It's a with, fraternity uh, thing. Yeah, he was in that movie with Pacey from Dawson's Creek. There you go. And then TMNT, The Manhattan Project. That's got some sweet art on it. I love it. And I'm waiting for the... With, with the, the manual. manual. That's the only Ninja Turtles game that I don't have CIB. You've got Tournament on Fighters? The, uh, on the NES. CIB? 
Uh, no, I wasn't counting that. It's a Turtles game. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's it's a Street Fighter game. <laughs> you know, because Blanca's yeah. in it. The head biting. <laughs> yep. All right, then you got just some manuals, right? Just some manuals. Just some manuals. Uh, ice hockey, kung fu, uh, golf, which is the best <laughs> golf game. Uh, Top Gun, Star Soldier, Monopoly, and you got a whole bunch of dust leaves, which are always good to have spares. Always. Very good. Now, out of all the things he picked up, this is the one to me that kind of stood out. He picked up a PAL PS1. It looks exactly the same. Well, yeah. I mean, but um, how did how does he come across a how do you come across a PAL PS1? How do you know, know it's a PAL PS1 unless somebody tells you? I mean, I'm probably like the model number or something, right? That that's got to be what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's got to stay on the tech because looking because looking at it in this picture, there's nothing that distinguishes. Maybe he it tried to, to play yeah. it. Does it come up with a message saying you've you wrong region? It just wouldn't work on your TV unless you had a, oh, yeah, a I guess. TV that could decipher PAL. So, hmm, interesting. And then you got some Genesis games, right? Yep, Toe Jam and Earl. I never played this one, the uh, the uh, Panic on Funkotron. Mm, that was the sequel. I, don't, I haven't played that one either. Yeah, I played the first one, not that one. Super WrestleMania, all the 16-bit uh, wrestling games, that was kind of... I was never really into wrestling, but that was the time that I would watch wrestling from time to time. So I, I really do enjoy all the 16-bit era wrestling games. Now, how would you spell WrestleMania? <laughs> you spell it? That was Duke uh, this time, not me. <laughs> W-R-E-S-L-E mania. WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, that is so the French spelling. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> And then he's also got uh, Revolution X for the Genesis. I actually, uh, believe it or not, I've been thinking about this game lately. If you've seen my post on the threads, there's a guy locally selling an arcade cabinet that I'm probably not going to be able to get. Uh, but I decided to fire up Revolution X on the PlayStation today, and it is way worse <laughs> than I remember it. I really thought it was going to be great, and I called my wife in the room and everything, and she's looking at me like, are you kidding me? Are you like, are you ready <laughs> to so party bad. with Steve Tyler? Oh yeah. That's what I, all I wanted to do is get to the club so I could show her like Aerosmith performing. And then you go backstage and Steven's like, "It's all up to you now." <laughs> and uh, I got that far and it was like, "Oh, it was so anticlimactic." <laughs> so not so. worth it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I'm still gonna keep it though because it's awesomely bad. There you go. And a uh, uh, cosmic spacehead and whack a critter. Uh, 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 Codemasters. Well, cosmic uh, spacehead is a Codemaster cart, but uh, I I'm not familiar with these. Now, whack a critter had a special controller that you could get for the Genesis and it was basically it's a whack-a-mole game. Oh, and you cool. have like this giant whack-a-mole pad that you would hit and of course it corresponded with the game on screen. Really wacky. Get it? <laughs> get it? Wacky. <laughs> I bet you didn't mean that until it happened. <laughs> Completely accidental. And um and then he just got some other like manuals kind of thrown in there too, right? Battle for Naboo. Yeah, Battle That's for Naboo. One. Yeah, Excitebike 64, and then a bunch of NES manuals. So Yoshi's Cookie, Wizard Warriors 2, Iron Sword, which, crab, isn't it that is. one of your favorites? I'm seriously uh, not even joking, considering blowing it up into a poster for my game room. Nice. And then uh, POW, which I am seriously considering blowing up <laughs> and putting in my game room, only with my face, <laughs> and then the face of one lucky uh, other person on there. Put your wife on there uh, with you. To our next yeah. $50 Track donor. <laughs> yeah right uh track and field 2 manual also a cliffhanger for the super nintendo uh i have the sega cd version of cliffhanger but uh that's the only one i've seen the nes also 
Oh, the oh, I don't have mm. that one. That's a pretty tricky one to find, I think. Yeah. Is it with with, with the box? Yeah, and it's a, oh, it's yeah. kind of an uncommon cart, but the box and manual I think are even harder. No fun for Bill. Nope, I don't Oof. even have that cart yet. Yeah. Really? Nan and a boo. So... Oh yeah. Well, I, I, I got a, a few uh, you don't have there, Mister Nan and a boo boo. I will trade you cliffhanger for <laughs> stadium events. Done. <laughs> Deal. You heard it here. It's a, it's a verbal contract, people. Legal. Yep. Um, okay. Up next, we get into some PS2 games for Techie. He got Spider Man. Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Right? How does the? I was watching The Simpsons for the first time in a long time today, and Spider Pig. Oh yeah. Is in the opening that. credits, <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's new or how long that's been going on, but uh, made me chuckle. So how's the Ghost Rider theme go? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Does whatever a ghost writer does. Writes stuff. Sets a fire. Nicholas Cage. That's how Stars in a movie with Sam Elliott. <laughs> and then Jaws Unleashed. There's no theme song. Don't even ask. Oh, it totally oh, has a theme song. Come on. Whoa. Whoa. There you go. Like yeah, yeah, like the most iconic uh yeah. song ever that, i've actually heard that game's no pretty lyrics. cool i want to okay. i want to try it out you're supposed to like play as the shark <laughs> instead of a, yeah you gotta like mm-hmm. eat people and uh it, it looks really interesting that's kind of funny there's a there's a shop owner with a green mohawk that you can buy <laughs> like additional shark food from to to grow into a bigger shark eat or die <laughs> <laughs> Stock uh, family <laughs> up the eastern seaboard. Okay, we're getting a little slap happy here, people. It's late. Um, then we got Castlevania Lament of Innocence. And one of my favorite. No, it's a yeah, lament. lament. That is one of it my is. favorite it's Castlevanias. It's awesome. Mm, um, it's probably my second favorite. I've played it. It's okay. What do you think of the soundtrack? I really like the soundtrack in it too. Castlevania is known for really fantastic soundtracks overall. The yes, old era, yeah, but not so much in modern times. You know, I I, no, I, think, I think Symphony has some really good music. No, I mean like after that, I mean like PS2, Xbox 360. Even the even the N64 one wasn't that bad. It wasn't memorable though. No, but it was pretty good for N64. <laughs> now we get him started. Um, next, Dead to Rights. I have no idea anything about Dead to Rights. I have actually played through that once. I had some friends. Well, tell me about yeah. it. Is that the Namco game? I, I don't know who made it. Um, it's got like the bullet time, like the Max Payne kind of thing. Oh. Uh, I remember playing through it with friends though, and we would spent like three weekends in a row getting to the end of this game, and then we got we were literally we killed the last boss, and we're all sitting there watching it. And my stupid friend that had the controller pushed start and skipped the last cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know how the story resolved itself? No clue. I don't really remember you much about the story, though, anyway, to tell you the truth. Good guy kills bad guy. The end. Gets girl. Okay, I guess that wrap-up was that good. Sorry, yep. were you and talking to me? I, I jumped out of there for like two seconds. Oh, yes, I was talking to you. That's okay. Well, he says, yeah, he says, good guy wins, and then Silent Hill 4. Silent Hill 4 is the worst Silent Hill ever. Is that the room? That's the room. the room. That's the room. Yeah. That's the room, yeah. Wait, I tried. About I tried one. so hard. Last summer, or maybe two summers ago, I tried to play through all of the Silent Hills that I had, and I was having so much fun with them until I hit 4, and I tried really hard to play it, and I just couldn't stand it. 
Crabby, did you get really far? Uh, I was probably like seven or eight hours. So you tried so hard and got so far? But in the end? It didn't even matter? I'm missing something. I think you guys are making fun of me, but I don't get it. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's okay. I don't know if you have uh, our kind of music up there. No, there's this band. Just, just yodeling and uh, horn sounds up here. <laughs> so just the Ricola guy all the time. Is there a Ricola station? 24 hours. Uh, now getting back into some more random things. He got a Mario plush toy. So that's always kind of cool to see. A little Hogan's Alley there. And then, and then Ho- Hogan's Alley, yeah, really great. Harry Potter for the PlayStation, never played it. That was actually a really super popular was game. It? I remember like working retail when that came out, and I couldn't believe how many people yep. bought that thing. Pottermania, huh? Yep. And then Vindicators, the Tiger handheld. I'm going to venture a guess, not wonderful. I'm actually a little jealous. I, I used to have some Tiger handhelds when I was a kid. I'd love to pick one up again. Yeah, I really want the Double Dragon if I can find it. That's the one I have when I was a kid. Like three or four, like Sonic and Street Fighter, and I can't even remember. We had a couple more. We've got Sonic Two and like a Turtles one. I don't remember all of them. How how badly do you want your Turtles one? Maybe maybe we can work something out. (laughs) Don't don't want it at all. Yes. Put it put it right next to that uh, that uh, was it Thunderbirds cart. Thunderbirds cart. If I run across it, you can have it, man. Now you got a Super Nintendo pad, and then, okay, this one's for me, Shinobi for the Game Gear. Shinobi for Game Gear is great. Have you guys played it? If you say so. I've, I haven't played the Game Gear It version. is really, really good. Comparable you to like, the um, Genesis ones? No, it's not like that. You get... Um, so it's a new game. It's a different game. Yeah. You, you, okay. um, you start out, and you're one ninja, like you're like the red ninja. And you can pick, like, which stage you go to. So you're going to do them in different orders. And at the end of each level, you fight, like, a possessed, like, your possessed buddies. And then you free them, and then they will come and join you, and you can switch between them. Each ninja has special powers. So, like, one of them can walk on water. One of them can jump really high. I think one of them's like, um, can, like, swing from things. And so, like, later on, you have to use the right ninja to get past the correct parts with the special powers. So it's really, it's good. Mm. Yeah, it kind of sounds like trying. I was, I I was going to say Ninja Mega Man. <laughs> I would say, Krabby, this would definitely be a game up your alley. It sounds like fun. And I, I do like Shinobi. And they have so, some great yeah. music too. It's dirt cheap. You should play it. I don't have oh, a game yeah. gear. Shinobi 3 soundtrack is you don't one have of my a, I have a game gear. <laughs> my stack's going to be too big. That Those things alone are going to double my shipping costs. They're huge. Okay. <laughs> So another throwback now. See, like I said before, my first computer was a uh, Text Instruments. It was the TI-99 4A. You know, that's, that's important. <laughs> and um, so we got a couple carts for that. He got the Attack, Jawbreaker 2, and Hopper, all of which I've never played. Never had those as a kid. But um, Me neither, because I'm as old as I am. Yes, yeah. you're not all ancient like I am. TIs when, when I was a kid were uh, calculators, not computers. Yeah, yes, they made calculators back then too, but um, they, he also got a couple games for the Atari 5200, right? He's got one that I've never heard of. <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard of that one either. Uh, Missly Command. Um, if you can see the commas there, that means Duke wrote that one too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Super Breakout, Pac-Man, Missly <laughs> Command, and Defender. 
And then spe- we actually speaking about this earlier. The, he got a Best of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show DVD. Do the Mario. Oh, last two Nintendo powers. You got one a couple read, of one them. to keep sealed. Uh, ki- exactly. That's that's how that's how we do. Uh, the Kiss uh, uh, Hot Wheels. You guys play that? No, <laughs> it's, it's an actual Hot Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I've not played with that Hot Wheel. You haven't played Dude, with Hot just Wheels. Bought like one. six Hot Wheels. He's ready. I did. Not that one. I haven't played with the Kiss Hot Wheel. <laughs> now and then. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say we can move on to GameCube. Yeah, he picked up that uh, complete box system, the one that came bundled with uh, Mario Party 7 and an extra controller in it. Rock and roll. It's a big pack to get. It's awesome. He got the Rapid Fire Mega Fire Sega Genesis pad. Like it. And the Time Crisis with the Gun Con controller. Need that, yeah. Yeah, Gun Con's, Gun Con's one of my favorite uh, uh, home-like guns. Yeah, pretty cool. And then... Last but not least, let's bow our heads in a, Mo- a moment, moment of, of silence. silence. He got the comic book where Spider-Man... Spoiler bit. alert. <laughs> that was such... There was such a smort of, short amount of time <laughs> from spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, Bill. To dead Spider-Man. No one has survived this long <laughs> in the small scores. There's maybe like one no. person. Techie. <laughs> yeah. He already read it. He's like... I waited for this. I waited for this so long. Yeah, no, Dead Spider Man, which uh, uh, I mean, I th- obviously Spider Man's going to go on, but I don't. Uh, hopefully, it won't be Peter Parker. At least I hope they don't try to okay, resurrect. Now, wait, or let me ask like you that. a question. If you buy that comic book, you know he's dead, right? I mean, I didn't spoil anything if you, for anybody. Right? No, yeah. If you're a subscriber, if you're into it, or even like the day that that comic came out, it was headlines on like Yahoo News, and then the, like. It's it's actually would would have been hard to avoid from any place. Yep. All right. So Techie, I'm sorry if I've spoiled it for you. <laughs> He's not going to get this for like another week or two. <laughs> He's a slow reader. Spider Man is dead, folks. I need to break it to you. Long live yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, you can thank Techie. <laughs> All right, and so that wraps us up for our donations. Thank you all very much. Thank you very um, much. We really appreciate it. Um, we've had some fun kind of going through everything. And, boy, I hate to say this, but it's not too late, guys. Uh, you can <laughs> don't, still don't get in it. before the end of the month. <laughs> um, I think the donation drives ends uh, February 1st. So Zag, if you want to put us put us through this again, Zag Narch, you, you have to spend another 20 to get us to do it. We're not doing it again next time. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, keep your eyes and ears. I know I've mentioned this the last couple shows, but... Um, coming up very soon, maybe even by the time the show is out, there will be a, an opportunity for you to um, win an interview on the CollectorCast. Well, I won't say win. You can bid for it. Um, but you'll see more information yeah, than that. There, yeah, there's, there's no real winners in that situation. <laughs> All of us. Well, come on. We get to, you know. <laughs> but really. Um, you, get to, you get to experience my awful segues firsthand. There you go. And our wonderful misspellings. There you yep. go. So we'll be looking forward to that on an upcoming episode. Now, we all got a few odds and ends, right? So, Krabby, did you get some stuff? I did. I'll try and keep it brief since we spent enough time on small scores already. Um, but I, I went Boxing Day shopping, which is a thing up here. And I ended up grabbing uh, Dark Souls, brand new, for 10 bucks, And The Witcher 2, brand new, for 20 bucks on the 360 No, wait a minute. Boxing got, Day has... You gotta let me know how you like Witcher 2. Boxing Day has nothing to do with boxing? Well, you do have to like fight like kind of like Black Friday mobs, so there's a little bit of that. Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, what else did I get? I grabbed um, Death Smiles for five bucks. Mm. That's a cool one. Um, and locally, I ended up picking up one of my most wanted, highest on my list uh, NES carts for a decent price. I paid 50 bucks for a copy of Cowboy Kid. Cowboy Kid. Yeah. Have you played that one yet? No, I plan to very soon, though. It's a. It's not like super easy. I played it a little while. I didn't try to beat it, but um, it's a little tricky. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It was one of the last. Like, I've, there's like a list I have of about half a dozen games that I need that are like the priciest games, and that was one of them. So I'm really happy to cross it off, especially locally. It's like Romstar, isn't it? Romstar. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did supercars too, right? I don't know. I don't have. Or am I thinking of somebody else? Maybe that's somebody else. Hmm. I don't know. Sorry to interrupt. Go that's ahead. right. And then uh, I got a few more uh, NES scores, um, all from members of RF Gen. So thanks to Bill for my Mule and Blades of Steel Konami Classic Series. Blades of Steel. (laughs) (laughs) Special thanks to Banana, who just sent me a gift out of the blue for no reason other than to be nice. Um, He sent me uh, Beetlejuice, Donkey Kong 3, Mechanized Attack, and uh, Bill Elliott's NASCAR Racing, all four of which I needed. Nice. Donkey Kong 3, very underrated. Yeah, I just missed out on a Donkey Kong 3. Fun game. Yeah. You get to spray Donkey Kong in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't like that? Uh, and so any- Yeah, and one more. Um, I just wanted to... Give a special thanks to Fleech, who was my uh, Secret Santa partner, and uh, gave me a wonderful gift that I, I posted about on the RF Gen Secret Santa thread. But a special thanks for those uh, four NES carts you sent my way. I needed all of them, and I'm very happy to have them. Excellent. Well, good deal. Um, Bill. Yeah, I should also, by the time this comes out, I'll have posted the uh, blog article explaining how I matched everyone up in the Secret Santa. So it's no secret that it was no secret. <laughs> uh, so uh, so people were one-to-one. So hopefully everyone's uh, read the uh, the blog post. If you haven't, uh, just look for it. Um, and hopefully no one's too angry that uh, that it's not a Grr. secret. So that being, so that being said, uh, Dougley um, was extremely kind and... Uh, all right, so yeah, so I uh, so mentioned so he gave me three, so xenophobe, uh, deadly towers, and clax. Uh, clax. Mm, so all there's always time all for complete. That They're cover always. creeps me out because that it, hand looks just like it's broken. Yeah, it it looks like it's an emergency yeah. room game, <laughs> and and it also looks like it's written in chalk. So like whoever like whatever happened, it was like at a playground and they had to use the kids' chalk for the outline. Um. So yeah. So big big thanks to Dougley. I hope he likes uh, what I sent him. And uh, also picked up that Club Nintendo 3DS case and started the whole trend uh, going. You're the man, um, very popular. And then here's my, uh, and then here's the uh, the bulk uh, of my pickups now. Uh, <laughs> now I had no idea this was gonna be the day we we're recording, and how how could anyone know that this would be the day that uh, the NHL and the Players Association agree to a tentative deal? So every one of my the rest of my uh, uh, games this month is a hockey game. I'm happy it's to Providence. say. So I picked up NHL Face Off, the big box cardboard uh, for PlayStation. 
Uh, and then the rest are all just the standard, uh, the jewel cases. So NHL Faceoff 97, NHL Breakaway 98, and NHL Rock the Rink. Those were all from retro games uh, in Westport for about like two or three bucks each. And uh, very recent, and just last night actually, um, I saw Retro Games post on their Facebook page. They got uh, some games traded in, and uh, a complete inbox copy of Hit the Ice for the Turbo Graphic 16. So that just got delivered to me. A friend of mine who lives near the store delivered it last night uh, at board game night. So my first Turbo Graphic 16 game. Now I just need a Turbo Graphic 16, and uh, I got my whole hockey theme going this <laughs> month. So I'm very happy with all these. Rock and roll. Well, good deal. No comment. Yep. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's comment enough. <laughs> All right. Well, to round out, um, I got some odds and ends this month. So I uh, I'm kind of trying to assemble together a PC engine uh, setup. So I, putting one of the things together is kind of reminds me of like the the Sega Genesis Tower of Power. You know, where you have to kind of like stack all the parts together, like Transformers. Like all the little ones would turn into a giant one. So do you um, you wear your Optimus mask? Oh yeah, you better believe it. I say, Autobots, roll out. <laughs> um, but I I picked up the uh, I already had the PC engine, and I picked up a the CD ROM, and it's, it's hard. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's like the CD ROM squared, is like the way it's written out. Yeah, so. I'm not sure. I've never heard anyone say it out loud. Um, I read one place that's supposed to be spoken CD ROM ROM. But that doesn't make no, much sense. No, really? Yeah, we're doing that. That's the thing now. <laughs> That's going to be the thing. It's now it's also wrong. the Odyssey Odyssey. <laughs> there you go. And um, so I got that CD unit, and then I had to buy... There's a piece that mates the two together. So you have to get this thing called the uh, um, interface unit. So this IFU30, you plug the PC engine into it and the CD-ROM into it, the ROM-ROM... <laughs> and uh, then you have the unit. Well, I'm plug the F, plug the fu into the <laughs> rom rom. <laughs> and then you also have to get a system card, which I've got on the way, and then a controller. So by the next show, I will have a fully assembled PC engine CD setup. Do you think it's going to be worth all the effort and money? Yes, because I also got. Um, Ninja, what's Ninja Gaiden over here? Ninja Ryu Kenden. Um, so I've got that ready to play. I, I've put it in. I can't play it yet. I turned <laughs> it on to watch the intro, but I'm really excited. I got that complete, um, and it looks really nice. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. I can't wait to I'm hear to uh, hear what you think about that. Yeah. And um, just the other day, uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Right? Yesterday, Bill? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about yet. Um, when I was out yesterday and got you some stuff? Yes. yes, yeah. I, I, I didn't mention them because uh, I was gonna wait till I till I have yeah. them. But uh, Duke was hunting yesterday, and uh, I got a, a mystery text from him saying, "Hey, like, was, uh, I'm I might be seeing some of these games uh, sometime soon. Any interest in these?" Yeah. So I mean, you know, I'll let, we can save that for when Bill gets them. But uh, I was out doing some hunting, so I found a couple things for Bill. Yes, he did. Thank you very much. And I found for myself a. I've been watching for Dragon Warrior Seven for like a long time. And um, I went into the store. They had like a ton of PS1 RPGs. That's why I sent a message to Bill. I'm like, hey, hey. Yeah, that's those are always on the list. And um, the Dragon Warrior the Seven they have is just pristine looking and just really very clean. And they only wanted 25 bucks for it. So I was like, done nice. deal. That's easy. Is that yeah. the PS1 or PS2 Dragon Warrior? PS1. Okay. PS1. Yeah, eight was on right. uh, PS2. Mm-hmm. 
So now I finally have every U.S. Dragon Warrior proper game uh, for the series. Nice. I don't have the offshoots or anything, but that's that kind of completes that set. And then um, I got some stuff off uh, Racket Boy. There was a person that was over there was selling some stuff with some odds and ends, and I was kind of happy to pick them up. Um, I got this like weird Super Nintendo disc copier. It's this thing called Disc Interceptor, um, or should I say Backup Unit? Don't say that. Uh, it's so a bad word. <laughs> if you listened to the last show, you heard us talk about these. So I picked that up. I'm willing to kind of give it a shot and see what that's like. I picked up some books. There were some odds and ends, but the big highlights. So it was another copy of the Nintendo Player's Guide, which I love that book. I, and they only want, she only wanted two bucks. Or he, I'm sorry. He only wanted two bucks for it. And so I said, sure, yeah, easy, no problem. And uh, I've got a couple of those, like, Nintendo guides. I got the Super Game Boy one, the, like, Top Secrets. I love those kind I of got books. A, They're awesome. Yeah. I got a couple of Japanese books about the Famicom. I can't read any of them, but I can look at the pictures. <laughs> and uh, and I also picked up yesterday a copy of Buck Rogers for the Sega Genesis with, like, the really super thick manual. And it looks really nice and clean. So. And, and didn't you pick up some Hot Wheels so you could play with Bill? Yeah, I did play. I, I picked up some Hot Wheels. They have a, I think somebody else had posted a little while back about these on small scores, but um, Hot Wheels made an Atari 2600 set, or an Atari set of cars, six of them. So I, the local grocery store had them marked down half price. I picked those up as well. So I'm sure I probably missed a few things, but my, oh my, we've been at this a long time. So I'm going to let it go at that. Yep. <laughs> So, again, thanks, everybody, for a big month, and um, we'll get on to the main topic next. So as collectors, we, we've we talked a great deal about some of the, the weird things that we do from time to time and the weird ideas we hold in our minds. Um, I'm wondering if you guys have any rituals you do when you're, when you're going out hunting. Anything that you, you have to do, like every time you're, you're, you're going out there, you get to, do you have to bring your lists with you? Do you have to like plan a route? Do you, like, is it a big deal to go out or do you just go out and wing it? It, it depends on what kind of hunting I'm doing. I, I mean, I definitely have rituals and routines like for, for gaming and uh, like when I'm actually going to have a gaming session. But as far as the, uh, like the preparation and going out, um, the, the probably the most routine-based thing we have is our local uh, flea market that doesn't open until uh, March. So we're kind of in the, in the off-season now, but uh, uh, it's every Sunday at uh, 7 a.m. So that's kind of like every Sunday we wake up at, you know, 6 or however early we can. Uh, we go get coffee because that's how I can coax my wife to come with me is <laughs> we'll go to Starbucks. We'll get a Starbucks. And she's like, okay, I want to go now. So we'll get a Starbucks and then we'll go. And uh, afterwards we either come home and we like we make like a really nice breakfast. And that's another reason she likes, uh, you know, coming out with me. Or we'll, like, go out for pancakes or whatever. So we kind of, like, the game stuff is kind of, like, my thing. And, like, all the stuff surrounding the game stuff is, like, her thing. <laughs> Got to so, bribe her um, to come along. Exactly, yeah. I'm, I'm actually in the process of working out a ritual uh, as far as pawn shops go. 
I've never really had any good luck with pawn shops, but Duke's given me some some tips on how to find good pawn shops. So uh, go to the I broke think, places. Yep, <laughs> go to the places where people need that money. You got so, it. So so uh, yeah. So I've actually scouted out a a, a city that's uh, less than an hour from me, like a small city. Um, but I'm going to be going there and doing like a 10 or 15 pawn shop uh, trip uh, in like a week or two. So I'm sure I'll have a routine kind of planned out for that. But yeah, in general, um, it's my daily, you know, multi times, uh, multiple times a day checking Craigslist. And then when something pops, I just kind of improvise. Uh, and then there's my flea, my weekly flea market routine in the in the uh, uh, active season. Yeah, now see, I just um, most of the things that I hit regularly are literally on the way home just depending on which route I take. So usually one, at least like one day a week, uh, I'll go down one route where I can hit the retro store, the game exchange, and then I'll hit another route where I can go by the pawn shop uh, that I usually frequent. Anything else is usually if I'm just out and about in that area, I know kind of located the stores in the areas that I tend to frequent, so I know which ones to hit. Um, but I mean, I don't... Uh, I mean, I just... I guess my ritual itself is just making sure like at least like once a week I go in and... They all pretty know know me pretty well by now, so they'll let me know if something cool's coming up or behind the counter or whatever. Well, I know I always have to check, like Duke or uh, Bill mentioned there uh, about Craigslist. Um, I always check Kijiji, like, first thing when I wake up, when I have access to a computer, like, I see if anything new's been posted while I'm sleeping. And (laughs) at least first before I go to bed, I gotta, gotta check it to see what I missed during the day. Sometimes in between, but always those two. Now, you you reminded me of something, Crab. So that's. That's my like regular routine, kind of like you know, just around the house, like checking Craigslist and stuff. But uh, uh, every once in a while, whether it's for work or just for like a trip or something, like we have to travel. So, do you have a pre-travel ritual where you scout out other place, like the places you're going, their Craigslist or their Kijiji before you go, so you see what's going to be available when you get there? I do. Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then sometimes I forget to take it out of my phone. So then I get home and I'm like. Why is it showing Washington D.C.? Oh yeah, because I changed the thing to that. So, but yeah, I, I don't know if uh, you guys mentioned that on uh, uh, one of the early shows when we were talking about places to collect. But never, uh, you know, never discount the possibility that the place you're going to might have some cool stuff. So, it, it uh, never hurts to uh, check the uh, Craigslist where you're going to be going. Yeah, whenever we're we're in a new town, I always uh, steal the nearest phone book and I bring it to the car and then I punch in a whole bunch of places into the GPS to go. Uh go check when we get the chance now will you call will you ever call the stores first or you would rather just go there and see what they got i like to go and wing it we, no. we have like literally no game stores in town here so even if it's a crappy game store i have fun going there it's like a okay. novelty for me yeah i think if you're calling ahead of time and they know you're you magic magically those prices will inflate when you get there right what the Bill Fifty Wild Bill Fifty Two yeah. is calling me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything plus a hundred percent. No, yeah, you know what I mean though. I, yeah. Like it's I, like I totally when you go do. to the flea market and it's like well, the first thing you pick up is always way high because that's the thing that they think you want, right? Yeah, yeah. There was actually one time I when I go to the flea market, I'm usually very, you know, like kind of like low key. Like I'll just be kind of like flipping through like random stuff. I'll pick something up. So oh, whatever. I'll pick something up that I want. I'll put it back down. I'll keep looking around, you know, as long as no one around me is, you know, a risk for me to lose that thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, and then one time I met a friend of mine there and uh, him and his girlfriend, and they were both just, you know, having fun. They're naive. And I swear, like, they picked up, like, a, 
like a Super Nintendo, like a Toy Story cart for Super Nintendo. And she was like, oh, my God, oh, I no. love this game. Oh, <laughs> Super Nintendo. Oh, my God, $20. I can't believe they had this. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't say anything because like. Like, like the guy's already there. So after we left that stand, and I think she, I don't, I think she got the game for like three or four dollars. So he didn't really take advantage of her too That's bad. Good. So after they walked away, I'm like, hey, listen, I applaud your enthusiasm. I'm very <laughs> glad to be here with people who care about this stuff. But just as a as a buyer's tactic, you know, let's just hit poker face, poker face. And they oh, were like, man. oh yeah, no. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the only reason I mentioned is because like you guys. Uh, uh, I think you guys mainly don't really have to drive 45 minutes away from your house. Um, and I live in this we- really weird spot where uh, there's like a couple playing trades locally, but they're pretty bad. And even my local pawn shops are pretty, pretty dry. So I usually have to go at least 45 minutes away to find something. So I was, I'd never had call, but I was, I was thinking, you know, since I have to drive so far, if it would be worth it or not, but you do run that risk of someone knowing, okay, well, if this guy's, Especially if you call and say, hey, I just don't want to drive 45 minutes if you don't have anything. <laughs> and then the guy says, dude, this guy's driving 45 minutes for some video games. So, yeah, he, he can probably get away with uh, bringing that price up a bit. What would you even ask them when you call them anyway? Um, I, I would probably uh, say something like, hey, I was just wondering uh, uh, if you have any older, like Nintendo, Genesis, uh, Super, you know, Nintendo games, anything like that. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm in charge of... Uh, Making sure all the kids at the orphanage oh, just, yeah. just have lots of fun with, uh, you know, whatever whatever you can help us with. Right. We'll pay you. Uh, we have a small budget, but we'll pay. We, we don't mind paying. No, I would never do anything like that, but uh, I'm sure I gave him a few people some ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Orphans. Yeah. Do you have any Turbo Graphics? <laughs> and they, our our little kids love the, kids love the PC Engine. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing is, I, I kind of feel like if you end up talking to somebody who has no like, look at the Craigslist, some of the Craigslist postings you see, where it's like Sega Nintendo 64 3D, <laughs> and it's like, so you're gonna talk to you guy, hey, I'm looking for like original Nintendo games. Oh yeah, we got those. And you get there, it really could be any video game in the universe. And right. he's yeah. You know, he's got some Atari you, carts in the back or something. Yep, that's happened to me before. <laughs> These for the Magic Fifty Two Hundred. How you like that? Yeah, I actually did. I found an Atari. What's what's the Atari Eight Bit? Those little red carts. Um, I found those at a Goodwill for like three dollars. Ones had no idea what they are, and uh, ended up. And you selling. left them right. <laughs> no, I, you know what I did? I actually i I didn't want to like take out my phone and like look up value. I was like, you know what? It's three dollars. I got three bucks. I'm gonna roll the dice. And uh, I think I just ended up, uh, like, I posted them. And I think, sh- I, I can't remember what they were. Shadow actually told me what they were. And uh, I threw them up in the forum. No one was really interested in them. And yeah. a buddy of mine, uh, uh, who's like an Atari dude uh, out in um, uh, St. Louis, I just sent them to him. I said, here, like, you know, see if, I don't know if you care for these or not, but uh, enjoy. So he seemed to be pretty into them, so that was nice. Right see, on. I get that same sort of thing. Like, when I go to the pawn shop, like, the guys in the pawn shop just know me and, and whatnot. And, like, when they get stuff, they'll like, oh man, look, I gotta show you this. You'll know what it is. <laughs> and they'll just bring out the weirdest junk. I mean, like, the last time I was there, I mean, I was looking, they had like a Lynx in like the official Lynx case with a few games, but it was a little high, so I passed. But they go, oh, wait a minute, here, just uh, just hold on, I'm gonna show you this. So he brings out like an old Atari computer, like cassette drive that was just beat to crap and like <laughs> nice. nasty. Like, and he's like, oh, you remember this, don't you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I remember, you know, it's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah. 
I said, well, you're going to have to eBay that thing if you want anything out of it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we, we probably will. Said, yeah, nobody's going to buy that in here. It's kind of funny that they just get so excited because they're like, oh, wait a minute. Somebody knows. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I guess my ritual is just going. Like, you know, do, making do sure you guys, I go uh, is, Do you guys just have, uh, I mean, like Duke, you said you go on your way home from work. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any buddies who can go on a uh, hunt with you uh, on a regular basis or just maybe once in a while? For me, uh, it's once in a while. I've got a friend that doesn't mind going out sometimes, but not a lot. So every once in a while, like maybe once or twice a year, we'll make a day of it and just run around like crazy. I only know one guy who would even be interested in that, and we've never actually gone together, but I know he goes to some of the same places I do on off days, and we look for different things for each other. Because um, he's big into Super Nintendo, so if I find cool Super Nintendo stuff, I try and pass along to him. Whereas he does the uh, NES stuff for me, and if he sees anything else he thinks I might be interested, and in, he always lets me know. Yeah, but then you got competition, right? That's why I'm glad he's into Super Nintendo. Because <laughs> I did that so, like crap. last. Oh, oh no! I was just gonna say, crap. Have you? Uh, I think I've heard you say before that you and your wife will go garage sailing together. Yep, sometimes with my parents too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said your dad, uh, uh, I remember you saying that once, that uh, he keeps an eye on stuff for you because he's looking for, like, boats or something. Yeah, he, he's always looking for anything, you know, just old antiques, uh, old parts he can use to fix something up around the house. Um, so he goes way more than I do, and he always gives me a call when he sees, like, a box full of game stuff. You know, this is here for 20 bucks. Do you want me to grab it for you? Pay me back later. That's awesome. Yeah. Because he generally, he's hardcore. Like, he'll get up early with the... Uh, you know, the big crowd that moves from garage sale to garage sale altogether, keep bumping into those same people. <laughs> so so he's the one that they're talking about on all those ads when they say no early birds. <laughs> no, he's he's not like that. He'll go when the ad says they can go. He, he plans oh, out nice. his route. When I go garage sale too, that's one of my rituals is uh, to plan out my route so I can hit as many houses in whatever time I have. Because I used to go constantly and I'd spend like the whole day going right up until like five when people are like, just want to get rid of that stuff. I found that was the best time to go because if anything was left, they just they don't want to take it back in the house. But since having a son, uh, I can't spend that much time doing it. I got to take him with me most times, so I'll be lucky to get two hours out of it. So I really plan my routes now so I can hit you know twenty garage sales in my two hours. Wow, I don't even think there are twenty garage sales within uh, uh, you know a drivable span of me to hit in one day. Really. I don't live in it's, a big city. It's just really popular up here to garage sale, I guess. Yeah, it's um. Uh, I mean, it, maybe that'll change when I uh, when the when the season opens back up. And uh, I mean, I think the most I've ever hit in one day is like maybe like six or seven. You can like find that on one block here sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's the other thing is sometimes. Uh, uh, do you guys ever look out for like the neighborhood sales? Yeah, where, like, those are the best. The yeah, you can oh, hit yeah. a whole bunch mm-hmm. all at once. They're great. Yeah, those are cool. Multi-family sales, they usually call them up here, and uh, you can get three or four people all doing them together. You guys ever heard of, uh, and, and don't laugh, it's called a junk-in-the-trunk sale? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I'd never heard of this thing either, and maybe it's only around here, but I was just driving on the way home from a flea market one day, and it said, like, junk-in-the-trunk sale, like, right here, and it was, like, in a school parking lot. <laughs> and uh, so I pulled in the parking lot, and it's it's literally what it sounds like. You you, pu- you throw all your crap in your in the trunk of your car, like from your house, and you just pull into this parking lot, open up your trunk, and that's and that's what you're selling. So you just walk from like car to car, that's looking awesome. at everyone's junk that in would their be trunk. Cool. 
No, they, they do something similar here, but I guess they're a little classier. You know, the schools will donate tables, and everyone will park their car and just unload their car into the yeah, table. do like a community yeah. one. Churches yeah. do I mean, that around here. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like when they do those fundraisers. Those are always good to go to. Usually, yeah. They get the whole uh, church community to all bring stuff, so you get a whole variety of things. As when now, you're how... like um, yard sailing or whatever, will you guys like uh, message that like like when you see them on Craigslist, will you email the people before the sale starts and like ask them what I, they got? I have I have before. I don't so much anymore. I just figure like you know if it's kind of a like if I am planning on driving like say like this particular you know eight to fifteen mile you know circle like around uh, the town or whatever. If it's like within a few minutes of that, I'll just stop by. You know, um, but uh, yeah, I used to email people, and the thing is, most people won't get back to you. Some people will, but it's like, yeah, it it just it just seemed to not be worth the hassle, really. So as long as there's some word that equals video game in that post, I'll just swing by. Yeah, my city's really not big enough to worry about that. Um, there's nothing really. I have to drive out of the way to get to so if i know if uh if he doesn't have anything there will at least be another garage sale nearby i can hit too so i never bother with that now when you guys are garage sale and do you always make sure to like if there is nothing there at the sale to ask the person like running it really loud if you know anybody else that's selling games <laughs> why because loud like, because invariably like in some of those people that you talk about that just go to sale to sale they will have seen something somewhere, uh. and they'll be like, "Oh, I think over uh, this way you you can find some." <laughs> and you're like, "Cool, man." Yeah, no, I I, I never have. I've I've thought about uh, uh, like I thought you're, at first you were gonna say, "Would you even if you don't see anything, instead of like walking back to your car and driving away, would you go up to the owner and say, hey, I didn't see anything, but I'm just curious if you have any, you know." He just screams out, "Where's all the games?" <laughs> no, you just like you know you wait till you're like a couple tables away, and you just loudly kind of say, "Hey, you know, I'm looking for some old, like some old Nintendo or Atari stuff. You have anything like that, or have you seen anything?" Half the time, there'll be somebody else that'll be there, like, "Oh yeah, was it a sale?" or like down the street, or. <laughs> no, I never yeah. thought of that. I've asked the owner plenty of times, but never thought to to be that guy. I've heard other people do that for other things crowdsourcing man yeah it's crowdsourcing let's try that out this year yeah who cares like you're not gonna see these people again right i I have to make a comment too before we get too far away about your your old lady voice there Um, (laughs) have you guys ever played bait and kaidos for the gamecube no no i i really really love that game but the voice acting in it is horrible it sounds like people yeah just making up really crappy old lady voices like that you just sounded just like a character from that game (laughs) <laughs> um yeah i guess i've got a, a gig in in being a voice actor yeah, now, there right? you go next uh, i think that's a namco bandai game so you can uh send your email over to them i'm sure they'll hook you up with some i will send my demo tape right over <laughs> you're real to real that's right i'll make a mixtape it'll record it on that uh atari cassette thing he, he was just talking about <laughs> that's right oh man no it's good stuff i it's kind of fun to talk about some of that I, I, I just wish it was garage sale season again. No, oh, I know it makes me I, miss I, it. I, I posted something on uh, on Facebook of all places. I'm not really super active on Facebook, but uh, I just threw something on Facebook like, I can't wait for it to be garage sale season so I can you know just I, and I said like you know video games are the best thing to collect, and then like three or four people were actually like oh like you garage sale like let me know like I'll go with you. So I don't think they have most of any interest in the Nintendo games, but, you know, it'd just be cool to kind of, you know, get in a car yeah. with a couple of people and just hang out for a day. It's a lot nicer than, you know, running around by yourself. Definitely. Yeah. 
As long as they're not in the game collecting. <laughs> yeah. And then they, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, antiques have been big for a long time. So there's a lot of people who just, and especially like I'm finding like, uh, 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 like some of my younger cousins who like are like getting like their first like apartments and stuff like that. They look for like kind of like that old, like rustic antique looking stuff just to like throw in the house because they think it's, it looks cool or just for like decor, things like that. So, I mean, there's people who will go uh, out to garage sales who don't care about games at all and just to, you know, keep you company. I was going to say, half the time it seems like my, that's my mom, right? She just wants to go hang out and maybe look at some stuff. So she'll always, yeah, yeah, sure, let me know. You know, she'll go along with me. Yeah, it's kind of how cool. my wife does it. My Like, my parents are looking for specific things. Like, my mom likes to look for, like, exercise equipment or gardening tools and stuff like that. Um, and my dad already said what he's looking for. I'm looking for games. And my son, you know, he might grab a toy while we're there. But my wife just likes to go and hang out with everyone and not really, she rarely picks anything up. And a few times she's picked something up to look at, and then she's dropped and broke it. Oh, no. <laughs> so now she's like, afraid to touch anything when we go to these. It's funny. And then and then she yells to everyone, get in the car, quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the one time we we wanted to get a auto feeder for our dogs, and okay. then she found one, and she, it was huge, so it was awesome. We wouldn't have to refill it very often. And she's like, oh, I'm totally buying this, and turns around and smashed it. And so, oh, yeah, we, we looked for another two weeks for an auto feeder. <laughs> Oops. But you bought that broke one, didn't you? <laughs> no, they were really cool with it. <laughs> I think we bought something else and, like, threw an extra couple bucks on there and said sorry. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, So I think we've established pretty well that um, we're kind of odd as collectors. Um, But I'm wondering if any of that spills over into your actual gaming time. Do you have weird rituals and little uh, little quirks that uh, you know you enjoy your gaming or that prevent you from gaming? Yeah, I, I mean, I think everyone does, though. Oh, so you don't think it's just unique to collectors? Um, oh no, I th- I th- I was saying more like uh, I think everyone who dedicates some time to playing games has has those kinds of weird things. Like uh, years ago. Uh, when I was, uh, I don't know, like high school, like maybe like a freshman or something like that in high school, when uh, Final Fantasy VIII came out, I remember, you know, looking forward to that game and uh, like setting up like weeks before it came out. Like I knew, uh, okay, I'm going to this. And there was this is kind of before the days of midnight releases where like pretty much every game gets a midnight release. So I knew I had to get it like at, you know, 9 or 10 a.m. at the, at the store. I already had the food that I was going to eat that day. Uh, it was, I was, I uh, was going to do pretzels and like a, like a, like a couple of bags of pretzels and like a two liter of Coke. Cause I was a real health food nut. <laughs> so, um, uh, and the reason I chose pretzels obviously is because they're not greasy. So you can just eat them and not like mess your controller up too bad. Um, I also at the time had one of those Samsung 13 inch GX TVs with like the big speakers in it. Oh, so yeah. that's that's what I was planning on playing it on. Plus, I uh, was all like like the situation. Everything was all ready to go. So I got home. I put it in. The door is shut. The lights are off. The blinds are all closed. It's kind of like a little theater uh, situation. And I was kind of just like locked myself away in that room. Like no phone, no calls. Like don't talk to me. Like I just wanted to kind of be in that experience for a while. Um, I'm not nearly as uh, uh, hardcore. I don't know if you'd say hardcore or not, but I, I'm not that. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't think that's hardcore. But I'm not so, that like uh, uh, 
insistent on like my gaming environments these days as long as i can have like i do find that i i will not game if i can't put a while into it i don't like sitting down uh, in front of a tv or a computer to game for like five or ten minutes yeah i'm so the same I, way I, with that i thought you were going to tell me that you had this big elaborate plan and you sit down and you had like all this stuff stockpiled and then you started actually playing final fantasy 8 and then decided you had to do something else <laughs> with your weekend. Nope. I, I'm in the minority. I, I think it's the minority. I'm in the minority of people who uh, who enjoy that game. So either that or, or either that or you spent all weekend just drawing magic. <laughs> <laughs> I came out with masterpieces uh, after it was over. Uh, but, but no, I mean it's so so for these days with my with my gaming ritual, it's as long as I have enough time. And uh, with with almost everything else in life these days, um, you know, as you get older and your time becomes more valuable and like then kids start to come in the picture and all the different responsibilities. So you really have to, uh, you know, set aside time. Um, So uh, even like for reading, like uh, a few days ago, I was thinking, man, I don't read as much as I used to. And then I realized I don't set aside time for reading. So I set aside an hour yesterday and today to read. And I was like, wow. I read a book. <laughs> so so for gaming, it's the same thing these days. Like It's kind of like uh, I'll be at work and I'll think, okay, I got to go home. I got to go to Target. I got to get some groceries. I got to go do this. I got to fix this thing at home. And then I got to go to bed at this time so I can play a game for like an hour and a half, two hours. And then I decide which game that's going to be. It's why I haven't played the last story yet because I haven't found a block of time large enough to dedicate to. Uh, I really want to play that game for a long time. So I think my biggest uh, ritual is probably finding the time. Hmm. Yeah, I remember doing like the same thing you did for Final Fantasy there for stuff like uh, like the Xeno Saga games when they came out. I remember when my wife um, and me were dating, uh, we just moved in together and the third one was coming out, uh, which was like the end of the trilogy. So it was like a big thing. So I, you know, I had the game pre-ordered. I had like the whole weekend booked off work so I could just play. And I kind of told her, like, I you know I'm really looking forward to this game. I'm just going to, you know, immerse myself in it. And, uh, yeah, I think I played it till like, 3 in the morning until she's like, she's like, you need to come to sleep. And I went to bed, and I woke up, like, on my own, like, an hour later. No alarm or anything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, time to play again. And I, I finished the whole game in, like, two days, in, like, a 48-hour period. And I don't even remember eating or anything. Didn't you say that was the first time she really saw you like in your element playing through a game like that yeah i think it was because it was all just you know like casual fun like play co-op things together before that and yeah i think she knew there was something wrong with me at that point i think you guys are weird i don't think i've ever (laughs) i don't think i ever do anything quite like i mean i'll play games for long periods of time but like to actually like schedule something aside um oh you've never done that I don't think so, no. Th- that's just one of many examples for me. I just kind of fit it in when I can fit it in. You know what I mean? Pick it up when I pick it up. And right. That's kind of it. No. Yeah, that, that's that's how I was for a while and until I started to realize that, like, and, and this is where it maybe ties into collecting a little bit. Like, I, I love my collection. I love the, the act of collecting. I love going out and getting the stuff. I love, like, meeting people and finding people to trade with, meeting the store owners. I love all that stuff. I also love just standing in front of my. I can stand in front of the collection and just look at it for a while, and then it was it was cool the other day. We were at, we were standing in front of it, and my wife was standing there with me. And I said, "Listen, I know you don't care. Like, I I know you don't. Can I talk to you about a couple of these things for just a few minutes?" And she said, "Okay, go ahead." And I just started talking to her about like random things that I would like notice about it, and and she, and you know, to her credit, she was very nice. She nodded, she smiled, she was paying attention, and uh, uh, 
I, I like, and so I, I love everything about that. At the same time, when I look as the collection gets bigger and bigger, and you start looking at it, I think everyone kind of starts uh, uh, at some point or another looks at it and says, you know what? I'm spending more time collecting than I am playing, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with collecting. Um, it's just, you know, you kind of start getting that itch after a while. You start realizing, hey, I haven't really played a lot of this stuff. So that's why I started kind of trying to set aside time for actual playing. Um, because, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people, like I would go to talk to Chris at Retro Games and uh, he would say, so what are you playing these days? And it's really bad when someone's like, so what are you playing these days? And you're kind of like, uh... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Got over a thousand Playing? games, but I haven't really touched anything <laughs> yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like the kind of like the PC crowd that like puts like all this money into like their hardware, and they're like, "Oh, it's do it's doing 3D Mark at 80 frames per second. And you're like, "Oh, it's cool. What are you playing? Oh, I'm not playing anything. I just benchmark it <laughs> all day and night. I just benchmark that thing. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, it kind of comes back to I would like to play this collection I have. So the only re- the only way that's going to happen is by scheduling it out because. If I don't schedule it out, like if you just if I just wake up, the first thing I'm doing is checking Craigslist or checking uh, uh, the RFGen sales forum or Nintendo Age or Sega Age to see what's out there. Yeah, like you mentioned, um, it's it's really it seems pointless sometimes to like go for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. You know why bother sticking something in? Um, those are the times that I love to go and like soak in my collection. Like you said, instead of playing a game, I'll just go and like, you know admire it. Go flip through the carts or, you know, rearrange something really quick or just, you know, spend time with the collection rather than actually stick a game in and play for those 20 minutes. Do you talk to it? Oh, yeah, all the time. I, I heard they, they grow bigger. They grow faster and healthier <laughs> if, you, if you say nice things, you know, play the classical music. They probably do. Nurture it. Say supportive, nurturing things and your collection will grow. <laughs> I think this is the part in the show where I start to wonder and question myself and what, I, what I'm doing because, um, yeah, I don't know what, what are you guys talking about. So, so, so you, so you never just stand in front of your collection, soak it and in, just ta- and just take a breath and say, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, because then if I sit there, I would have to start organizing some of it. See, I like so, that though. You have to interact so, with it. It's fun. So, so is it not? So, are you saying it, it's not organized to the way you'd like it to be organized right now? Well, I tell you, like I'm not like you guys, man. I don't have a room. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. everything has to be in pieces and places. So yeah, I mean, what happens is like, oh, okay, well, I can go shuffle around and organize some of the stuff that's in storage. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of depressing, right? So I just go. Oh, yeah, right, you got to yeah. just slap an addition onto your house so you can have a game room. But sure, about, okay, right so 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 even going that way, so even though like my stuff's all together, like let's let's let me imagine that I had okay in one room, I have like uh like all the Nintendo black box games, and then like on another shelf, I have like all the thirty two X games. Like I, I still feel like I could I could look at a piece of that collection, and still have you know like my my own time with it, enjoying it. Is it so? That, is that really not something you, like you never? look at your collection just to appreciate the fact that you have it? I guess every once in a while I'll open the NES cabinet up and just kind of like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know, though, but like I said, I, you know, like right now I would go, okay, if I had to go in there and stare at it for a while, I would go, okay, it's not really organized. It's not alphabetized or anything, and I would start thinking, okay, I, I well, maybe you. I should do that, and then, uh, yeah. And, and then I'm like, yeah. eh, forget it, I'll just go play Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, I mean, if uh, to put myself in your shoes, if my collection were not organized the way it is now, uh, you're absolutely right. Like, I would look at it and I would think, I need to do something about this. So, I think I think I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and when you really can't, it's just more frustrating, I think, sometimes than anything else. Yeah. So, uh, is the uh, how's the addition coming along? Yeah, uh-huh. I'll get right on top. <laughs> <laughs> well, with uh, with Hearthfire, I'm pretty sure you just need some iron <laughs> and can some you, uh, some logs. Can you build any uh, shelves in Skyrim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, well, there's Steam Workshop. I'm sure there's a mod for it. Uh, yeah, that would get me more interested. Get it on the PC. PC. Count me out. So your your um, modern gaming time, you said, is uh, basically your ritual is just to find that time, fit that time into your day. Um, am yeah. I? So I'm the only one that still like has uh, you know like a gaming ritual, like things I really enjoy doing that like make the experience better for me. What do you mean? Give it, yeah, give me an example. Like uh, like you mentioned when you were younger, you loved to have that like theater experience, like just blackout. Uh-huh. That's specifically why I painted my game room black. I want it to be just like darkness and you're all you see is that like flicker off the TV. Uh, I really enjoy it. And our whole basement, there's only one window in the entire basement. That's in the laundry room. So all I do is close the laundry room door and our whole basement's like a theater room. So, so do you play all of your games, both uh, uh, current generation and older, in complete darkness? Yes, and I play in three different places, and I'm lucky enough to have that in all three because I got my game room, which is windowless and painted black. Mm-hmm. I've got my basement, which is it's dark paint and no windows, so it's very dark. And then I play at work, um, which I work graveyard shifts, so I flick out the lights and there's no light coming in the windows because it's the middle of the night and I'm uh, kind of out of the city. So it's just blackness there too. So that's something I've really grown accustomed to, and I feel weird playing with the lights on. <laughs> I've I've got I've got a curveball for you. Okay. When you and I think you said uh, uh, that uh, when your son has friends over, you'll all jump on the Turtles arcade machine. Yep. So when you and the gang all play Turtles arcade, do you get everyone in position and then kill all the lights? Oh yeah. The the good thing about my game room is there's two light switches. There's one right when you come in, and there's one over in the closet where all the games are. So mm-hmm. if you just leave the closet one on until everyone's like set up, you know, I get the kids their stools and whatever they need to reach the controls. Then mm-hmm. as soon as you like hit that quarter in the machine, you, you yeah, I can flick the light off right next to the machine. It's awesome. Oh yeah, I I, I wouldn't think that you'd play an arcade machine in a total darkness, but this uh, is the only way to play an arcade machine. That's those places were dark and grungy and weird. You got to have it like that. Yeah, yeah, they were dark, but when you're in it, even if there's a room with no lights that has like thirty or forty arcade machines and pinball lights machines it up in it, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there, there's there's some ambient light going on, but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting that you play in dark. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, I never thought about that. Uh, yeah, the arcade's no different. Um, love it in the blackness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm just going to play whenever I can play. Usually it's I trade when I would normally be watching TV. <laughs> and so everybody's around and everybody's yeah. going. I just, whenever I can cram in, I just have to deal with it however it is. You know what I mean? So, do, yeah. so um, does the, the type of game or even the like generation of the game change how you guys go about your playing? Absolutely. Can you give an example? Uh, I mean, for for one thing, I uh, and I know I know Duke's excited about the uh, prospects of the HDMI NES, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I and and I and I and I think it's very interesting. I'm very happy that someone out there is you know is working on that piece of hardware. But at the same time, I and I think me and Krabby are in agreement on this. I really prefer playing my NES Super Genesis games on a CRT set. Yeah, I can play um, on a CRT so, with HDMI. 
<laughs> no, 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 a 480i CRT. My CRT can do 480i. Four by three. It can do four by three. No, no, I mean the physical size of the screen of the astro the astro ratio put it in four of the by screen three mode. No, 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 no. That's oh, emulation. Oh, come on, man. It's a CRT. Duke's, Duke's using a TV emulator. <laughs> it's off the podcast. I just, I just have the best TV you can get. That's that's yeah. Well. That 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 XBR thirty four. I don't know. I guess you could do RGB with like a a studio monitor. <laughs> so yeah. So for so for me, um, I my my retro, if you you know whatever you want to call it, retro gaming, classic gaming. Um, I prefer on a CRT. So. Uh, we don't have a CRT uh, uh, screen yet. The room that I was planning the CRT to be in, um, it ended up not having enough room for the uh, piece of furniture that holds on my consoles, plus another piece of furniture for the 27-inch tube that I want to put in there. So um, it's kind of limited my uh, uh, my uh, classic gaming until I can figure out an alternative plan for that. But yeah, my uh, and my current gen, um, so obviously I play PC games, I play 360 and PS3 and Wii games. So... Uh, Everything except the PC, obviously, is in the main kind of TV room. Um, it's very difficult for me to play uh, in the morning or during the daytime because of the lighting situation in that room. Uh, even though we have uh, there's windows and we have like you know blinds and everything, it's just there's a lot of natural light. It gets really bright in there, and we have a plasma set which I love, but it it does give more reflection off there. So it kind of limits my uh, current gen or like any gaming on that set to uh, the evening. When it's uh, so dark that it, like there's no reflections that really kind of come into play, but uh, I also have a really, 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 really nice sound system that uh, I could only afford because I was working at Best Buy at the time, and I got a you know insane deal on it. But uh, one of the things that I've grown to love about uh, uh, lots of current gen games is is uh, not just the the surround sound, but just the quality of of the sound in uh, certain games. Um, so uh, one of the things that I really, really look for is something that's really can push the sound system and, uh, and give us a really cool experience. Now, I had a friend growing up, and his father was the only surgeon in town, and so they were one of the wealthiest families, and they had a really good sound system. I'd never really experienced one before. And we, we play a lot of like uh, Super Nintendo, th- things that wouldn't really take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, someone brought their GameCube over and brought Resident Evil Zero, and we were playing it there at the middle of the night in the dark, and you could hear the slugs like crawling behind you. It was so awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and it's and it's it's amazing what they could do with just uh, with just uh, uh, what do they call it uh, Dolby Pro Logic. Mm-hmm. Um, so just uh, it's just a stere- stereo sound, but they have the the processor and Pro Logic gives you a surround. It like takes that and it uh, uh, you know throws it to the rear speakers in a in a believable way as well. But uh, um, uh, and we're and we're not just talking like matrixy type sound effects. Where like when something goes behind you, it's like, oh wow, the sounds behind you now. <laughs> it's it's oh, uh, there's there's so many games that are like like Mass Effect Three. You can uh, hear like a crowd like moving past you. Yeah, yeah, that's there, cool. There's there's oh, crazy yeah. things. There's crazy things that can happen, especially when like we have a uh, uh, rock band nights over here where I have the I I've got uh, two of the stage kits. Um, that we we modded them so that we could use two of those light modules with the one uh, fog machine. <laughs> nice. So so we soldered those together, and it's just like a Cat Five cable that connects them, and uh, uh, so you get the fog machine going a little bit enough so that like the beams of light can kind of be seen, and we just crank that thing. And uh, there's there's not a whole lot of cooler things in my basement than like a full on like rock show, and it's it just sounds so great. So. 
I think sound is one of the things I look for in some current-gen games because we're lucky enough that we live in a place that we can be pretty much as loud as we want because we don't really have any neighbors that are really close to us. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are close enough, like, they don't mind, like, a little, uh, you know, little little loud music once in a while, even if it's super late, which we're also really lucky with. Um, but, uh, but yeah, most of my... Uh, most of my current gen gaming has to be at night, so we're lucky that we have that situation. So generations you mentioned now. Um, what about uh, different genres? Does that affect uh, your your gaming habits? Uh, not not too terribly. I mean, it's uh, uh, the other thing is uh, just to uh, to be able to afford being you know kind of like a current gen gamer and a collector at the same time, which you know both of those can get pretty pricey. Oh yeah. Uh, especially when you're going after like box games, uh, like I like I prefer to do, um, I I almost never, almost never buy a game right when it comes out. Um, there's a couple exceptions like Skyrim and like you know a couple games that I was really super looking forward to, but um, it's and I know like there's a lot of people who are like you know like you know you gotta like support them you know like go out there spend your money. But honestly, I mean, I, I, I can't I can't do it. I can't spend that fifty, sixty dollars on a game when I know I can get it for like fifteen or twenty bucks in like a few months. So um I, I just I just almost never buy anything current gen. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, or, uh, on release day. And that's able to you know, I put that extra money into my collecting and then when I have that fifteen, twenty bucks from that from that game comes out like three or four months later, then I'll I'll grab it then. Yeah, I'm the same way. There's a few publishers or developers that I, I like to support um, but for the most part my brand new like day one purchases are very rare um so I'm am I the only weird one then that uh, has to have my gaming blanky when I'm playing role-playing games yes yeah I, <laughs> oh you you, just, you did just make me think of something yes you are number one <laughs> uh, number number two I did have this weird thing for a long time that I don't I don't do anymore and I don't know why, so don't ask me why, and don't laugh, and don't make fun of anybody, but I used to smell every strategy guide I ever, like, owned or bought. Or, like, I don't know why, how it happened, but when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, my first uh, PlayStation uh, 1 game, um, when we got our PlayStation 1 for Christmas, I got Final Fantasy VII, NHL 98, and Star Wars Masters of Terrace So that was my three PlayStation oh. 1 uh yeah, I know. You make that sound every time I mention the Star Wars game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, such a great game. So, um, so I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, and I don't know why, but like, as I open, I have the strategy guide open, and I just put my like, and not just a little sniff. We're talking like my face is in that guide, and it's just I remember thinking like, wow, that's a really like, it's a really unique smell. Like it wasn't like good or bad. It was just I'd never smelled that before. And I remember smelling every other strategy guide that I would get just to see if it smelled the same. And it didn't. <laughs> Nothing compares. <laughs> and then years later, I grabbed another Final Fantasy VII strategy guide and I smelled it. And it smelled the same. And I was like, yes, <laughs> it's just this guide. So uh, that's, that's yeah, but no, but, no ba- but no banking. I never sniffed a strategy guide. But um, when, I, when I bought my Neo Geo from uh, Marriott Guy, all of the games he sent me were still sealed, sticker sealed. Wow. So when I open them up, they have this incredibly unique smell like that. I love opening them. They still have that smell, all of them. So <laughs> I'm awesome. like resorting my games. I got to like, you know, make sure no one's looking. Oh, crack it open. Take a little sniff. <laughs> Stick it back yeah. on the shelf. Once once Shadow hears this, he's probably going to update my uh, my position on the forums to Strat Guide Sniffer. <laughs> the strategy sniffer. <laughs> so, so if you ever like bought uh, like strategy from like a pawn shop or 
a garage sale or something, cracked it open and just been horrified with the smell that came off it? No, I never have. <laughs> no. I've been lucky enough that most guys that I was uh, that I was sniffing were uh, were decent. You know, nothing nothing that I didn't want to smell in there. You haven't found that one where someone's like forgotten a piece of pizza between the pages or something? <laughs> no, not yet. I, but but honestly, I I stopped sniffing guides a long time ago. I've been, clean, <laughs> I've been clean for years. It's it was one of those things that like I did for a while. Like I don't really know how it started, and then I think once I found that the Final Fantasy VII guide was the only one that smelled that way, I stopped. Duke, I know you got to have something to throw into this. <laughs> I'm sure everybody that listens to this is going to go, man, this is probably the quietest I've ever heard this guy. But, um, I mean, I guess... Well, because he's actually playing Mass Effect 3 multiplayer in the he's background. Actually he actually rapidly sniffing on. all the strategy guides, you know, if he knows what we're talking about. I will say, I mean, down along that line, there is that um, new electronic smell you get when you take a new piece of electronics, like, out of the package. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really like that smell, and I do take time to really smell like new electronic equipment but um thanks for trying to relate uh yeah Appreciate i don't it. know i guess that's mm, sorry we're totally sniff bros now what, what i'm learning totally. from this whole show maybe the people at home can back me up is that i podcast with two really weird people <laughs> maybe you guys can chime in maybe I, maybe it's just me maybe it's just me. i i have i have a feeling that some of the people on rf gen closet sniffers are are, yeah, number one, closet sniffers. Number two, I'm sure there's quirks that are uh, not anything that we've ever uh, we've ever had that are probably go on at some other people's houses. Uh, I, th- I think the gaming ritual, as far as like you know, like like when you get that brand new game that you've been waiting for for a long time, I feel like a lot of people kind of have that day or that weekend or that you know that that session planned out. Whether it's food, whether it's uh, an RPG blanket, whether it's uh, you know like. Uh, you know, it, it it might be like just your favorite chair. It might just be like, you know what? I, I bought like, you know, uh, I bought the game like while I was on vacation. I couldn't even play it because I needed to be in my gaming chair. You know, like I just yeah. don't know. I just uh, I'm sure that there's people who kind of have like that gaming session is very special to them. And uh, and I feel like for a lot of people, for a lot of people, they want it to be private. Um, now, see, I don't usually get a lot of that luxury of, like, privacy. So it does affect, like, the kind of games that I play. Uh, I mean, if other people are around, there's just certain games I will not bother to try to play. I and mean, I'm not going to play something that's dialogue-heavy because I'm going to get interrupted and I'm going to miss half of what's going on. Oh, that's interesting. So I just don't bother. Um, that... So so you would not play The Walking Dead with people around? No. I have to wait till everybody's asleep. And that was so you played that when you were homesick and no one was around, right? Yes, right. I was okay. sick that day and everybody was gone, so I could just plow through it in a day. So yeah, I have to. I mean, as far as like measuring out my time, I have to really take advantage of the quiet time because I don't get much. Mm-hmm. So I have certain kind of games that I have to play during that. I mean, it's not that like by choice. I'd rather be sleeping <laughs> doing it other times, <laughs> but I mean, it's the only thing I can do. I mean, that's it's just if I want to play that kind of thing, that's what I've got to do. That's interesting. Crab, you ever you have anything with uh, with I mean I uh, with working and uh, like gaming at home where I mean I, just being on the podcast like sometimes like each of us will get interrupted with you know family members or other things going on mm-hmm. but uh, how does that affect your gaming if at all? Yeah, absolutely. If it's like uh, to go back to the gaming blanky kind of um, with role playing games, they're for some reason they're particularly special to me. I'm um, not necessarily like better or more enjoyable or anything but i really feel like i have to 
prepare myself to enjoy the experience. So if I think I'm going to get interrupted, I won't even start it. Just like Duke said with dialogue heavy games there. Um, I like, I've got to have the blank. I got to be like as comfortable as I possibly can be. Like I've got to be in like pajama pants or sweatpants or something and just plant myself on that couch and know I'm going to have at least a couple hours to really dive into this world. Um, and when I'm at work, I don't typically play those kind of games because there's a really high possibility that I'll be interrupted, which is why I love to play Nintendo games there because, you know, if you have to pause Mega Man, you come back, you know exactly where you left off. You know, you're not, you're not missing anything. Right. That's cool. I mean, and uh, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I love my wife. She's awesome. (laughs) I wouldn't change anything, but there are times when I'm, and she's also very good. Like she, she, uh, she works from home. Uh, she uh, has the uh, jewelry shop that I think I mentioned before. So she works from home. It's all like uh, online, and um, she, like the uh, her kind of like a production area, like office uh, assembly area, is in the next room next to the TV room. So she'll be working in there, and every once in a while, like if I'm like home playing a game or something, she'll just kind of wander in, like, "Hey, what's going on?" And uh, I'm like, "Oh, nothing. I'm just uh, you know sit down for a bit. She can hang with me or whatever." And she's just one of these people who kind of has to comment. <laughs> on almost everything that's going on so like even if it's to herself like she won't even be asking me what the, like but she'll just say to herself what is that what's that guy doing <laughs> oh i don't like oh i don't like the look of that bus and it's just kind of like i'll look at her and i'm like I, okay i love you but like just please just and she's okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but then it'll happen again and then I'll, I'll jokingly i'll say you know what I, I like sometimes she'll just come in the room and i'll pause the game and i'll hang out with her as long as she wants to hang out she's like Why'd you pause your game? And I'm like, you know why I paused the game? <laughs> I was like, I because I really, really want to enjoy this next part, and I and I just can't, I just can't with you. I said, I'm sorry, I love you, but I I can't do it with the conversation over the game. And she understands, but uh, but yeah, anything that I need to pay attention to, I I can't play with anybody else in the room now. Yeah, I think my wife's realized that too um, with certain games because she does the same thing. She likes to ask me what's going on, why is that happening, you know. It's like it's like when someone walks in halfway through a movie, you know, and they want you to catch them up. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, I don't mind pausing it and catching you up. Yeah. I don't even mind rewinding it. <laughs> we can and we can watch it together. But what I won't do <laughs> is uh, is yeah, talk over. Yeah, but uh, I, I wish I had a better example of like what ex- what exactly happened. But uh, even like if I'm like on the PC, like playing like uh, well, Borderlands Two is the kind is one of the examples that. She can talk over all she wants. It doesn't matter because all it is is crazy action, shoot everything that comes out, grab some loot, and rinse and repeat. Um, but if it's something like Skyrim or, you know, like something that like has like a story element that I cannot repeat and I need to pay attention to, like it's like okay, no, I can't. I just gotta I'd say I love you, but we will hang out and then you will leave and then I will continue playing. Yeah, that that goes into like what I was saying. How um, like with the role playing games, they're particularly special in that I don't want to be interrupted that way either so i not only do i have to have all the like comfort elements in place i've got to have that time that i'm not going to have anyone else around which since i work graveyards i often wake up at like 3 or 4 a.m like well before my family so i I get that time at least a couple days a week on my days off where i'm I'm up way before everyone else there's a really unlikely chance anyone will be up so i can really dive into it nice you mentioned so duke I can just oh, tell you, Bill, that um, you've got a lot to look forward to with children. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. 
Um, last what, time, what, I, just, I, just get I ready hope, for that. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. What's that? What? What's that? What? What? What are you doing there? Don't push that. What's, push this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to grab uh, more. Get more co-op games. Oh, yeah. they, they make you proud though too. Like the other day, I was talking to Duke um, and my son. Uh, sometimes, and when we're doing the podcast here or just chatting, um, I'll set him up with a game and ask him what he wanted to play. Expecting, you know, like Skylanders, Little Big Planner, or something like that. He's like, I want to play Wrecking Crew. I saw you playing Wrecking Crew the other day, so that was awesome. That was awesome. He probably saw your YouTube video. He did, actually, because I was, uh, you know, it's done in a few parts, and I was rendering all the videos together, and I, I stuck it on the laptop on the kitchen table and went to bed, and he mm-hmm. came out for breakfast, so he's eating his cereal, watching the, like, sped-up rendering version of Wrecking Ball. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I need to play this that night. <laughs> That's cool. And then he played it, and went, oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he beat a few phases, and then he accidentally put himself in the design mode instead of entering a level. And and I think he just got bored and confused because he didn't know what the heck design mode was. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I, I know I've, I've mentioned, uh, you know, not having a whole lot of free time, and I don't even have kids yet, so we're, we're in the planning phases now. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> you, your choice is uh, lose sleep, pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's when well, you that, cram it in. Yeah, and, and I know it's you can't compare it to kids, but that that was Sarah's choice when because uh, uh, she was working uh, like a day job, like an office job, and doing the shop uh, pretty much full. Like once she got to the point where she was pretty much doing both full time, if like someone needed like a rush order or if someone needed like a uh, you know some more, uh, you know like an like, like I need this to go out like tomorrow, the choice was either lose that sale or lose sleep and do it. Yeah. So that that was uh, I, that's kind of what we're preparing for is because uh, there's you know. There's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, yeah. So you just, I mean, at least for me, it's sleep is the is the loser. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you just learn to function the best you can on like four or five hours some nights. Yeah, you, you ever get that twitchy eye? I don't get that. <laughs> I just get the, I get, dro- I get, I get, the droopy eye. <laughs> like I'm just gonna fall asleep in my chair. I, but I, I get twitchy eye when I either have too much caffeine, or if I'm like too like stressed or like way too tired. Like one of my like eyelids will twitch and. That's that's what I'm looking forward to the least about uh, zero sleep with kids. That's interesting. No, uh-uh. I don't want to brag or nothing, but my son started sleeping through the night at like three weeks old, and we've never had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why Krabby doesn't want any more kids. I've got yeah. Yeah, he won the lottery. Really? Did. Yeah, he's not going to get that lucky the second time. I'm afraid not. <laughs> it would be like the complete be like, <laughs> <laughs> like all night long. <laughs> Um, I'm like, Dad, freaking trying to play NES, John. <laughs> um, Bill, you've mentioned your your like rock band groups. So what mm-hmm. what changes in your your rituals, your gaming habits when you've got groups of people like that versus when you want to play something by yourself, like Mass Effect or Skyrim? Yeah, yeah, a group. Um, again, it's weird. I'm, I'm I didn't even think about it before, but it's it really comes down to time for me um, because uh, uh, because it is so so limited. So when we have a couple, we usually have like two or three people over. Um, uh, so that way, we 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 we've tried to have like ten or fifteen people over before, and it's still fun and cool and everything. But it's like ten people don't want to wait around to play Rock Band. You know, it's my so turn. Like we typically exactly yeah. So we typically just have four or five people. And like one person can swap out like when they get tired or if they want to go get a drink or something. So that that typically works out better. So first of all, it's just like a it's like a streamlined four or five person group for like a rock band night. And um, the first few nights when we started doing this, we started noticing, first of all, how, you know, when you get five people, even though you're friends, 
you get different musical tastes. <laughs> so you end up spending oh, half yeah. the night in the menus. Yeah. So now we have, you're going to laugh. So now we have a shared Google document where all of, and it's shared between all of us. And each of us will put in like a song that they want to play. So you like build your set list in advance? So I will build the set That's list. Awesome. No way. Before before we play, that way when people show up, we know that okay, like and we've done it a few different ways. This is the Bill set list. This is the Sarah set list. Here's the Kaylee set list, and we kind of have like a like a like a five or six song kind of like mini, you know, like a kind of concert like per person. And then when that's done, then we can kind of go through like the onesies, and it's like, oh, well, I want to play this, and I want to play this. So, uh, but yeah, I have uh, uh, like the. Uh, the set lists are pretty much set up. That way, you know, you end up playing 30 songs in a night instead of like, you know, eight or nine. So, um, but the same thing, it comes down to time because like, uh, you know, people come over, they're going to be over for a little while and then they have to work the next morning. So they got to leave by like, you know, midnight or one in the morning. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I try to get it as uh, kind of a streamlined as possible. Plus we always end up losing like an hour and a half to dinner time. Because they come over, then you order the pizza or like whatever you're gonna eat, and then it's like, wow, it's like seven o'clock. We gonna play this thing or what? So, but yeah, I try to get everything set as streamlined as possible. That's awesome. And you think everyone enjoys that, like having it all uh, kind of scheduled out for them? I try. I you know, well, I tried to. Uh, I wanted everyone to be cool with that. So like, I I'll like I'll like text or G chat like all my friends, the friends who come over. I'll say, listen, I was kind of thinking about doing this. What do you think? And they'll both hit me back with like, awesome, let's do this. And uh, yeah, as long as everyone's into it, like it's, uh, I found that like sometimes if I'll say something like, hey, like, what do you guys think of this? And my friends would be like, oh, well, that's kind of cool, but like, uh, it might be too much work or something like that. So whatever people are cool with, uh, uh, I just like to have everything organized as, as best I can. See, the only person, we've got one guy that we kind of do rock band night with. So there's like three of us, uh, my wife, mm-hmm. um, this guy and me. And we, the way we choose our songs is uh, my wife will pick like something she actually recognizes because she won't know most of the set list. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's a really good drummer and I'm, you know, I'm not a good guitarist, but I'm a good plastic guitarist. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he, he picks the, the songs that he wants to see if I can even pass. He wants to try and make me fail and I do the same to him. So we, I just pick the hard, songs with the really tough drumming for him and he picks the songs with That's the really cool. long solos for me. Okay. That's uh, I like I had a, a different friend uh, who uh, doesn't come to these regular rock band parties, but he's um, like uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself an expert, but like I mean I I wouldn't call him uh, an expert either. Like he's probably like a like average like medium, but like he likes to he likes to play like on the edge of he likes to play what he think he just can barely fail, <laughs> and like just like okay if I might need to be saved like once, and I'm like okay that's totally cool so. Uh, but we uh, we would play through like uh, like uh, uh, like fifteen song set lists, and like our goal would be like to not fail out of this whole thing. <laughs> so there's there's some songs that are tough for him, some that like are not tough for me. But since he really can't fail four times, like I really gotta kind of like keep an eye out <laughs> for him. But I think I think that goes to uh, I mean I think the gaming ritual totally depends on obviously the game. But also the group you're playing with. I mean, we've we've only talked about Rock Band here, but uh, I mean, before the days of like Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, like people would get together, like and and hook their their systems together to play on three or four TVs, and that was a whole. You guys ever do that with? Uh, I know 
uh, Krabby, you're not really a Halo fan, but do you ever do that with any multiplayer games? No, I never system linked, but um, we had tons of like four player um, N64 Dreamcast sessions. Oh, okay. So like uh, Mario Kart and stuff like that? Yeah, Mario Kart, GoldenEye, Smash Brothers. Yeah, see, when I was growing up, it's, uh, you know, you had two NES controllers and you sit on the couch. That was multiplayer. You didn't have a four yeah. score, man? Come on. <clears throat> Hell, the four score games suck. No, they don't. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street's awesome. Um, I kid, but I mean, seriously, that was what it was. You had, you'd have two controllers and you'd swap them out. Everybody would just take their turn, right? You see, that's, uh, uh, some picture went up on Facebook a few days ago. It said, uh, it says, uh, how I remember Mario Brothers, or, and it showed uh, a picture of Mario. And it says how my little brother remembers it, and it showed a picture of Luigi. <laughs> no. See, we never, even like games that had two players like that, we never play the two player modes we'd always we called it like life or level you like played until you beat the level or lost a life then you gave the other guy mario no one wanted to be luigi that's kind of cool because that way like if like what always used to happen is like one guy would be mario and you'd be like eight levels ahead and luigi would just keep dying yeah. on that first level because he never played it yeah before. that's why we didn't like it because we, we like to be at the same area all the time so every single game like other than maybe like something like concho where you get to move together mm-hmm. um, we'd always just swap the controller that's cool. I never uh, never thought to do that. So do you have any pet peeves that just prevent you from playing or just something that just drives you bananas that uh, just ruins the whole session for you? Um, I think we mentioned, as much as we love them, family members. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it just, you know, they, they, they need you. You're, you're, their, you're their crutch. You're their lifeline. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like if... Uh, you know, like unexpected uh, family member intrusion or people talking over the game, like the, the obvious ones. Um, but as far as like, you know, like real pet peeves, like things that like prevent me from enjoying the game, uh, I mean, nothing that I can think of besides the standard, you know, like this, like, like the stuff of like stuff outside the actual game, like, you know, aside from things about the game that I actually don't like. So we're talking about like environment or like uh, intrusions or stuff like that. Uh, nothing besides the standard, you know, interrupting, uh, you know, right. the phone call. Right. Well, or... Something you said very early on made me cringe because it's one of my, my biggest gaming pet peeves. Um, it was your Final Fantasy VIII story. Mm-hmm. Food and games do not mix for me. I never, ever eat oh, really? or drink when there's a game controller around me, ever. Really? Yeah. What a, like not even water? Nothing. No, it's like yeah, you stop the How game. You survive. You go and eat or drink. You like take your half an hour, whatever you need, and then you come back and play. You do not so, combine with the to play half the time if I didn't so, do eat so, and play so at the same you, time. So you're, but, if a, but so a pet peeve of yours is the the active eating while playing games. Okay, I've I've. I've never heard this before. It drives so, me nuts, and I and I so, don't so like other you, people doing it around me either. Okay, well, okay, to the point where you will ask them to please stop eating. If we're in my home, yes. When we're at other people's houses, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, let them do whatever. Yeah, like so. So all right. So if someone's over and someone says, "Hey, do you have anything to eat?" You'll say, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's pause this. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go eat something, and then we'll come back." Yeah. That, I don't. I mean, that's. Really I, I I totally, <laughs> I totally get that for like pizza, like because no one's touching any greasy food and touching anything I own, <laughs> uh, and I totally get it. But like, so, but you're saying to the point of like, 
pretzels and like a bottle of water while you're playing games is against the rules in your house. Yeah. And and my wow. wife, uh, she knows it. She knows about it. She knows it's weird. And um, she, she she's had some friends over, and you know they come down to check out the games and play something or whatever. And uh, she's kind of paranoid because I've made such a big deal out of it too. So then her friend will bring like <laughs> a drink of water down in a cup, you know. And she's like, "Oh, you can't bring that in here." <laughs> oh wow, yeah. that's so so. I mean, I now that I think about it, it's probably not a terrible thing because like you, I guess. You know, there's some people who can, like, sit in one place for, like, 5, 10, 15 hours, and it probably is good for you to, like, get up and uh, <laughs> move around. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't say I've ever uh, come across this, uh, the the food while well, gaming pet peeve. I literally cannot remember a time, like, prior to being 10 years old where I've had food and a controller around me at the same time. Did your parents, like, beat you or something for <laughs> spilling something on something at some point in time? No, but now that you mention it, my brother once spilled orange soda on my NES and like fried it. Okay, there we go. Maybe yeah, maybe it's yeah, in there. I so think we, yeah. What I'm learning from this whole somewhere. thing, I mean, I uh, maybe the listeners are on my side. I feel like I'm almost like some psycho- psychotherapist, <laughs> and like I'm just listening to this stuff and like jotting down notes, like. Yeah, like, like, okay. like uh huh. I like. I uh-huh. think this must Tr- be like some catharsis for Krabby, just to get this off his chest. Um, I feel great. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just kind of sitting back, going, you know, now I'm I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I, I guess I'm I guess I'm pretty normal. <laughs> no. So so no, so side uh, side question: Is it just games? Like, uh, let's say you're in the exact same room mm-hmm. with the exact same people, and all of a sudden you're going to put on a movie. Oh, I'll chow down during a movie all the time. Yeah. And now it's popcorn time, okay? <laughs> Again, we're going back to like some childhood tragedy in Krabby's past, yeah. which has, has caused this the orange crisis Nintendo, no. in his life. I, I bet you, do you remember what game was in the Nintendo when it fried? I don't think there was a game in it. We usually took them out. We didn't really leave them in there. I, I think this is like Psychotherapy 101. So like, you know, some student somewhere that's studying is like, oh, I totally could have diagnosed that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what I'd be curious to try, though, is to have people come over with their own controllers at my house and see if it still bugged me then. Would you just make them stay like a mandatory, like six feet away from the console? I don't know. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I totally, like I said before, I totally understand no one is eating and touching, not just my video game controllers, but anything like no one's eating and then touching anything I own, whether it's like a book, uh, you know, graphic novel, like, like my hockey, like figures, like whatever it is. But, for for to, like and even myself too like I'm not gonna grab like some nachos and go downstairs and have like a chip in one hand and a control in the other. It's all gonna be foaming hand soap for everybody, and then we can play. <laughs> the- but uh, but it's I'm trying to I'm trying to get where the you will not eat a pretzel while playing a game. They just not compatible items in my mind. They're they're okay, things you do. In different places, yeah. I don't... You guys realize that you can clean controllers, right? I mean, this you can do that. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, it's eating, not about I'm that. Because like, I'll, I'll have deal. a greasy piece of pizza and you know grab my TV okay. remote. That... Now, don't get me wrong. I, okay, we're talking about the extreme here, but I yeah. mean, like, okay, I mean, if I have a like a sandwich or something, I don't, what do I care? No, yeah, that's okay. So now we got good and bad food. So anything greasy is really my problem. What? But a sandwich sure. and a controller is totally fine because bread's uh, get those, not get gonna... those little crumblies in the analog stick. And... Oh come no, on, it's, man. Be fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
Pretzels are fine. Uh, I need to invent like this wicked bib that like juts out from me, <laughs> and then I maybe I'll be able to do it. I mean, because oh, let's say great. let's be true as collectors. Compared to the number of consoles you own, how many controllers do you end up with for these things? This Just actually started them, right? way before I started Lots. collecting, though. I remember, like, in, like, junior high, we'd have, like, you know, like, Smash Brothers uh, big parties. We'd have, like, six or seven of us. They'd order a pizza in, and I would literally, like, you know, okay, someone else play so I can go and eat, finish eating, then I'll come back and play. It wasn't, like, you know, throw a slice over here and keep playing. I think we should just title this um, this whole episode... Krabby's therapy session. <laughs> I think. I wondered is why there... you wanted this this topic so much. Now I understand. I just you needed, had, to, you get needed it out. to come to terms with yeah. some of this stuff. <laughs> you needed resolution. My, my uh, extended family's kind of getting used to me now because when the kids come over for our family night dinners, we do. Um, I like I like go and supervise them washing their hands and like okay now we can go play Ninja Turtles. Prozac, Krabby. Prozac. You ever hear this <laughs> stuff? Um... <laughs> One of my first posts on the thread. Ever... Uh, ever <clears throat> like before I did, I think it was actually my, my, one of my, my very first posts. I, uh, I said something like, uh, like what's the like strangest or like, what's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said when they first saw your collection? Okay. Do you remember? Do you, I don't know if you guys remember seeing this, but no. like, I remember my, my sister didn't know I collected, uh, for like a year. And then she came out, like I mentioned it to her and she came over Oh, you want to see the games? And I showed it to her and she said, dude, and they and they're all alphabetized, they're all organized, they're all in boxes, they're all very like neat. And, t- and she said, "Dude, you're like a classy hoarder." <laughs> I said, "Well, uh, I wasn't gonna get into it with her, but uh, but I was like, yeah, well, I'll give you that." <laughs> so um, so you you mentioned something uh, about uh, like you know your family getting used to it. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we've already kind of touched on like how family affects your uh, your gaming ritual because you know they're always around. But uh, uh, how does that uh, how does that dynamic of uh, uh, of the family affect your uh, collecting? I think that is a whole show topic episode we should get into. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. That's gonna be yeah. Krabby's therapy session, volume two. Yeah, volume two. Watch for it on store shelves, people. It'll be <laughs> it'll be right next to uh, Doctor Papa Crab's. Uh, Sleepy time medicine. <laughs> Othello. Yeah. Othello tonic. Now with more Othello. <laughs> I don't even know. All right. Know is there anything else you need to get here. off your chest yeah, there, Crabby? I'm or? thinking. I'm racking my brain. What are there? I, I didn't think I was as bizarre as I was. I thought um, there'd be a little more overlap between the two of you. No, I feel really weird. I just don't. I don't think I've probably said like <laughs> 10 sentences this whole part. But <laughs> I guess just, I'm just sitting back going, I'm not really OCD. Stunned I silence. Guess. So, um,. How does being a retro uh, collector affect the uh, purchases that you make for current gen, whether it be uh, financially or uh, is, is it more of a financial commitment to buy a, a, a current gen game or is it more of a time commitment? I don't really understand your question, Bill. I mean, I'm not trying to like, dog on you. I don't. No, no. So yeah. So so when you so when you go out and you say, okay, I'm, I'm you're looking for like an Xbox 360 or PS3 or a Wii game. What are the limiting factors causing you to uh, to you know second guess uh, this purchase? I've got such a backlog that time doesn't register. If it's something mm-hmm. I think I'll play it sometime, I'll probably grab it. 
Um, so I don't really factor that in, but yeah, I do definitely take in financials. Like you said, like, do I want to buy this at 60 bucks? You know, when I'm almost positive, I can get it for 20 a few months from now. Um, whether that's new or used, um, that definitely factors in. Um, so I do think about, you know, the financials when I'm playing, I'm not thinking, you know, is this game going to hold its value? Can I sell it for, you know, 50 bucks in 10 years or whatever? Because, you know, who, who cares about, you know, that length of time when you're talking about that amount of money. Um, but I definitely like to feel like I got a deal. So it's rare to spend uh, that much on a new game when I know it's going to depreciate, when I can buy an old game that I know it's more likely to hold its value. Now that, now that is a topic for another show, whether collecting is an investment or not. But uh, Yeah, that, that specific piece. So, but so Duke, when you're uh, when you're getting ready to make a purchase on a on a current gen game, yeah, what do you think about when you're when you're trying to rationalize? Okay, like is this a good purchase decision? Like, what goes through your mind? It's all specifically. Price. It's, oh, really? It's all price. I'm not going to buy it unless I can get a good deal. Period. I'm just not. Even if it's just like a genre or developer you just love. Yeah. You won't splurge and you know overpay in your mind. No. No. Not on credit stuff because I know. I mean, it's just if I wait like a week, I can I can get money off of it. I mean, I don't there. I don't really have to exercise much patience. What if it's a game that you don't particularly care for, but it's a fantastic deal? Um, yeah. I mean, I bought Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's the answer right there. It's five dollars. So, is there a game that you would not buy for five dollars? Um, on this on this current gen sports <laughs> anything night okay. demon Madden. fox plays <laughs> yeah. so 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 barring sports games so uh <laughs> so so the uh and and the odd barbie and uh mary kate game so if it's a good deal regardless of whether you think you will play it you know in the near future or at all okay if it's a good deal you'll probably go after it i don't know i mean you have to think with this new stuff. I don't. It doesn't really draw me in all that much. Like, like for example, I've got a friend that's really into Far Cry Three right now. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my god, Far Cry Three, it's so awesome, and you got to play this. It's the best game, and, and I just hear it all the time, and I just don't care. Let's <laughs> be honest. Really? I'm like, I don't care. Maybe if I see it somewhere for like ten, fifteen dollars, maybe, but there's no way I'm in any hurry whatsoever to pick it up. Don't care. It's 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 uh, it's odd. I'm, I mean, I'm usually right there with you. Like, uh, like even if it is like the new hotness and if it's awesome, like I, I can be excited, but oh, wow, that does sound awesome. That does look great. That does sound like exactly the kind of game that I would like. But then when it comes down to like, will I put $50 down for it? Nope. Yeah. No, I mean, Hold don't get it. me wrong. I love Dead Space 1 and 2 and the third one's right around the corner, but I'll wait. <laughs> no problem with that. I, will I like it? I'm, yeah, no doubt. I, but. I'm just not going to go out and spend a lot of money on it. Just to me, it's kind of silly to be honest. Yeah. Now, do you think that has to do with, uh, now obviously we want as much money to go towards our collecting as possible. Yeah. But do you think it's, it's, I mean, and, and again, it's kind of like in your, in your mind, so you might not know the exact answer, but do you think it's more to the, more to the fact that you just want to have more money to dump in collecting or just from the fact that like, you know, you come from uh, like a garage selling, you know, type mentality where, I'm not buying it if it's not a good deal. Yeah, I think this, it's the latter. Um, it's actually I'm the just... former for me, I think. I, I've, I've, like, I keep a lot of my receipts for games now. 
Um, and I was looking through some of the games that I've owned for a very long time, and I actually held on to a few receipts, just you know, tuck them in the manual. And I didn't used to care. Like I would spend like Spider-Man 2, for example, when that came out, looked really cool. I wanted to play it. I don't remember what I paid for it, but then I found my receipt, and I paid 80 bucks for that. Oh man! Brand new, 80 <laughs> bucks. Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing wait, that for wait, a what, collector's what's edition. Spider-Man? Spider-Man 2 for the GameCube. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like the first good 3D wow. Spider-Man game. Bad choice. But no, I loved it. I got a lot of playtime out of it. I never felt ripped off about it ever. I felt like I got a good deal because I played the crap out of that game. Now mm. I will say I will go against that a little bit when I know it's a title that's just not going to be available for very long. Um, that's very good point. Yeah, because I know like um, like Last Story and Xenosaga. No problem plunking down the money because. Who knows they when you're gonna find them? Yeah, print runs or like um, right. That Metroid oh, Prime like, trilogy was... you bought, didn't you? What's that? Yeah, Metroid Prime trilogy. Didn't you buy yeah. that one? Hyper Dimension uh, yeah. Neptunia one and two. Yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, Metro- that's it, that's actually a really good point because all those games you just listed, except for Hyper whatever that is, <laughs> I this eight, we're on the exact same thing. Like I wasn't planning on spending you know forty fifty bucks on Last Story, but I love Sakaguchi. I love uh, uh, Mistwalker. I love Lost Odyssey. Like I love so many of the things about that uh, studio. I wanted to have that game, and I actually did end up waiting for a deal on it. So I'm, I'm, I kind of, uh, I'm both both ways. Like I got it sooner than I thought I would, but I also got a pretty good price on it. But and same thing, Xenoblade Chronicles. It was it was limited run. It was GameStop only, and I bought it new for fifty bucks because I didn't know if I was going to be able to find it in another few months. Yeah. And I've... here's the thing you got to think about. I've been doing this a long time. And I've been around for the end of a lot of console life cycles. Mm-hmm. And it's always those last few titles that get low print runs are the mm-hmm. ones you can never find and cost you an arm and a leg if you want to go back and find them later. Sure. Metroid Prime Trilogy, I was working at Best Buy when that came out. And I remember looking, I didn't buy it yet. I remember looking in the computer thinking like, oh, I wonder when we're getting more of these in. And it said discontinued. Yeah. I said, are you kidding me? This thing's been out for like a week or two, so I bought it that day. Yeah, I I regret missing that one because I remember um you know this the Super Mario All Stars uh, package came out just a little before that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be limited, but you know they did a few print runs. I could still find it around here, so I I held off on the Metro Prime trilogy because I thought Nintendo would do the exact same thing, and I completely regret not buying that now because they obviously didn't. Yeah, and I think that's things like you'll see, I mean not to a great extent, but like the Kirby collection. It's just not going to get a lot of life or a lot of attention. Right. It's a good one to pick up when you can find a good deal on it. I think it'll, you know, it's worth playing A, and B, it won't be real common. Now, if you get a good deal on something, like, you know, a, a current-gen game that sells for, like, between 40 and 60 bucks for, like, 10 or $15, so if you buy that for 10 or 15 bucks, and a year, two years goes by and you don't play it, do you regret the purchase because you haven't played it, or you're still happy because no matter when you play it, you got a good deal? Sometimes those just end up staying sealed, so you know I usually do make out well enough on it. So I mean, I don't. I'm not one of those people when I buy a game, I don't open it unless I'm literally going to be playing it. So some of the games just don't get opened. I've only recently taken that stance. I mean, it doesn't I make any to sense open, to me to just rip everything yeah. open the instant you get it. I mean, whether you're yeah. gonna play I mean, it or I'm, not. I used to rip everything open like in the car on the way home, um, but I did play that thing when I got home. But you're right now, like there are games that I've purchased that go on the shelf sealed and they don't get open until I play them. 
yeah, I mean, my Metroid Prime trilogy is sealed. And, you know, honestly, it'll stay that way because I can go get the other real games in the series for next to nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you can. Um, yep. uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll just set on it. I got no problem with that. I'm just not going anywhere. I'm glad to have it. And yeah. it'll be one of those things that will be trickier to find one of these days. I can't think of a single example from 5 bucks to 100 where I felt like I've overpaid for something or got a raw deal. Um, well, I can guarantee I, I bought uh, No More Heroes 2 new. Well, I'm, I'm not day. saying I haven't bought a game that hasn't depreciated, but I've got at least the enjoyment out of it. Like, it's been a series that I've liked, so I'll pay a little more for it. Like, uh, I bought Catherine brand new in the big box, you know, with the boxers and the weird pillowcase and pizza box and stuff. Yeah. And and I opened it up, so I didn't keep it sealed, so it's, it's lost a bit of value. But I love that game so much that the two kind of balance out the, my collecting and my okay. gaming. So I, I don't feel like I overpaid for it. I understand. Like I said, I, I bought No More Heroes 2 brand new, but I really wanted it, and I didn't think it was going to be real popular, so I had no idea how easy it would be to track down later. So mm-hmm. I just said, forget it. You know what I mean? And I, I'm glad I did. I really I played the crap out of it. See, I, I like taking those kind of risks where you've kind of got a backup, you know? you know, It might be cool if it's you know worth money down the road, but at least it's a fun game if it's not, right? Yeah. Now, I usually I'm not going to go out and just throw like, oh, I'm going to buy this because I don't want to play it, but I think it might be worth something someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really play that game too much. Yeah, I, I don't really either. I, I There's a guy who was a friend with my brother who was a manager at a GameStop, mm-hmm. and he says there's this kid who works there who, um, I, I don't know all of the kid's details. I'm pretty sure he uh, he lives at home, but uh, the, like uh, he said, like, dude, this kid, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, he doesn't have money coming in from anywhere else. He just works, like, as, like, a full-time, like, non-manager associate at GameStop. He buys two copies of almost every single game that comes out every single week. Uh, and it's just because, you know, he doesn't have rent to pay or anything. And uh, he, he plays one copy, and the other one he keeps sealed because he's going to sell them in, like, five or ten years or whatever. But not just, like, big games. Every single game that comes he's out. He's going to lose a lot of money in the long run. Unless yeah. he's going yeah. to hold on for a very long time. Yeah, he'll have to hold on for probably another 20 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, think about it. If you had done that during the NES days. There's still, there's yeah, still a like, huge chunk of the library that's not worth more than they originally sold for, even sealed. I don't know. A lot right. of NES titles brand new were 30 bucks. I think if you had mint sealed games, you probably would have a few that probably wouldn't turn that much. But yeah. I would think you could probably at least break even. you got to think you waited. you got to waited nearly 30 years now to get to that point oh yeah don't get me wrong again whole nother topic investment this is yeah. not an investment <laughs> you know what i mean yeah for, not not for me that's a fool's errand yeah um it, sometimes it works out in your favor and you get lucky and sometimes it doesn't but you can't do it because of that i don't think i don't think it's a good idea yeah i mean i i think everybody who looks at any one of our collections or any one of the collections of the people on the site would probably look at it and say like, wow, like, you know, like, what do you think this is worth? Or what do you think you could sell this for? And whenever someone asks me that, I say, honestly, I, I re I really don't look at it that way. I, I mean, I could give like a ballpark if like someone really wanted me to, but I don't look at it as, you know, this is going to be my car someday, or this is going to be a down payment on a house someday. And for a lot of people, it might very well end up being that, but, I mean, the collection is absolutely not an investment I've, for me. I've got a poster right on my game room door that says Crab Master's Future Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the yacht? The Crab Master. 
Come on. The, the, the S- crab Papa Crab's uh, uh, Sleepy Town uh, Stadium uh, event. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Yeah, well, well, with your collection, yeah, that probably is a yacht uh, to be made there. Uh, my, I didn't mention it um, when we were talking about our small scores, but uh, the cowboy kid that I got came from one of my neighbors. Um, so I actually invited him in. He brought it over, and I tested it out before I bought it. And uh, as soon as he saw my basement, you could just see the, like, dollar signs in his eyes. And he keeps sending me these emails, you know, I can help you put, you know, all those NES carts on a, you know, like a, on a physical cartridge for you so you can still play them and then you can sell all that stuff. I'll help you out, you know. <laughs> you better watch that guy. <laughs> I hope you have a home security system or something. Yeah. I got a buddy who's in home security. He's got me covered. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, he's your neighbor too, yeah, right? Yeah, he's my neighbor. He's like two houses over. I was going to say, <laughs> I hope your buddy's name is Smith and Wesson. <laughs> So I'd love to hear some some comments on the thread to kind of reinforce that I'm not as bizarre as I, I came across <laughs> this this episode. Um, or to, if you'd like to help us psychoanalyze Krabby, yeah, you know, <laughs> like through, I've been doing. Either, either post um, your other your own uh, bizarre little rituals or habits, pet peeves, or you know, throw a diagnosis down for me so I can get the right meds. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm just as weird as I think I am. So uh, if anyone has any additional uh, advice or anything like that i'm 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 eager to read it Well, thanks all you closet psychotherapists for sitting in on this uh, episode of the Collector Cast and hearing all about the oddities of gaming, and I'm sure you can chip in on your own. Um, don't forget, you can always find us in a couple different places. So, uh, Krabby, where can people find us? Do we have a list? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them all off the top of my head. I knew I would get I was going to say ready. Stitcher Smart Radio. We, we, you are on Stitcher Smart Radio. You get one point. Yes. Where else are we? Uh, we're around YouTube. We are on YouTube. You can go to collectorcast.com. Collectorcast.com, you're right. You, you can, can search us, us at Podomatic under Collectorcast. You can find us on Podomatic. That's crew. Is that four points? Uh, yeah, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I think you're missing a couple. Yeah, I think I am too. What am I missing? Are we on Zoom yet? <laughs> Nobody wants us on Zoom. I've tried many times. Not happening. Napster. My father-in-law doesn't listen to the show because it's not on Zoom. <laughs> we are on Podcast Pickle, strangely enough. I don't even but, know what that <laughs> is. I don't promote that. <laughs> now there is... Um, oh, no, Krabby, oh, we're all check it. We're on Twitter. We are on Twitter. Right. I'm feeling extremely old with Twitter. I, I don't quite understand it. We'll get, we'll get you up to speed. Don't worry, Gramps. I, I've got a, a feed on my phone now, the Twitter feed, and it's making me more confused than I was before I had the Twitter feed on my phone. <laughs> and then also the booking of the faces thing, right, Krabby? Oh yeah, we're on Facebook. We are on Facebook. Facebook. I don't know if Krabby we're ever also, looks at it on Facebook. I actually just yeah. deleted my Facebook account like three days ago. No, <laughs> should I redo so, it? I never use it. I can't. I can't look at what you look like anymore. So you can you can talk to Bill and I on Twitter and on Facebook. I'll be on the yep. forums. And I- <laughs> Krabby, if you and like the- tie some string and tin cans together. Or maybe like send them a singing telegram. <laughs> you can talk yeah, to Yeah, carrier pigeons don't make it very far up here. 
Slap some stamps on a postcard. More stamps than usual. <laughs> that sounded enthusiastic, man. <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> That's great. I can tell I'm going to edit the crap out of this podcast. <laughs> All right, well, thanks Let's a lot, look. everybody, for joining us for another action-packed episode. And, um, Bill. Yeah? This is when you chime in and say something. We're also on Google. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for being here, Bill. I appreciate the just support. Just go to go, just go to Google.com and type RF Generation or Collector Cast into the search box, and that will lead you to any one of the places that we just talked about. <laughs> oh, I, I hope the listeners are feeling for me, Krabby. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks for being on the show, man. Love doing it. Looking forward to that uh, that interview coming up here. Yeah, I could bring somebody on that's interesting. Let's get some exciting stuff to yeah, talk about. Yeah, bo- boring people, no need donate. We only want <laughs> want you interesting uh, weirdos. Well, well, yeah, we'll, we'll donate. Just donate just under what the winning bid was. And and you can um and you can always if you win you could uh, give your interview to somebody else. That's more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. Anyway, guys, um, take care. We'll see you next show. <laughs>